not singing this because my voice is gone. Welcome, everybody, to the Maestro Movie Podcast. Um, so, fair bit of news. Um, fair bit of news. So, there was, a, uh, there was an incident. Um, and, uh, I didn't mean to, okay? No, no, Peter, it's not that. It's okay, not that. then I didn't do anything. Never mind. It's not that. No, the, the trial's next week. Um, oh, so, so, yeah, Zach is uh, logging into Netflix right now, but uh, let me tell you what happened. Um, so, um, so, Alex is just chilling at his house. Hi. You know, and what happened was, like, Brian comes home. Ghost Brian. Ghost Brian came home. Ghost Brian came home. And um, he finally enacted, he finally enacted his revenge. Yeah, he did. As Alex was uh, hitting up that uh, fresh dank weed. Oh, so hitting it up. And he knocks it over. He sets the meth. He sets like the methane yeah, in like the poop man. that smear. That's like that makes the floor. Oh yeah. god! Is that and that the is? entire treehouse lit up on fire. Which the worst part is, guys, gotta be. I lost my dank weed. We all got high though. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was very Cheech and John. The whole neighborhood. <laughs> it smelled of shit and cholera. <laughs> For but that cancels out a long time. I do, do canonically smear shit on the walls of my tree. But now. that also just cancels out into skunkweed. Alex used every legal resource, aka the mafia, to to get out of. He used every legal resource, including the mafia, to get out of all the responsibility. So he is not liable for any of that. Somehow. I'm good, man. Yeah, well, he's his own lawyer. Um, we own have lawyer. not seen <laughs> Ghost Brian since. He's uh, he transcended. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna guess he's transcending or somewhere resting. <laughs> he's not. He's an. That's transcending. Yeah. Transcending. Yeah, sure. he's transcended. Uh, by the way, no, no Brian, no Ghost Brian. Either no. way, he uh, is not suffering anymore. Uh, he's making others suffer, so he doesn't have to. <laughs> 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 he, knows he knows what's up. He knows what's up. Such an ass. I love him, but just we broke Peter. We broke Peter. Well, we'll see how long this takes to load. <laughs> Something. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> I'm over it. Okay, over it. we're done. So gonna get that it. happened. We are in uh, Peter's uh, doomsday bunker. Yeah, how do you guys like it? It's nice. It's nice. There's no shit on the walls. Nice. A lot of books to read. I, yeah. yeah. I, so, I, so I, Chris, I you're you're gonna get a very close view into like this stuff. There are there uh, are still stockings on, on the fireplace. What did you just say? I need to place. I need to make this place like home. There's a toilet. There's a toilet just for you. Actually, I made one. Put the things that I'm gonna use. You can go into that room. Put shit wherever you want in that room. Hold on, I'm gonna go look. In a toilet. <laughs> in the toilet. I've heard that many times. <laughs> you didn't have to finish the sentence. I've heard it before in other places. Oh my god. Dude, it's just a bucket. Yeah. This is a bunker, you piece of shit. What do you want? What else do you want? What? For Alex though? Yeah. You give Alex a bucket while you get an actual functioning uh, toilet. I'm actually quite He shits it. on the walls and burn down the whole neighborhood. No, no, I'm gonna no, give him a bucket. No, 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 no. excuse me. He's just going to scoop it and smear it on your walls. I shit in my paint container, and then I use that to smear on the walls. I don't just take, I'm not an animal. I have, con I have consistency. No. I mean, all mammals are animals. 
cannibals. Cannibals. Well. So, so yeah, we're in a we're in the doomsday bunker. This episode may never be released. Um, if it does, send help. Um, Chris, you need to upload your stuff first. <laughs> I think we'll all be figure. I think we'll figure out our seats yeah. by then. My yes. tree um, house will be rebuilt by then. Right. Um, but that's we'll what, we'll uh, just give me some fiber, some time to build oh, up some fiber, and I'll get some uh, good paste, construction paste going. Or just hit the mute button. We're trying to figure out his TV. The pro- I, the reason we d- I don't like to do the mute button Spoiler is because if you I do watch Paradise PD. Button, <laughs> I think we're fine. So, so yeah, so so you guys can look very very much at my my watch history on Netflix. Yeah, he had to install his Netflix into my the TV Witcher, bunker. Cobra Kai, it's a cardboard so box I that looks like a Netflix. You are gonna need to burn that TV when you're done. I do watch One Punch Man. Okay. Um. I've never seen a One Punch. Uh, this show's really good. Yeah. For all the gun. people who can't uh, see the podcast, do you want to explain which one's really good, Zach? So, uh, Hunter x Hunter. Hunter x Hunter. Uh, better known as Hunter x Hunter. So, the, uh, Hunter. did they once, like, were they in a relationship? And yeah. Then they yeah. Their exes now. Uh, what the hell was that? Was uh, that a, what the hell was that? A, a monster thing. That was like sick. Uh, Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah, did. Breaking Bad. I did. But I'm not embarrassed to say I watched the Oh, they're the best. They're on our list. They're yeah. on our wheel. Natural they're Libre. On the, they're on the series wheel. Uh, Supergirl. Alex, I want you yeah, to watch this one day, maybe someday, but maybe not. <laughs> uh, uh, Magi? Yeah, Magi Kingdom of Magic, or Labyrinth Magi? of Magic. Magi? So they, they, they messed up I think something's they up. Forgot to yeah, put it's, it's basically 1001 Arabian Nights in anime. Oh, dude, that's a great story. Yeah. Uh, that, they've been making those stories forever. Yeah. They had pink uh, hair back then? Yes, they did. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bear Call Saul. Life of Brian. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is the one I'm trying to get you to watch, Alex. By the way. Fate, yeah, 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 yeah. Fate, yeah. The whole, the whole, night. yeah, the whole series is on here. So, uh, Blood of Zeus is awesome. By the way. That's on my list. Yeah, it's yeah, really good. It's one. really cool. Uh, <laughs> of course, I have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Punisher. Fucking show back, please, please. Soul Eater. I think this one's dying. Uh, yeah. Who's dying? Space Force. Not me. Yeah. Oh, see God. Arrow yeah. on there. Don't want to lose you, know? you Chris. Fate of Proc- we Fire. are judging uh, Fist, Zach's um, stuff. Huh. Yeah. Iron Fist. Yes, I watched Sword Art Online do something about Dude, it. People watch Jessica Jones. Great yeah. show. This Legend. is the equivalent to going into your own place and opening your Can fridge and just explaining what you eat. We're not even looking at your queue. We're watching the This is watching again. This is what I watched. No, we're just. We're way back because there's about time. We're looking at his bowels movement. Right. After the fact. We watched for the show. Back to the Future Part 3. There it is. Yeah. People vs. the OJ Simpson. Giovanni Netflix. Versace. Netflix really holds on. Yeah, to Netflix its really is watched options. Got some stuff. Remember that show you World watched? World Stuff in is Twenty twenty. Yeah, I got some stuff on here. Uh, but yeah, but more important. There's our movie. There's our movie. There's our movie. So actually, I really do want to watch this show soon. Record of Ragnarok, but but also I really want to watch this show. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm I, I do want to watch this show though. Alex. Sweet tooth. Sweet tooth. My my uh my parents have have watched that. Yeah, they, they like it. This is popular. It's recently, weird added. man. I, ooh, the terminals on here. <gasps> I gotta rewatch it. Sorry. <laughs> I, I've watched that a lot. Ner- Nerdy Zach's like I want to watch the terminal again. So <laughs> I watched the terminal a lot this week. I love the terminal. Is that a live action Gundam? What the fuck? That's I, not live action Gundam. That looks live. Oh no, no, it's not. No, 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 no. Old Gundam. That is that is the live action Roni Kenshin though. <laughs> That's cool. Okay. 
Sorry. We are spinning Sorry, we're yeah. done. the yeah. curiosity wheel tonight. I, I do have I did play a game with you guys earlier this week about what my, my Chess, thing was. Are you still sticking with it? I am still sticking with okay. it. Chris, right. I'm excited for it because I, I don't know if you've seen it, but I'm really excited because it's re- it, it it I I think I stumped Alex for a while on that one. Uh yeah, your questions I just because I, I have They're never fully seen we'll talk about it later, but I've never fully seen this movie beginning to end. So so yeah, we're spinning Curiosity, because we are at the end of Back to the Future already. Two, no, yeah, we're back. We're back in weeks, it. man. We're back three in. Weeks. We're back yeah. to the third. Don't. Don't. You should. You should have watched the movie. Then you don't. Don't. Understand. don't. I just want to say it's on Netflix. <laughs> you watched the movie, right? Yeah, I watched the movie. Um, but uh, until then, it would. It has occurred to me that um, so also no on, meme board tonight. It's very unfortunate because yeah. I couldn't find it. Should I meme it? Should I be the meme board? That's we all have saying. to. You can press my buttons. No. <laughs> I want to watch Fatherhood so badly, That's too. Fine, I guess. That yeah. was my favorite response to a setup to it. That's what she said ever. And he's just like, no. <laughs> That's what she yeah. said. I'm like, <laughs> I said, that was too. Okay. I opened the me. door. That was me years ago. I opened I the like, door and you down. walked into the door frame. That was too easy, though. That was That's what she said. Oh, my God. So, so guys, so, so actually, not, not funny, but funny thing. Uh, last day to watch this is on the thirtieth, which is in like two days. Oh, that's why my gains all the way up. So you, you didn't watch it? No, I did watch no, it. No, no, he's saying, my rewatch. He's saying we. we so had yeah, two days to watch it before it would have left Netflix. Everything Holy sh! And he made a good point. Rick and Morty started within the week of this, and I watched that. Yeah, well. more time travel shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I was. Like, I mean, I, I mean, uh, Alex, you're gonna talk about like what what this series eventually spinned off into, which yeah, Rick and Morty is probably the most known. Thing uh, that it, it took it, direct. It's, it's the most direct influenced thing from it, yeah. But yeah. as opposed to the, it, it's not connected to the extended universe of Back to the Future. Just That's a whole other. His name is away. Rick, and the other guy's name is Morty. Yeah, but they're basically Doc Brown and. No, Martin yeah, the influ- it's the heaviest influence. If Doc influence. Brown was an asshole, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But other than that, no. <laughs> okay, um, okay, I'm gonna hold this on pause and, here. And M- Morty is a. Little wimp, and also so like sex addicted. They're the complete opposite. Completely of these sex addicted. By the way, <laughs> there's so much Rick and Morty stuff I watched this week. I just watched the the episode where he had the sex robot. They went to the lady planet. Yeah, I bet you liked that one, didn't you? No, I don't actually like it. My favorite. Oh, you didn't Rick. like that? Episode? I love Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick is like my favorite episode. I liked you a lot. It was your favorite episode. Anywho, thank you for your honesty. Anywho, so, so <laughs> as I understand it, there were apparently several trailers. So, so we want to talk about news. I mean, so, so, uh, Chris, I'm gonna give you the 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 option here. We have a couple news articles I want to talk about, but we also have a bunch of trailers. What would you like to start with? Um, because there's some interesting news articles this week too. What are the articles? Okay, let's just go with the articles first. Okay, so Quentin Tarantino had a conversation i think like two days ago talking about uh the idea that he wants to do for his last movie and the idea that he has proposed that he wants to do is he wants to do a reboot to reservoir dogs mm. Mm. uh you we were talking about this reboot before. a reboot yeah, not, yes. a, not not an extension or like a mi- limited series which would be really cool but just a reboot just a movie of the movie he already did he would retell the story maybe put the heist in this time or just make another new movie. I don't like it. 
kind of chickeny. He he doesn't want to screw up his last movie because he's he why, is why is this his last movie? Because he has said that he is going to stop directing movies. Period. After ten movies, and this isn't David Lynch who says he's going to do that, and then he disappears for like ten years, and then comes back and does it again. Why why limit yourself? I don't get it. Why give yourself the glass exactly. ceiling? Because I think if when he puts a limit on himself like that, he knows he can put his best product out because there's a limited amount of times he can do it. Or just have like, the mindset of always putting in maximum effort. I can, shit well, no, here's my no, thing. I, I think there's one or two ways. Like there's the P.T. Anderson, Tarantino, Nolan route, which is it takes three or four years for an idea to gestate and come out. Or there's the Coen Brothers Spike Lee, I'm going to shit out three classics a year and then maybe have a year or two of whatevers and then I'm going to come back swinging every like The Coen Brothers have a plethora of movies that are yeah. all killers. They keep putting shit out. But Tarantino, it takes him a long time. Like, it took a long time to make Kill Bill. And then when he was done with that, he like... He really likes to gestate on his ideas, I've noticed. Yeah, it takes a while for him to do stuff. Yeah. And, but he has said that if he was going to be done with the movies at 10, which he said he'd be done at 10, that he would move on to miniseries. Or he'd move on to, like, short film uh, or or yeah. TV. or, or He's not going to stop directing stuff. He's just not going to do feature-length movies anymore. Yeah, I, he wouldn't be done. I would assume he would move on to um, episodic television like Fincher did for yeah. okay. Manhunter. So he's not saying he's done. He's just not going to do a Done movie. with film. Like it's cinema, actual movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. making an. I mean, I I respect movie. his decision. I mean, it's his own decision to do that. Yeah, but I right. just I've never understood why people limit themselves. So like when you think, it, yeah, he could be doing it, so he doesn't feel like he's going to make a bad movie. He has to make one, but just have the mindset of making a good movie. I mean, the other thing is, is after his tenth movie, he could take four or five years, make a couple TV shows that he really enjoys, and then starts getting that that movie making itch again, and. Just decides to make a, a, an eleventh feature. And then he has to come out. He's on Twitter and he's like, "Guys, I'm sorry. Dude, I, I lied." Quentin Tarantino is an unapologetic person. I don't think he'd say. He just say, "You know what, guys? I made a mistake saying ten. I'm just gonna make an arm." No, no. I think he's he's made his point where uh, where like he may not stick to ten. That's just his goal. It's yeah. a plan. It's what he wants to be the case. It's stupid. He's sti- he, I he hate also it. Said that he doesn't like directors that uh, work past their prime. Yeah. And make films after their their talent is gone. Like song. Artists were like seventy, and they still try to well, sing. Like hmm. Hitchcock, like he's inspired by Hitchcock and Ford and stuff, and those guys would put make so much stuff that like he's like at at a certain point they were just making they were just poofing out air. There was no more golden eggs coming <laughs> out of that bud, and he doesn't <laughs> want to do that anymore. He doesn't want to be known for that. And to be honest, he's never made a bad movie. He's never, never. made a movie that everyone was like that was shit. Like the Coen Brothers have at least made movies where everyone's like, "Yeah, there's there's talent there, but that was not good." Yeah, and they've done that before. Tarantino has never made a bad movie. If you've made si- nine solid bad, nine solid good movies for decades, you are up there with some of the best of the American cinema. And you you have one left, and you said you're going to do one more. I agree with Zach. I think him doing a reboot of the Reservoir Dogs is him going, well, if I make an original idea and it's my last one and it's bad and people were already iffy about Hollywood, uh, I think I'll just do an idea that everyone already likes and redo it and do it differently. And that way I know people will like it and that's the way. But I don't take this. uh, I haven't read the article and I don't take it seriously. He says stuff a lot. Maybe he was like, I don't know. maybe This dude's like Guillermo del Toro. There's nothing set in stone until it's out. Guillermo del Toro, you have to get it written in his blood. You need to have a contract <laughs> that it's his firstborn for him to make something. That guy. You don't like making movies. I don't know why. To anything. You don't like He is movies. a flake and a half. 
So I, I but you have to admit, every time he puts it out, it's awesome. Tarantino though. has other side stories that I am interested in him actually employing, yeah. and, and and stories that he's given up on yet. But I I would want him to go the Lynch route and say. Uh, I'm going to make a 10-episode, 12-episode something story, and I just want to produce it for your channel, whether it's Netflix or whatever. That would be cool. Like be cool. That. Yep. He'd be good. Okay, so, so let's talk about the other thing. So James Cameron was talking about some stuff recently. Mm-hmm. So as you New guys Avatar? know, yeah, well, it's old Avatar, but but um, uh, it's it's actually a really interesting look into Hollywood. So uh, he was interviewed as part of his master class thing that he's been advertising as of late. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it. He's doing like this this thing on Masterclass. It's like twenty three hour long like course on how to make a movie, basically. Wow. And uh, in it, he talks about set pieces and how when he was making the first Avatar movie, the scene where uh, everyone here has seen Avatar, right? Yep. So so you know the scene where where the, the, our main character Sam Worthington is trying to learn to fly the dinosaur things. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Twentieth Century Fox told him we want that either completely cut or half as long. And he basically went up to them, put up his middle finger and said, fuck you, it's my movie, my decision. And that's what he tells people to do in his class? No. Like, he was he was on an interview talking about, like, oh, is that. He's like, he, yeah, like, his thing, his, his point in class that he was trying to make on this is don't compromise to other people just in that scenes like that should be an organic story. And don't compromise just because they want to save time or a couple bucks compromise does is important but also he's telling a story that happened after he's made some of the greatest (laughs) movies of all time of course he can walk into a studio executive's office and be like fuck you you, my birds fly longer so like (laughs) of course I yeah. get that. Of no, course, every every the, artist the, walks the, in and the goes. Point I'm not the, story, compromise. the point of the story isn't isn't to tell executives yourself. It's it's to it's to compromise to a point. I agree, but yeah. like that. That's just a very Cameron thing, though. The, the point is, if you're gonna pay money to watch a guy stand there for three hours and say, "Hey, don't compromise, guys. I never have." That's because you don't remember the time when you had to. You didn't remember when you made the first Terminator and you didn't have that budget, and that's why it's so cool, because you work so well with so little. Then you prove that yeah. you can do more with a lot, and that's why you're amazing with big blockbusters. Yeah. But still, you don't think like the little man the, anymore. The, yeah, but but this is also like— He's, he's making, the, he's this making master classes for bo- like blockbuster filmmakers who make a uh, indie film, and then immediately yeah. the next year are going to Disney, and they're like, uh-oh, I need to get that James yeah. Cameron I, master I mean, class. I mean, I, mean, I, I want to point out— this is just an interview when he was like promoting it that he was telling this story. This is I don't know if this is actually in his master class. Sure, or sure, what's in yeah, it. it just makes you leery of it. <laughs> James Cameron by default. I'm already kind of leery of it. Yeah, I it's just, <laughs> I, I want a master class from like Ryan Coogler, yeah. who's like who's mm. made who's not who's still yeah. in the indie realm, but also made a like multiple like a, as a movies. major filmmaker with this within studios, but also producing uh, now and looking yeah. for good talent. So like, I want to hear his ideas now as opposed to Cameron when he's amazingly rich and he's like, "You can do it too, guys. Yeah. You just gotta buy an island and everyone on it and Don't the forget. company and produce a, a, a an amazing so technology of storytelling." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in debt for paying for this class. I I, I, I actually don't, <laughs> don't know much forget about about the submarine. Yeah. Oh my I, God! You can't forget about the submarine. I mean, we have to go to the Mariana Trench to shoot, right? You kicked me out. You can't. But uh, I, I'm not really sure what's in class. this master class from what uh, people have talked about with it. it. It's pretty interesting, actually. He, he, like, does cover a lot of like the very bare bones basics of making film. I certainly wanted. I certainly would love to hear his thoughts on how to craft a story. We can Skype yeah. one of my friends who's in that class. I didn't tell you about that. What? 
What? Huh? 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 Anywho. Uh, so yeah, the, those are basically the the two articles that uh, I heard about uh, related to film. You know, there is one more that I do want to mention. Yeah. Spielberg, years ago, was um, talking about after uh, the first Netflix movie, I believe, was trying to get into the Oscars. And was it Roma? Was he talking uh, about Roma? I, I think this was Roma, but it may have been before then when the like Beasts of a Southern Nation first got out. Southern Wild. Southern Wild. No, no. Beasts of a Southern Nation. No, wait. Beasts of Beasts of No Nation. Beasts oh of, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Gary Fukunaga's movie. And um, he when that came out, people were talking about, oh, it'll just Elba for an Oscar. This movie possibly for Best Picture or Director. And Spielberg came out and he was like, uh, Netflix movies are n- no, they are TV movies. They don't deserve to go to the Oscars. And guess who just signed a deal with Netflix to produce a bunch of <laughs> shit and movies? <laughs> fucking Spielberg Steve himself. Yeah. <laughs> Emblem Entertainment is going to be producing just some movies. Don't open your mouth. Don't open your mouth. Don't open your mouth. You, even if you're Don't yell at the goddamn clouds. Again, old don't make limits <laughs> yeah. for well, yourself. Losing, he's losing money, and I get it, but at this end of but the still, day, like, you, don't, you don't yell against the No one likes a hypocrite. Yeah. You don't. You're you're on the top. You're, you're one of the giants. Don't look back and be like, I'll lose money that way. Yeah, we know. Just adapt because when you take the money, we're all not going to be surprised. Yeah. Right. Let's. Uh, and long story short, we're but not. Also, surprised. we're going to get Spielberg Entertainment on Netflix. That's not bad at all. I'm yeah, like cool. actually it's, it's cool. hypocritical, but it's funny. It's super yeah. hypocritical. Uh, but I'm happy. But but yeah. Uh, so so let's talk about some some movie trailers. The trailers. So so before we Probably get knowers. Before we get really deep, God, before before we get really deep in the trailers, we, we had a movie announcement <laughs> in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. This is movie coming out called Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, and we're getting Beast Wars. Boys. There are three now alternate realities of Transformers. No, no, no. This, this one, this one ties in both. Well, as of right now, there are three, Isn't that and fucking hopefully, crazy. We'll tie in both. They've come. That's so, what I so, want to know. So, Zach, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me in the eye. Okay. Look at me in the eye. The other how? eye. The other so, eye. His so good eye. How? Diesel. Chill out and let me tell you. <laughs> so, um, when they re- when they showed off the, the name of the movie and everything, <laughs> they basically did this press release thing where they where they basically said it takes place in 1994, right after B, uh, Bumblebee. It it shows how Optimus Prime came to Earth originally. After Bumblebee. After Bumblebee. Transformers. Well, isn't uh, We're Bumblebee family. in the eighties? <laughs> isn't isn't Bumblebee in the eighties? Yeah, <laughs> so it is in the eighties. So so nineteen ninety four. It's after Bumblebee. I'm confused by this too, but you know what? As long as there's no I Mark am, Wahlberg, I'm down. I am so, so no, all for this. Yeah, so I can't express no to you Wahlberg how excited I am to see a giant monkey turn into a robot on in a cinema screen, yeah. live action. It's gonna be amazing, guys. What, like this is the closest thing we've ever gotten to was the was the um, pixelated monkey in Pixels. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, every and other I, monkey's been like I a real monkey. I remember watching so the original Transformers series, like the cartoon, and then I was and then I learned that they were there was a primal version of all of them, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, they used it to eat. So, and sleep and uh, so the big thing that they basically <laughs> said is. Uh, <laughs> The new movie takes place in 1994, so it's not to intersect with the five Transformers movies directed by Bay. Um, but Wait, un- what? So it's in 1994, so they don't have to be 
super contingent with the Bay movies. But it's whoa, whoa, whoa. did you say directed by Bay? No, I no, said no, the no. five directed Alex, by okay. Bay. Alex, Alex, look at me. I thought, okay. I thought you commaed. I thought you commaed. And then no, 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 no. No, it was directed by the dude who did. It was a period. Dang it! It was a period, not a comma. So, so unlike Bumblebee, which was deliberately designed to be smaller and more intimate. Rise of the Beasts will be a spectacle story (laughs) in the tradition of the Bay films. The action will move to New York and will incorporate two new human characters played by Dominique Fishback and Anthony Ramos. They were cast. I do the the lead of the in the Heights. I just watched that last night. Yeah, and then uh, and then they're also going to be in Machu Picchu. Uh, the film will focus on Optimus Prime, voiced once again by Pure Cullen, served as kind of an origin story as he arrives on Earth for the first time and learns to become a hero. He better turn into a fucking monkey. If he doesn't turn into a monkey, I'll turn into a monkey. Fuck yeah. him up. Fuck him up. So uh, the following <laughs> characters, uh, they layer on to explain prehistoric animals that travel through time and space, and we find them on Earth. They include Air Razor, who can become a falcon, Rhinox. Oh, you, you can't brush over that. So they're time-traveling Transformers. Yeah, that's what Beast Wars' original plot yeah. was. Yeah, okay. All right. That was their thing. Um, Rhinox, who become a rhinoceros, and Optimus Primal, a different character from Optimus Prime, who can transform into a massive gorilla and is the leader of the beast-like Maximus. But they're gonna, but they're he's not gonna be Optimus Prime though, right? Different he's character. Optimus Primal. Yeah. Primal. So, the, but they're sticking to that story. Yes. So then, why why is this working as his origin story? So, um, so have you seen Bumblebee? Yeah. So in Bumblebee, we know that all the Autobots kind of at the beginning they all. Go off into the space, and Optimus Prime stays on Cybertron. Yeah, that takes place after that. Somehow he makes his way to Earth, and this is yeah. Kind he's, of he's driving on the Golden Gate or whatever it was. Yeah, he's driving on something. Bumblebee tuna. No, it was Golden Gate. It's basically Bumblebee. Was it, was it the Golden Gate? It was Golden. Gate. I meant Bumblebee tuna. Hang on. Hang on. No, no, yes, no. Bumblebee tuna. But my question, <laughs> my question is, my question is, do you know what we're talking about? No. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Baby. Oh my God. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. So you were saying, Peter? What was I saying? You were asking a question. What was I asking? You were asking uh, about specific um, thing. Oh yes. Specific how characters. is this? How is this working as his origin story when he's not? When it's after. Yeah, I don't get that. Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Because Bumblebee's in the eighties, and this is in ninety fucking four. After the eighties. Working at as his origin story as when he's not even Optimus Prime, he's Optimus Primal. Well, they're both two different characters. Yeah. But wait, 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 wait. Two it's different characters. There's Optimus Prime, and there's Optimus That's Primal. So was I mishearing you yes. when you said this is his origin story? You meant this is Optimus Primal's origin story. Yes. So what you're telling me it's is both. No, there you answer me, and then are, they, you, are we going to learn anything about Optimus Prime? Yes. In this movie. Yes. And why he came to Earth. Yes. And why him and Bumblebee and all those people came before the first And it takes place in 94. Yes. Mm. As his origin story. Yes. After Bumblebee. Yes. When they're already there. Ma- hang on. Maybe well, they're not already there. No, but Chris, Chris makes a very good point. Bumblebee was meant to to, to totally yeah. get rid of Bay's stuff, and now they want to make something in between Stop. to be like, guys. I mean, it's very simple. Just fresh like, start. Just like just clean a, slate. Fresh start, but honestly, to do this, just make it very cl- like they've changed everything. They've changed uh, everything. You know, you know what? You know what? Every movie is a record. It could be that they want to advertise those movies more because there's a lot of them, and then they can make more money. People talk about how Marvel is bad and all this memory and everything, but like, there's a reason we don't talk about the Transformers for their lack of consistency. They all were bad for us, and they didn't. Lo- and they didn't connect with each other. 
There's like six of them, and no one talks about them ever. That's and why. That's why they're Marvel. trying to connect them so they yeah. can make so, more money with them. So either way, I'm excited. Beast Wars is one of my favorite Transformer cartoons. Uh, it was a cool story. I'm excited to see characters we know and love. Animal robots. So I I haven't seen the, the Beast Wars thing. Okay. So I I don't so I don't get how there's an Optimus Primal and an so Optimus. So so here. So, so here's the here's the basic plotline of the original Beast Wars stuff. So, the so Beast Wars takes place after the events of Transformers G One, which was the original '80s yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Uh, it takes place thousands and thousands of years. The remnants of the um of the Autobots and the Decepticons land on prehistoric Earth, mm-hmm. and they they die. So, what was left of them? formed in what would become the Maximals and the Primals by watching the local wildlife taking on their forms and then they start the war all over again. Okay. That's cool. So, so it's it's an echo of Optimus Prime. It's an echo of Optimus Prime. So he doesn't have any memory. He doesn't know. He, he's not associated with Optimus Prime. He's not anything other than he took on his name because he saw Optimus Prime's body on a, on a spaceship that that was Whoa. like an ancient so he's wreckage. Just, he's just random fuckers flying around. They crash. They don't yeah. remember anything because they're all stupid now. Yeah. And then they try and mimic the light. That's what's cool about Transformers. You get them as cars, but they're real. <laughs> like you, they, they yeah, they're dinosaurs. cars, but they could all, they could transform into anything. Yeah. You don't but even they realize know that it. they're made of metal. They're not going to turn into a Are donkey. They? Yes. He turns into a fucking giant gorilla, man. He's yeah. furry. These new ones do, but yeah, not yeah. the old ones. The Transformers, yeah. when they came to Earth, they're like, turn into a goat, and he's like, no, you're made of metal, you idiot. Metal goat. <laughs> no. Metal goat. Well, well, Bumblebee, well, shut up. What's, what's I'm going to really, take out your voice. No. What's, what's kind of really interesting about that? I'm on the radio. There, there are Transformers <laughs> made of metal that turn into like T-Rexes. Like We have Grimlock. Yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, we but they Grimlock, don't. Yeah. But they don't the look Dynamo. like they don't look like real animals. No, no, they couldn't no, hide no. that way. But, but they, they are awesome. The Dinobots yeah. are when amazing. When you think yeah. about it, though, way back, the, the <laughs> animals aren't going to These are, are like know. the real animals. These are Dinobots with <laughs> <some> <laughs> fur and everything. So hang on a second. <laughs> they they go, they go way back in yeah. into fucking Jurassic times, wherever yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. To transform into a realistic version of an animal when yeah. they couldn't do it before, but the animals aren't going to know. They're stupid. Yeah, they're animals. Humans would know. But well, they're not no, around. No We're monkeys. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so why are they doing it back then and make doing a better job? I don't know. The dumb. Thank you. That's all I want. Dumb. The dumb. The dumb. The dumb. The dumb. The dumb. The dumb. Um. So yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, Beast Wars is really cool. Uh, Rise of the Beasts. I'm excited for. It's directed by a reasonably good director. The dude did Creed too. So. Heart wrenching movie, man. I cried my eyes out. Yeah. So. I really did. Uh, I the the actress really they got is the actress really? from Into the Heights. Who's supposedly can you, can you show movie. me them? Can you uh, show me those two? Um, the two actors. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can find them. Thank you. Um, yeah, I did see In the Heights, and Anthony Ramos was very good. It's good. I'm still blown away. But <laughs> that uh, about just this whole fact. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Uh, so what's the next trailer? My mind was blown. We're getting Jurassic World slash Fast Furious, and then we're getting this. That was that ever confirmed? So though? no, it's never happened. That's Anthony Ramos. I mean, as and it was never the confirmed. Girl is, um, I'd want a musical. Is it both the leads? <laughs> it would be so Wait, great. Wait, so are, are are these humans in the movie? Are they time travelers? No, it's in '94. Oh, that's right. These the the uh, the, the <laughs> Maximals. That just raises more. The questions. Maximals and the Predacons came from the past to the future. So so that's the lead actor. He is so in after the after yeah. they yeah. 
devolved and turned into Monst- monsters yeah. basically they they turned out to blue they yeah they turned they were able to time traveled to the future so they evolved at some in some way i guess yeah i, I guess i don't know uh the, the the point of the fact is is that um as long as they know it's cool i'm just like, excited for the idea <laughs> Uh, Sounds like the Eternals, actually, in a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Kind of. It just sounds really cool. The idea sounds really cool. And when is this coming out? uh, They have not confirmed. I'm guessing 2022, 2023. I would say three. Fuck, man. I'm ready. Uh, Yeah, I'm. I'm, The idea sounds crazy. I don't care if it's bad. I'm so ready for this movie. How how can you do it? How can you do this? Did you ever see Monster Trucks? I oh my it. god! Oh, that's got to Don't you dare! I wasn't. Don't you dare! You know what? Don't, Alex. The very fact that you're asking that question is now putting the in- idea in my mind. I wasn't gonna do it. I was just thinking it right now. It but now terrible. you, you monster truck. People it's think so people good. actually people actually say it's kind of good. That's a curiosity. You know what? That's I was gonna curiosity. say you uh, you said that, but that's not my choice so far. So now, but my head's now my head's I rumbling can though. My so mind. so let's let's talk about trailers before Anti-trucks. we go too hard. Um, <laughs> hentai trucks, Chris. God of mercy. Um, Next so one. so Suicide Squad trailer two looks dope. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Bird. I love Polka Dot Man's. Bird. Like, I'm gonna throw like crystals at you as my thing. I'm so happy Bird. for that actor who goes from being the scared guy in The Dark Knight to being one of the funny guys in Ant Man yep. to yeah. now being a Polka Dot Man. Like. A, like highlighted people of the new su- Suicide Squad. Isn't he chronically depressed or something? Yeah. Isn't what is? Damn, dude. I have no idea. Um, it looks cool. We saw more Starro, which is really cool. Starro looks crazy. Starro looks amazing. Oh, and then of course Weasel, dude. Yes. He, he, he's harmless. Well, well, not really. He murdered thirty-seven people. Can you imagine thirty-seven kids. Murdered, 37 murdered by that thing's face. Just <laughs> it reminds me of the Dirty Dozen. There's a character in the Dirty Dozen yeah. that reminds me of that, and he's not a good guy, and he does not make things better. I'm just happy sure. that there's there's two animal, animal yeah ca- characters. Bird. One of them is shark. Get off the mic. W- yeah. One <laughs> one of them is a shark, but he can actually talk. So he's more than Groot. And the other one is lower than Groot because he doesn't even talk. As far as we know. So yeah. As far as we know in the trailer, <laughs> it, I'm you know, sure he just goes. Actually, ah. It's like a messed up version of Rocket and and Groot. Yeah. 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 One one of them doesn't talk, and one of them the anti Disney versions. Yeah, man. I'm Dude, I'm all for I, this. I, this movie is cool. So cool. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. Chris, what are you doing? James Gunn is screwed up. He, so he's, boy. he's looking um, at. Uh, monster yeah. truck point. Gentlemen, do we want to revisit the Deadpool? The Deadpool. I've seen that movie. Deadpool. Oh, oh I'm just. Oh, the movie I'm just. No, 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 no. The Deadpool. Hey, I squad squad do you remember when I wanted to start a, uh, a pool of uh, who's gonna who die and who is going to die? Oh, that's right. That's right. I was looking for that document. And I wait, can't wait, find wait. it. No, no, no. But when, when is again. the movie coming out? It's in like a month or two. Isn't it's in it? a month. So we should do it later. We should. You want to do it later? later? Let's do it right before the movie comes out. Okay, but is everybody thinking about it? Is yeah. everybody, er- I'm everybody already? I'm always. Let me put it this way: it all, it's it's all about marketing material. Right. So if in the next two Writing weeks they, they put out a bunch of more marketing that but kind of gives hints about who's gonna die, then we better push that Deadpool yeah. up. Yeah. But I think I think Update, we're fine yeah. like a week before. I don't think they're gonna put much more out. No, maybe one more. I think like this trailer probably like we'll the... get like one more trailer that's like a, a, an official like launch trailer. And then I think that's all we're going to get. All I know is I did not see Pete Davidson and Weasel and a bunch of people <laughs> when that starfish is fighting. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, you just see that starfish and like yeah, two man. people. Yeah, man. There's like four. 
that I've yeah, seen they, there. They go I die. Think. They maybe yeah. they go die. So so we uh so we saw Halloween Kills trailer. That looks dope. I'm yeah, excited. So so Chris, I know you're not big on horror, but but uh Alex and I went and saw the last Halloween together. And it was good. It was really good. David Gordon <laughs> Green is very good. I am very excited. Uh, Peter, have you seen that franchise at all in any way? Uh, bits and pieces, not religiously or anything. Okay. That first movie is like Stone Cold classic. The second one is just a continuation of the story, but not necessarily as good because it doesn't have Carpenter. This new series of films. They're all Carpenter, aren't they? All the Halloweens. The new one. The, the new, new one ones? and this one. No. This Who's is directing? Who directed the, the last one? David Gordon Green. Oh. Of Sitter and um, Pineapple Express and Eastbound and Down wow, of George Washington like does not look like his. Remember work? that single take that when when Michael Myers goes into the first house, kills people, takes a knife, goes into the next house, kills that woman. Yeah, goes to, all of that single take stuff is what David Gordon Green does. But if you want a really good idea of how he shoots, Eastbound and Down. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not Can't as wait to watch that with you. familiar with that as I am with like Pineapple Express. It, it's da- Danny McBride, man, one of the funniest shows ever. Okay. Um, so so let's move on to something I know Chris will much more want to talk about. Let's talk about the Shang-Chi 2 trailer, guys. Guys, we're getting Kung Fu Hustle, the Marvel movie. Yes, but 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 <laughs> w- but the, there's a more important there's a more important question. Uh, no, but I do I am excited for it. There's a more important question that we have to address. It's pretty close there? though. That's a good. Boys, that's an boys, interesting we take. we have a more important question to is ask. Is there? What the fuck is going on with Wong? In that yeah, what, what's up with Wong, man? He's fighting abomination. Either either he is in this underground fighting league and he just doesn't care about the sanctum, or this is what he does on the downtime when he's you, not you protecting didn't hear what the I, sanctum. What I said? What was your theory? Again? I said that he was inspired by Thor to go fight. To go fight. Oh, from uh, and like Hulk, he did yeah, Sakura, Thor, and Hulk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. He's all a right. friend from. Oh, it doesn't work. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, never met this guy. All right, let's. Beyonce, Hulk is bitch. in the audience and he's cheering on Wong, fuck and then that guy, the abomination kills him, and he's like, "You know him?" And he's like, "Friend from work." <laughs> and then he kills him. Kills Wong. Um. So yeah. So uh, so Benedict Wong and okay. Tim Roth are back. That's that's awesome. Tim Roth is the best. Twin Peaks. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. So, so Chris, <laughs> no, Chris. Uh, he's had a good he's had a good run recently. He actually yeah. put out a new movie in um. England that just looked like a nice yeah. little romance. I liked it. I, I, I really I love that this is a tie back to the Norton movies because I know that like Disney doesn't like to admit that those movies happen. Well, there are three characters that have come back from those films. They're just Thunderbolt Ross, mm-hmm. Tim Tim Roth now, mm-hmm. and then who and then who was the Wait, other one? No, yes, Tim yeah. Roth. Yep. Yeah. I keep getting him and Eli Roth. Who was remember, remember Mr. Orange from Reservoir? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know who you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so who's gotcha, so gotcha, who's gotcha, the third gotcha. person? I just get Tim and Eli mixed up. Oh, fair. Who's the third person that came? But who comes up? I'll give you guys a hint. He's in the Amazing Spider-Man. He's in the Spider-Man movies. It's a hard one. It's not like it's easy. That's what she said. Who is it? <laughs> Martin Starr, man. <gasps> who? Wait, was he a teacher? Martin Starr. When when Edward Norton breaks into um a college, either to see um 
the guy, Mr. Blue, where he's doing all the transfusion with, which I don't think so. But he go, uh, no, he goes hey into his old college. He goes into his old college to get new stuff. When he's going there, he has to bribe someone to get information. Oh, and it's shit. Martin Starr, and he bribes him with pizza. And Martin Starr's in the background with like glasses, and he's like, this for the pizza. And then, and then he later, graduates which and teaches, graduates graduates and teaches and teach in New York. Oh my which god, one? that's yeah. amazing. Which amazing Spider-Man? The, uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. It's He's the teacher. teacher of Tom Holland. Oh Tom Holland's here. God, That's dude. awesome. So three characters That's so far have come back. That blew my mind. Yeah. That was the director. No, Is no, he no, actually no, no, the no, same no. character? Yeah. They've, oh. they've established it, yeah. Martin Starr at that oh point was like, he Holy was doing shit. Apatow stuff. He was like a side guy in Apatow and then later would be in like Silicon and be amazing. They'll bring every He's character. He's amazing, Martin. They'll bring He's all the characters back from those movies except for Ed. Uh, Well, they screwed him over and he didn't want to deal with them, so. But and and, and uh, Terrence Howard, we ain't seen lick. But this, hair this makes me think. Well, we're, get, we're getting more Hugo Hulk Weaving. characters, so maybe there well, might Hugo, be a Hulk movie coming. They out. actually, funny story about Hugo Weaving. They asked him to come back for Endgame. He said he didn't want to. He also didn't like the first movie and would never come back for any sequel. Yeah. So they brought the character back. They just uh, he, they asked him and he didn't want to, he, so they just recast. He him. thought the movie was dumb, and also he hated the makeup. But he also thought the movie was dumb. But yeah. he's also got his hand in every single sci-fi franchise pie ever. So he's Hugo like, the best. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Hugo <laughs> Weaving can say no to Hugo Weaving can say no to Marvel, and there's no there's no bad oh, blood. Maybe oh, maybe but maybe that. But maybe but maybe the She-Hulk show could. Well, that's you a tongue. Well, Hulk's going to be in the She-Hulk show, and then they're also. Long they have been they ago. have been uh, leading up to the possibility of the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts is General Ross becomes Red Hulk, right, and then leads other ones. So then they would probably be the Hulk movie if there oh, ever was. That'd be like awesome. Thunder. But also, it would probably so be it would probably be She Hulk fighting that stuff with like Ruffalo in the background. He's got to fix his arm. Still first. crippled. Well, he's a smarter guy. He doesn't fight as much. I'm interested to see what Mislani does for She Hulk. Yeah. Lawyer She-Hulk, I'm Love so it. Oh, and then I we might get Daredevil. Lawyers. We might I'm, get Daredevil, dude. I am, Absolutely. Well, we might get Daredevil in Spider-Man 3 still. There's still Doubt a chance. It. Doubt it. Doubt it. Yeah. Anywho. I want to be wrong, but a- like, a- I would anywho, rather, he's uh, more appropriate for She-Hulk. Shay- I lost Shay- all hope. Shay- Shay- you, know, you know Hayden Christensen is actually uh, confirmed to be returning as Darth Vader yep. in Spider-Man 3? You know <laughs> that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Might as well. Everyone else is. I'm there. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm recurring uh, my role from that Shane, short film. She looks sick. I'm I'm excited. It looks she looked, really cool. Oh, is she okay? Like Corona what? or the flu? <laughs> like what? Confused. <laughs> I I'm <laughs> that's there. That's there. <laughs> I don't. Uh, nobody calls me chicken. Don't be dueling here tonight. We ain't talking about the movie. Oh yeah. 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 I, 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 uh, I'm a. <laughs> I, I'm really excited for Shang-Chi. Yellow Belly. Cool. No one calls me that Yellow Belly. Probably, I mean, I am very excited for Black Widow because I love Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I've already fine, heard man. enough. I've already heard enough about it to understand what I think it's going to be. But she, I am excited for more than anything. I'm excited for her and Florence Pooh. Pew. Florence <laughs> Pooh. But like, I Pooh. am very excited for Scarlett Pooh. Johansson to have yeah. a good, uh, like, a good run time as Black Widow kicking ass. I am very excited for Shang-Chi because I've just watched a bunch of Kung Fu stuff recently and Jackie Chan's on my mind recently. Um, when is Shang-Chi coming out? Uh, September. August? September. No, August. Uh, yeah, and September. But I, uh, and Eternals looks really good because I like how she shoots it. That Plays stuff matters great. to me and I'm, yeah. I think yeah. that's really fun and I like those actors. But I still, still not seeing a god damn lick of footage am excited from uh, fucking Doctor Strange 2. Mm. Sam Raimi back is all I'm yes, excited man. for. Yeah, exactly. That's all I want. I, I well, he's so good. So, I can't, so, I can't so, so before back. before we go really too deep on that, before we go, that's what she. So, 
Chris has seen two episodes of Loki now. Oh, really? Episode saw- two of Loki. Are we done with trailers? No, no, no. This is ties to trailers. Okay. Episode two of Loki. Spoiler, everybody. Shows us the multiverse of madness. <laughs> it shows us how it can occur. Yes. Well, it, how it does occur, pretty much. I don't possibly. know. How I don't know how. I don't know how they're fixing that. I don't know if Wong. That's my question about Wong. Is he protecting the sanctum? Is part of the multiverse have to do with the fact that no one's protecting that? Strange. Is this Shang Chi in in the same multiverse? We, uh, I think it's in our. It's the, I think it's in our world. One of the most interesting things that I think about Eternals. Loki and makes me question everything now. <laughs> well, it's not about Loki. Oops, I, I like the fact that both Eternals and Shang Chi are characters that went, we've stood here knowing our power and thought we could escape and live our lives as humans. Yeah. And now we have to go back. He did it and chose to do it purposely and they forgot and lived their lives. As all the MCU crap is going on, these are the guys who have dealt with that but for centuries and yeah. this is just everything to them. Everything that happened in New York, all that stuff, that happened a hundred years ago and whatever, and they did just didn't have technology then. They and just they didn't care, people yeah. that They're sick of this. It's it's routine for them. To see them come out of the fold, I'm excited. Yeah. Is it like I, the Mitchells versus the machines where it's about phones? <laughs> modern technology, you're always on your phones. We're not protecting you anymore. It's about the combination <laughs> of technology and family. So, family. family. So, family. Uh, so I'm right. Fast and the Furious, Mitchell versus machines oh my god stop um so people are getting sick of the discourse of of the fast and furious but at the end of the day like i I, i've been seeing on twitter recently because everyone's watching all the movies and they're getting all excited and talking about it and people liked fast nine but then people are going that mission impossible that's a real series and i'm like people are bitching and complaining about not having original marvel based stuff and you have these two great action franchises that have nothing to do with marvel and are incredibly director based shut up and be happy with what you have yeah i'm i'm really excited for like shang chi and eternals they both look super unique in what they're doing and honestly just like, like an, a true honest guy classic like kung fu marvel movie is just giddy on my face i'm very excited the, those are the kinds of things that I feel like we always wanted and then we got with with Iron Fist and flopped. I think the closest thing we've gotten to actual kung Hollywood fu. budget um, studio kung fu are the last two John Wick movies. Yeah. So I'm yeah, very man. excited for them you to throw a Daredevil bunch of money. Uh, for the hallways fights, yes, yeah. and for those those settings, those are basically like the raid movies. We're gonna sit an entire team of fighters in a room, and then we're gonna practice we'll for months, and then we're gonna get it, and then yeah. we're gonna set, and then we'll shoot it as long as it takes. But set an entire movie like a CGI team protecting movie, yeah. everything, like yeah. But uh, I like, like the like way John they're Rick, yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and I like the way they're shooting. So the so so let's let's talk about the next one. Let's talk about Candyman. Candyman. No, 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 wrong Candyman, wrong Candyman. Good, you mean well, you hit you with a hood. Just, just remember, Chris, you got to say Candyman five times in the mirror. Candyman. Candyman. Candyman, candyman going to get you. Man Candy. Uh, man Candy. There's a mirror right there. Go say Candyman five times. Man Candy, Man Candy, Man Candy, Man Candy. So, um, oh, you made out of bees. Yep. So, so Alex, you and I have seen the original Candyman. Yes, we have. You two haven't. I've seen two. I've seen two as well. I have not seen two. I haven't seen three. Have you seen them? Chris? Chris don't watch horror movies. No. I haven't even watched them. He doesn't like Tony I think Josh. they're stupid. Um, I want beef on This is... I'm excited because I, I feel like... I already started beef with Chris Duckman. I feel like this <laughs> you is... You, you're such you a fan. You just want him on here. Yeah, he's did. trying. He's trying so you can get him on here. Well, say it again. I have beef with Chris Duckman. No, but like, say why. 
Oh, because like start shit. Yes, right he went start shit. He went to film school and now he's pretentious about um me. He's bo- turned into bl- me. Uh, blockbuster films. He's turned. See, I am not that. I will always be pretentious about film, but I will never be pretentious Chris, about th- blockbusters. And I pop. think what you have to do is you have to call him names. And he's then, too harsh on me, and then you'll get his attention. Well, I'm not yeah. that mean. Well, but you got. Well, that's how you get him the on industry. the. That's how you get him on the podcast, Chris. Not be mean with him. Well, but the thing is, like, he'll know that you're kidding because we're talking about this right exactly. now. Unless you'll cut Actually, this out. Actually, I'm not kidding. If we, <laughs> no, <laughs> call no, him no, 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 call you, him you can disagree with him. Right call him a name. You, right. you can disagree with him, but we can pretend about how we think he's a poop face booger nose that should come on the oh! air and fight us because Chris would love that he's a big man. But uh, I'm only five four. What are you talking about? Six <laughs> ten. Yeah, but nice. big you're, is you're more fine. a metaphor. Go for the hips. Go for the hips. Go for the hips. Break his legs. Headbutt and scratch. So yeah, so uh, new movie looks cool. I'm uh, I um so have it. What was the last time you saw the last one? Oh God, the first one. I mean the original. Oh, it would have been my senior year of college. Gosh, God, so seven 2015. <laughs> I really like. It. I really like its <laughs> take on um, using racism in horror. And yes, it's in its iconography. Well, in that well, movie they use lynching. In this movie they use police shootings, yeah. which I find very interesting. Well, so so I think it's doing a lot of what like. Get Out was doing, but like oh, Jordan Peele's producing. Is he producing this? Yes, that's why it looks so damn good. I didn't know that. All right, he's well, putting a lot of stake in yeah. this. It's not just he's his company. No, he put a lot of stake in this. I think they missed an opportunity to have a fundraiser, save the bees. Candyman. <laughs> I think that's. I hope that they. I hope that movies like this actually produce more bees for the shoot. Yeah, that would be something yeah, that people yeah, talk about. A good, that's a good idea. Yeah, the bees were harmed on. Yeah, the, on we, the we just need a lot of bees to like CGI, and they're like, no, 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 we need to make more bees, guys. The bees. Remember Morgan Freeman? Yeah, because yeah, like in the old movies, <laughs> not the bees, really not like the bees. Because t- Tony Todd will sit there with like his mouth filled with bees in the old movie, and they're just like. Oh, yeah, get those bees back. Yeah, and they're like, kids. Were they, they bees or were they wasps? No, no, bees. You can't put wasps in an actor's <laughs> mouth. Fuck God, God, are you dude, crazy? No way, no way. Now, do you want to do that to shoot a movie? Because I think we might. I think I know some people who might. I don't want to be responsible. Anyway, you're shooting. You're the director, Chris. It's fine. It's for your. It's for your kung fu panda fan fiction. Oh my God! This is what's gonna fund it. Yes. We're gonna make Kitty Man movie boys. A lot of bees. Tony Toddy. Save them. <laughs> Save the bees. Man. Um, I like its. I like its take of, t- what of switching lynching to police brutality. What if at? Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, gonna keep this going, even though the joke said. But what if, at the theater, you could donate at the register? Would you like to, you know, round up the to, to yeah. the nearest round yeah, number and save that. the yeah. bees? Asshole, you want to save for sure? Yeah, and then we can make someone. They would make someone at the movie theater dress like a bee. And here's here's the, here's the ticket. Would though. it be pun Matt? intended? Pun intended. Wait, no, no, no. It's Peter. It's, it's funny. It's funny because Zach. Everyone in this room was like, it wouldn't be Matt. Yeah, it'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> or or it would be Peter. <laughs> Guys. But it wouldn't matter because they'd ask for you to do anything. Because be if they say, "Oh, I can't do that. You can't do that. You came to a movie and bought overpriced food, man. but you can't round to the nearest number, whole number, to donate to the bees, asshole." Give me your, give me your dollar. Yeah, no, right. out of them. dude. Those old people. <laughs> what are you gonna say, <laughs> Peter? Always... Peter, that those old people are like. Go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Great joke. <laughs> Great joke. No, but um, <laughs> but. 
Um, so, uh, what are you, so, uh, uh, having seen that trailer, yeah. and having seen the actors, a lot of them we didn't know, a yeah. lot of that animation they were doing was very classic, uh, as you were talking about before with another trailer of the, of the anime you were watching, yeah. uh, Arabian Nights, and those yeah. tales, and that kind of classic shadow, Maggie, yeah. uh, a silhouette animation. All that seems to be produced by Peel, um, and you said that, who, do we know who's directing as well? Yeah, I mean, the movie's coming out in October, so... I mean, in this room, do we know right now, as we're talking about, do we know who the director is? Cause I'll know. find out. The movie out. came out in October. What are you talking <laughs> about? Uh, I am very interested to see, based off of the last movie, which had a female protagonist, how they want to follow that up here, because there is a bit of sexual sort of... of uh, uh, predatory nature to him as he goes after her. That's... A little bit. Cause he's a ghost and everything with bees. In so his he's mouth. so he's Anakin. No. So um, he's like I'm gonna. He's like I'm. I'm. I hunt people, but this woman's also cute. So I'm gonna so, predatory the fact that she's cute and kind of mess with so her. So the director is a interesting. Very it's a great movie. Young director who is actually our age, Nina DaCosta. It's a woman. So it's she. Woman. Um, she's our age. She is 1989. So yeah, like four, like pretty close to like my and Alex's age. Yeah. What am I doing? With um, my life? she also was hired to direct the Marvels. Wait, movie. did you say 84 or 94? 89. So so Peter, oh, Peter, okay. where's Alex's bucket? Uh, she she <laughs> is go going to bucket, direct man. the Captain Marvel sequel. So uh, let me ask: is, oh, What has uh, she done before? Yeah, buckets uh, a movie there. called Little Woods. Little Woods. I heard about that. Yes. Uh, she, yeah, she won uh, the Nora Ephron Prize at Tribeca. Nora Ephron. Yep. She she is directing Candyman, and then after that, she's directing the Captain Marvel sequel. Whoa. Well, first of all, based off of everything that I saw off of that trailer, yeah, I'm sick. excited. That was a sick trailer. <laughs> I yeah. am excited. Yeah. I, I've heard about Little Woods, and I do so, want to see it. So this is a y- very young director, 1989, so she is four years older than me, so she's 30, whoa, 31, eh, 32. I mean, that, yeah, that's young, but that's not that young. I yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is... This movie is her second movie ever made. That's pretty cool. And Captain Marvel sequel is going to be her third movie. Yeah, but like that's the game now. Like John yeah. Watts only made one movie before he made the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood's subtly changing into people who have talent. You don't yeah. have to go into it and suck someone's dick and get sexually they're assaulted trying, for they're it. They're trying to grab people early. One of the interesting things that I, I noticed when we were talking about, or I was talking about, uh, no, we were talking about Point Break. Uh, it um, Keanu Reeves was possibly in... The Fast and Furious movies. Oh yeah, he almost so. was in. Um, uh, not Fast and Furious. I'm sorry. He was almost in Heat, and he almost took the Val Kilmer role in Heat. <laughs> and in the process of that, the people that I was listening to the podcast that were like, "Imagine if Point Break, which Fast and Furious is a remake of, had a bunch of sequels." And Ke- and Keanu Reeves had stuck with Patrick Swayze, and they made a bunch of Point Break sequels, and they all went, "Oh, that's really cool." And then they went, "But wait, then we wouldn't get Speed, and we wouldn't get uh, the Matrix, and we wouldn't get a wow. bunch of other things." And I was like, "That is true. That is true. That we are there are characters and actors that if they jump on and directors if they jump on real early, that we're missing the one or two things. Like James Gunn get before Guardians made Slither." He uh, made Super. super. He did n- not Super Eight. Uh, super, and those are in, those are. Your mic's not. Any word for trauma, and and we worked and we worked 
he, he just made these really gross things that cannot be in the studio, and he can't make them again. There was mm-hmm. a guy who made a movie called Blue Room and, and then Green Room, and then he had a big-budget movie after that. And the people were like, why did you make Green Room? And he's like, because I will never, ever get to make Green Room after my next one. I just can't be known oh. as the kind of director who can make those kind of things. It took him time to get there. Coogler, time to get there with a couple movies. Before well, I was going to say, didn't Ryan Coogler. They're getting him early. They're getting him early. They're getting him early. Coogler made like five like indie-ish movies he made, he before made f- he did Black Panther. Well, he made Fruitvale Station. Yeah. And then Creed. that's it. Well, didn't he, Creed's before, kind I'm of talking, indie. That's what I'm saying. Creed is the – Stallone came in and was like, I like your work. And he had only made Fruitvale Station. Okay. They're getting directors. Uh, Cop Car, for example, John Watts, Cop Car, amazing movie. But I don't see what is great about Cop Car in these Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies, except for when they're in a car, yeah. and it's that great scene with Michael Keaton and Tom Holland. And yeah, that was yeah. really cool. And it just doesn't. Re- I like. I when I watch Cop Car, I think, why did they hire this guy? And I think he's really good with the kids. Cop Car is about two kids who steal a cop car, and it's Kevin Bacon's, and there's a body in the trunk. Kevin Bacon has to get that car back, and it's really good. And I, he's really good. Either, with the either way, I'm excited wow. for this director. It looks like concept. I mean, Candyman's con- it's con- awesome. It's a big movie, but it's kind of an indie movie too. It's they're just getting directors young. They're yep. getting directors in their first two movies, and they're corralling them in and going, "We've got you as a young talent. You, we need you young so you can be here forever, and yeah. hopefully you can stick it out and work." What I find interesting when it came to the first Captain Marvel is they picked directors who had been in the game forever they gave ryan gosling an oscar nom in 2004 with half nelson yeah. what those two people were doing directing captain marvel 2 i don't know so the fact that this woman's gonna go next i'm excited yeah yeah so um so let's move on to the last thing we all saw it let's talk about that preview for clone girl <laughs> jurassic Whoa, world girl. dominion i don't want to talk about it let's move on so I still I, have the notes from that movie when we did the review. That is an I excellent episode. That is an excellent episode. Yeah. We flipped the I fuck am out. Very excited. So we, we didn't see the most clear footage, and no. it seemed like the footage itself was <laughs> mostly intended to show us the brand new dinosaur. Yeah, which I am excited for. Yeah, um, he seems to give him that kind of entrance. Yeah. to say like this guy's so badass, and uh oh, he's coming to the future. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Back to the future. And then, and then, back to the future. And then we see a T-Rex blast through a drive-in, and I'm like, you know what? We're not going to get robot dinosaurs. I don't care about Clone Girl. I just want the end of Lost World for a movie. That's all and I that's, want. It looks that's like that's what we got. I mean, we saw Battle of Bell Creek, which was uh, last year. It's very which, nice little movie. Which is again also Wait, kind of that that know. Lost World in in the real. End of Lost what World type thing. Be, yeah. uh, the footage we saw from this also looks like that. I mean, when when we saw that first opening scene, when it's the old movie theater thing, like, let's all go to the thing. Yeah, we're all used to it. I, I, that's, a, that's the kind of stuff I, I really love. And Reminds me of Twister. Yeah, it does. Battle at Big Rock. Big Rock, sorry. Oh, my God. Battle Creek, Big Rock. wrong for episodes. Yeah, I was like, eh, it's like, well, right. I, yeah. Battle at Battle Rock. None of us looked it up. What were you saying? Too. Battle Creek. Battle Creek. No, Battle you know Battle. What that Michigan. Is? That you're mistaking it with the long title. I don't know if it's Battles in there, but Creek ends with, with the story of the guy. Yes. Where he runs yes. away from yes. the hanging yeah, 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 yeah. only to realize yeah. at the very end that he got hung anyway. Yes, that's that the is one. one of the most famous short stories that everyone that, reads that, in high school. Yeah. That one, yeah. That was, uh, I was thinking Shit's Creek. Anyways, it's a good any, show. Anyways, it's a great uh, show. Battle of Big Rock. Um, right, is that it? Battle of Big Rock. Big Rock. Um, 
everything I've been seeing associated with Dominion, whether it's that short movie we got last mm-hmm. year, this that we got in front of Fast Nine, the the slight teaser trailer we got also in this, mm-hmm. looks cool. I'm excited. I like the idea that we like saw the Mosasaurus like getting on. Uh, what what's the what's the the um the like History Channel show about like fishing? Fishing. Deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. Oh. Most search is like gets the deadliest catch guys. Thing. Oh, that's. I'm nice. like that's so cool. That's I'm nice. Like, that's like the stuff I want to see. Oh, yeah, I'm about it. I want I'm, it. Time I'm all about it. World, I, do it. I don't care about any of the bat shit, crazy shit we saw in the last movie. Okay. Just just give us what we've been seeing. And, Here's and I'm what happy. I will say. <laughs> After this movie, what's next? Nothing. They say they want this to be the end, but I'm sure they're going to. You didn't hear? They're forward. tying this to Transformers now. <laughs> Well, no, Dinobots, really? man, Dinobots. Really? Yeah, they're gonna tell me more. They're no. gonna make robots. That, well, no, 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 Predacons, Predacons, Predacons. They're gonna make uh, sexual Predacons. Why would you Predacons? scrap that idea of Last Mega Man dinosaurs? No, no, they're gonna make. Just take it. Hear me there. out. We've, We've already, already done, done it. We've already done everything. We've else. already done it. It was in a Transformers movie, and no one fucking remembers. Two words. That's all. Yeah, I'll say. Age of Extinction. Is that what you're talking about? Two words. Two no. words. It doesn't count. Sex. Predacons. Hear me out. Those are yes. Talent okay. Sex predacons. Sex predacons. Seneca, sex so they're sexually predacons. active. Sexicons. Sexicons. I like it. Yeah, so they, they'll sex you sex-a-cons. consensually if you want. But the problem is that no one wants to sex sex these robots. Wait, 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 wait. Peer, peer. So, so these sex they're robots. Sharp. Yeah, they're sharp. Yeah. Are these sex robots like that girl from like. Revenge of the Fallen. You tried to that like, fuck the to shit like, out of fuck, that fuck, fuck, uh, robot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sexicon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd die after that. Pray mantis me, baby. <laughs> you know what happens <laughs> when praying mantis Yeah, it eats has... my head. Have you seen that girl? She murders, for sure. My Which head's she gonna eat? <laughs> your, your actual head. Yeah, she's gonna oh, eat yeah, your fucking head. She's gonna eat your head. But yeah, it won't be nice. Yeah, when she clamps down, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Um, bony, bony lady. What we saw though looks cool though. <sighs> I mean, I, look, I my biggest problem with the last movie, like I know it's insane, and yeah. I don't agree with the clone girl stuff. I think that's crazy. I did think it looked amazing, but that, my they did problem, that director wrong. They did J. A. Bayona wrong. That, yes, I agree. That it's two different movies. Mm-hmm. You have the island bullshit with the volcano, and cool. then you have the second half. Well, the island bullshit with the volcano was actually good. Movies. That was the thing. It was, but it was fast. Yes, it was very, Gone. very. And quick. now it's furious. Exactly. And I and I think uh, I like if this movie. I don't care how dumb it is, if it, unless it's consistently down the path of one film. As long as halfway through it doesn't stop, and it's like, all right, now we're gonna go to India to go on a school trip, and it's like we what? have to stop this. T-Rex with our cars. Family. With yeah. our family cars. <laughs> you ain't my family, but what? now you're family. If they're a family, why don't they all just go in one van? Oh, we can't. We're family. But it's we like, all like to drive. Yeah, but something more like, like walking now. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have a disease. Um, you killed me. You know the cure. Yeah, I mean, it, if, we, if we really just like, the, the bulk of this movie Cowboy. is just... Dinosaurs running around, and they they can weave in kind of some kind of we gotta protect them now that they're in our well, thing. Well, the whole crew or whatever was at the yeah, was at the movies. Off. They were at the drive-in movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're in their cars <laughs> watching a movie, and a T Rex comes in. They're like, "What? When did we, we were just watching Jurassic when did, Park? That's when did, crazy. I was gonna say, wouldn't that be like actually kind of hilarious that the movie they were watching at the drive-in was the original Jurassic Park? 
Uh, Wasn't there a T-Rex on the screen? No, I want them to do the Scream thing where they make movies inside the movies. Like, Scream has the stab films. I want there to to be Jurassic Land films. (laughs) Dinosaur World. Wait, 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 Alex, Alex, Alex. Dino Land. It could be Triassic Park. Exactly. (laughs) No, it would be Triassic Land. Yeah, (laughs) it would be Triassic Land. And it would just be films about what happened, but still not really. I uh, I took Triassic last night. Like, like Jeff Goldblum (laughs) would be really played by somebody else who was weird for that. Like, be Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken was in the second movie, it not Jeff Goldblum. That is true. That is how that would work. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just excited, excited for the bonkersness. Yeah, it, it, the craziness. It sounds really cool. I what we've seen looks cool. I the the first opening thing we saw that was like 65 million years ago looked nice and cool. And is it the same director as the last one? No, it's Trevorrow. Oh, it's Colin Trevorrow. It's Trevorrow. Now I'm now I'm very invested. It's true, Bobby. <laughs> now I'm very invested. It's For going one way or the other here, guys. I th- I I think it's so it's funny. Horrible. Everyone hated him for Book of Henry, and they should. And then everyone was nervous for the third one, and he got fired. Sure, but they liked his script, and they realized he was fired for other reasons. So I, I everyone's on the back burner for Trevorrow. But if it's his script and his film, you know what? I'm in. Hotel Trevorrow. Hotel Trevorrow. I, like, oh God, that. Last line from Fallen Kingdom. No, it's not the last line. One of the last lines of Fallen Kingdom is like burned in my memory. I had to. Yep. They're alive, like me. They had to. They're alive, like yeah. Clone Girl is just awful. Clone Girl. Clone Girl's. Terrible. It's Omega. Did, did uh did Tra- uh, Yeah. It did is. Trevorrow do the first Jurassic World? No. Who was Wait, that? no, yes, he did. He did. Okay, yes. like so that was the rhymes. number one movie ah! ever, and that's why he was going to Star Wars too. Yeah. So. I hope the biggest thing ever. <laughs> I kind of hope that it kind of goes in the vein of world where oh it's like it's it's fun, but it's like, eh. I want it to be either bonkers or not. Either go for broke or don't. You can't follow yeah. that last movie being safe. I want yeah. you. Well, you've got all the original people back. You have dinosaurs in the real world. If they are really smart, they do the Lost World route. That good Lost World and that end with the dinosaur is great. It's fantastic. So, it's a bunch so, of people. So, Chris, oh, yeah, yeah. so awesome. Alex, Alex, hold that. on. Hear me out here. So, <laughs> so Colin Trevorrow is kind of gets to be the kingmaker here a little bit. So hear me out here. So Colin Trevorrow was set to do Rise of Skywalker, and we know what his plan was for that that Rise of Sk- that duel of before Rise. Carrie Fisher died. Yes, before Carrie Fisher died, we we had a plot line, and it sounded crazy but awesome at the same time. I kind of hope that Trevorrow kind of gets that same kind of just like. I get to do something just like really crazy, but looks amazing with this. Why? Because because he's kind of in that same position that he was with Star Wars, but he actually gets to do it this time. I don't do. mind Jurassic World. I don't. It doesn't really affect me that much. But yeah, that's no, probably the closest Colin Trevorrow movie that we have. Yes. In terms of understanding who he is, and the As Book of Henry is like. bad, but Book of Henry was not his script. He just thought I could make this script good, and he in fact rewrote a lot of it. But it's like it still wasn't. You can't change that did, what that, that is. Heard it though, because he was he had been rewriting it for twenty. He was years. making a like well. He was trying to make this weird script funny, but the script was always a kid gets a tumor, then has his mom try to murder someone, and he tried to make it funnier over time. It still was never going to happen. The script was a problem from ground one, and the fact that he thought he could do it is what scared people. That's what people yeah. was like. This idea, man, is kind of weird. Like, and did then you see he, how he killed that woman in Lost World? She didn't deserve that. Yeah. Like, there's certain things that people were responding mm. poorly to, and I. 
we all liked the script because it followed through with the sequel to the last one, which means I'm excited for the possibility that he is going to follow through with the promise of Fallen Kingdom. Dinosaurs are out there. They're fucking up people. And he, I hope he follows through with that. That's all I want. Outside of that, I don't want the movie to be boring. I'd rather he goes bonkers crazy. But he's also not the craziest filmmaker yeah. ever. That script for Book of Henry was crazy. He's just either not something I care about, or um, I think he's a little too safe for me, honestly. That's okay though. I think like I think like as long as he follows through, being safe is probably fine. But that is again somebody who was uh, his first movie was Safety Not Guaranteed. Second movie, fucking Jurassic World. So here's my thing, with the ending of Fallen Kingdom, to me, how you follow that up, there's really I think you're in my in my opinion. There really isn't much you have to do. No. No. So I think he could pull that off. It's how he does it, though. Yeah. Well, and, it's like, and, do you commit? Like, obviously, the, the the route is you have to commit to that insanity. You're in it. Mm-hmm. Which you is have fine. to. I think it's fine to Full commit to it. it. I think it's fine to commit to it. I think at this point, people, like, didn't like the movie, but I think, like, the idea is crazy enough that, like, if you just get a good script with the idea, it should be fine. But he wrote Fallen Kingdom. Or, he did. He or did. Or he co-wrote it. It was all a dream. Oh, God. And we're back so in Jurassic Park. So help me, God. Zach, you'll get this reference. If they go with the Black Ops 2 origin DLC <laughs> yeah. ending, I will be so mad. <laughs> I will be so mad. Fair Basically, they, I hope they, do they that. establish this lore. And so, and then in 2012, they established this lore in their uh, the zombie mode in the Call of Duty games. And then, like, none of it matters. <laughs> none of it matters because the the characters in those that's a smoothie. Um, and the characters, <laughs> is it? Yeah, the characters were only action figures in a kid's mind. Oh, this gory survival zombie game mode this came out of the minds of kids. So, so I, I, I want to say something whoa, to whoa. that. It, in the in the eighties, there was a hospital show called Saint Elsewhere. That's what it was based on. Oh, it's based on that. Actually, has several different characters from other shows, including Law and Order, and other connections to this show. But this show, on the very last episode, turns out this entire hospital and all the characters, including characters from other shows that have connected to it, were actually all in the mind of an autistic child with a snow globe. And you realize that none of it was real, and that's that inspiration. So all these shows like uh, are not real because they're actually all in the head of this autistic child. Because Munch, you fucking Munch detective, was in all of these shows, including The Wire. The Wire is in an autistic child. I hate that. Oh Um, no! So so no. So that's so that's what we got for like trailers and everything. That's all I got. Oh my god! I don't know if anybody has anything else they want to share. Uh, no, I think I for news. Nope. Peter. What do we watch? I can't think of okay, I'll start. <laughs> You'll start. Zach, Zach will start. So I, I am caught yeah, up wait, on. Weeks. I'm yeah. caught up on Loki. I'm, yep. gonna use, I'm gonna use the bathroom. I okay. love Loki. Use the bathroom I, right, Alex. Episode three is great, Chris. I'm not gonna tell you anything about it, but I know you've seen the first two. Uh-huh. Best opening in the Marvel TV shows so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, you haven't seen Loki yet? I have just seen. I have seen episode one and two. Oh, I've not right, seen the new one. Right. That's yep. right. I forgot. Uh, I'm probably gonna see it tomorrow. So, so Loki is awesome. I'm. Super excited to see where it goes. I couldn't believe where they went on the end of it. I don't know where they're going to go for the last four episodes. It, I'm intrigued. Yeah, Han Solo dies. In the Han Solo dies. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to spoil it, but yep. I'm all exhausted. Um, <laughs> after that, uh, I'm, uh, I caught up on Bad Batch. I know Chris isn't. He's like halfway through the current episode. Yeah. Um, Are they but, still bad? But 
Yeah, they're still bad. Um, we got the answer, Chris. We got the answer. Yes, we know yes. what's up with Omega. Finally. Um. Okay, we got. We got about half the answer. We got some of the answer. I'm so the jury's still out on so, some things. So the definitive answer of Alex, you here? So we have the answer of what's up with the corn girl <laughs> in bag in Bad Batch. <laughs> Finally. So. Oh. They oh in the newest episode they basically confirmed that Boba Fett's Kaminoan designation was clone uh, was CT Alpha, mm-hmm. and Omega, who's our new character, is CT Omega. Boba Fett's sister. So, Boba Fett's sister. All right. So here's my thing. We okay. So. So what? Let's just assume <laughs> the faces. Let's just assume that Boba Fett was the first one to prove that it could work. Done. Yes. That means if Omega is designated as Omega, something's still up with her. Maybe. She was made for a purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we know, and what we know... So was Rey. Yeah. Yeah! They're, I mean, if I'm going to take that story seriously, Rey was specifically made to be a catalyst to change his body for later. Yep. I mean, the the jig's still not out whether, she, whether Omega's Force-sensitive yet. But so far, the revelation is Omega is important because she is the pure Chris. Chris. Oh, he's choking himself Omega up. I knew you were into that. Omega I is knew a cool it. Bag. Hey, would you do choking yourself? Can I have that back? Uh, when Omega. He'll be dead. So far, they seem like Omega's importance is that Omega is <laughs> the purest Jango Fett clone, and that oh. she is basically pure Jango Fett. Even more so than Boba? Her and Boba are the two purists. Oh, but so they, they don't could. know where Boba is because he's been do gone you, for like, like thirteen years. Do now. you think that she could be possibly more pure than him? Maybe, it's possible. Arian, possible. <laughs> Alex. Ah, you know I love it. You know I love my master oh, plan. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not high fiving you. I'm not high Wait, ah. clone girl, <laughs> clone girl. Yeah, clone girl. Filoni took it from Trevorrow. They did it twice. They did it twice. They did it twice. Yeah, they did it twice. And it's not <laughs> enough. I'm the only one freaking out. I'm the only so, one freaking out. Um, I haven't watched it. Really, I, so, I so yeah, I, Bad Batch is cool so far. We're getting, some, we're getting some old Clone Wars characters. God, we got a Mandalorian character this past episode. Or, well, this is the second time we've seen this. Still never seen So ming Ne's character uh, from Mandalorian. Ming-Na Wen. That's what I said. Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen. Mayna Wen's character from Mandalorian showed up, which is cool. Uh, mm. It's a younger version of her. Um, and, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I watched Luca, which is... Sorry, I'm, we're, <laughs> me and Alex are messing each other. Go uh, ahead. Pay me like one of your French girls? Yeah. 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 <laughs> pay me like one of your French girls, Chris. Pay me I'm like one of your goddamn... naked, so that's uh, you're like, hating oh. me. Um, so, uh, I saw Luca, which is a new Pixar animated movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Call Me By Your Name, but not necessarily with the uh, LGBTQ themes. Oh. And there, it's not an older man. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, an older character yeah, than a younger just, character. It's just two kids having a good summer adventure. They're, they're really they're Merbelades. Oh, they're, they're not gay? No, they're not gay. Oh, I they're, thought you said they were gay. They're related. It's, no, they're not. No, they're not. It's a special friendship. It's a special friendship. Mm, um, okay. His no. the, one of the characters no. is played by um, Sasha Baron Cohen, Ooh. and he's really funny. Yay! Um, the movie's really cool. I like it. It's not Pixar's best work, but it's it's fun. It's a solid. Lot of, so it's, it's solid. A, so it's like Good Dinosaur. Good Dinosaur. No, it's better. 
But I think Good Dinosaur. It's, it's like in that category, it's better dinosaur. It's not the best, but it's solid. It's Sto- the best good dinosaur. dinosaur? Is pretty bad. <laughs> no, it was a good dinosaur. That's not, what I heard. not a bad dinosaur. It's. You didn't watch the movie. I have not seen Good Dinosaur. <laughs> Mega no. Man, Lizard Man. Um, <laughs> it's more like um, kind of like Bugs Life, kind of. It's it's solid. It's it's not amazing. It's not liquid. But it's not horrible to watch. It's not gaseous either. It looks really cool. So. It's solid. Uh, I have not seen it. I Even though they are mer people, so. it's like a good summer movie. There's yeah, it's a very good summer movie. Mm-hmm. Very very good summer movie. Um, and then what else did I watch? Uh, oh, uh, I watched because because I'm a super anime nerd. Apparently, uh, I watched Fate Stay <laughs> Night, <laughs> Heaven's Feel One, The Prestige Flower. What a name! What a What's name! What's the acronym for that? Uh, Fate Stay Night, Heaven's Feel. So, uh, F S N H F. You can't even Fisher. have a you can't even have a normal acronym for that movie <laughs> or that show. You just, have to just call it Heavensville One. <laughs> Heavensville no. One. You have to call it by you have so to call it by. What is name. it about? You, we keep talking about the name, but what is it about? So, Fate. What is it about? So the Fate franchise. <laughs> oh, it's so the part of the Fate franchise. Yeah, it's part of the Fate franchise. So, um, Battles. So, so the Fate franchise has like two main storylines. There's uh, Zero, which I'm trying to get you to watch, Alex, and then there's the Stay Night side, which is, uh, it's. Functionally, the same story told on three different timelines, where the main character's love interest is three different characters, which mm-hmm. functionally changes the entirety of the story. Make up your mind, man. Don't hurt those people's so, hearts. I know. It's horrible. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, like, that's so, on you. So this movie is the first of a horrible. trilogy that they decided to do the, for the final uh, the final uh, uh, love interest. Interesting. Um, and it's probably the most effed up one. Oh, wow. So uh, there's a there's a lot. Did they realize that they the other person had other lovers in mind? So they realized that they were better than them and they didn't deserve that. So they left. Kinda. They really did. Kinda. Good. They deserved um, that. Horrible. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, I watched the first movie. There's three of them. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. And then and then I did watch a franchise too, and I told Alex about this. I'm excited. I. What is that? Sorry, just looking oh, at this. Oh, America, America the, the Motion, motion Picture. picture. <laughs> yeah, they ba- Sorry. Uh, remember, <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's just showing up on my Netflix. <laughs> Do you yeah, remember yeah. when we watched Last Action Hero yes. and, and Schwarzenegger did that Hamlet scene? Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm Hamlet, I'm going to kill everyone with my bazooka. And he's still in a castle and he's holding up the skull. That's what America, the motion picture is. It's basically all these sweat. It's, a car- it's an animated version of like, what if the 80s made a movie about creating uh, the birth of America and it's all these That's like amazing. sleeveless dudes and tanks being and going around Netflix. being like, we're American. Yeah, and it's yeah. great cast. It looks That's basically funny. what happened. It's I a bunch of America. sweaty dudes. I love that. Team America. I love that. Um, so uh, last trilogy I watched was the Mummy trilogy. The Mummy. The, the, the Brendan Fraser ones. Of course. So, uh, uh, well, there's older ones. There is older ones. Uh, hey, Mitchell's Rid of the Machines. Great movie. Uh, sorry. I number, watched number seven on movies today. That's cool. I watched that movie. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. It's great. I'm just um, making sure. I have come to realize how much fun those movies are, despite them being like mediocre. At best. Super fun. They're super duper. Fun. I love that show too. Did you? Sorry. Summer, we are you know, totally right? distracted. Sorry. Did you know that I watched it? <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> that one that you're talking about. Space Force. Uh, yeah. Did you know that I watched it? Did you like it? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you keep saying it, so I might as well keep asking about it. Um, did you watch that one? Yeah, I have. Okay. Uh, I I did yeah, too. we watched it for the show. Yeah, we watched it for the show. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, Anyways, uh, so I'm going to not be distracted by that. Uh, yeah, so I realize how much fun they are, and that includes the horrible last one. The like, uh, It's horrible? Tomb of the Dragon Emperor is really bad. <laughs> it is really, really bad. 
But it is a lot of fun if you just like watch it as like a kung fu movie. Which I do not remember <laughs> hating that movie. Yeah, so neither do I. It it's very boring Let's go, Chris. and it lost a lot of the charm of the first two. It doesn't have the same uh it does not have the same wife. Yep. So the actress Ooh. who plays Evie they replaced because she didn't want to come Maria back. Maria Bello, yeah. Maria Bello. It was Maria Bello. Was yep. that the original or is that the new no, one? No, Weiss no, Rachel was Weiss was the, was the original. Rachel White, yeah, so they replaced Rachel Weiss with Maria yeah, Bello. Gorgeous Rachel. Rachel. So Yeah, because uh, she wasn't old enough to play the part. I'm just like Yeah, well. so I just they what? changed it because that? No, yes. they what? no. She thought, didn't want to be in those movies was, anymore. Because Rachel Weisz didn't want to do it anymore. And she, Dude, she, she didn't want too much money. Anymore. People she speculated that the studio thought that Rachel Weisz wasn't old enough. She to was play. becoming a massive star at that point. No, she could do whatever she wanted. If she wanted to do them, she could do them. She would be nominated for an Oscar, not but a year later. Like no way, no. Two thousand nine, pretty close. Yeah, Constant yeah. Gardner or something. Oh, interesting. Um. So yeah, uh, it lost a lot of the charm because you know Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz playing off each other anymore. The kid that they got to play the original kid in the second movie, they recast yeah. because obvious reasons. Yeah, he's uh, older. Well, yeah, he's older. Uh, that show's great. Um, did sorry. you know that? Did you know that I didn't watch it? Good. <laughs> um, then uh, you know knows. they replaced uh, the villain with. Jet Li, which is cool. Jet Li's a cool villain. Played a lot of villains around that time. Yeah. Yep. Um. And uh, they got Ma- Michelle Young in it. Who she Yao. is the best. She is actually Michelle the best Yao, part yeah. of that movie. She's the best of every movie. Yeah, she really is. She she is she's so she's so goddamn talented. The uh, goat from Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda 2, dude. Super. Um, super. She rides a motorcycle on a train. Yeah, uh, it's great. Um, that was actually her, too. Hell so, yeah. um... Yeah, it's just it's fun because if you watch it for like the the action and adventure that those movies are in general, uh, you still get that. But it just it feels like a sh- like kind of a shell of its former self at the times. The third film. Yeah, the third film. Mm. Um, I mean, there's there's fun to it, but it it just feels like a shell. That's I remember the fun. second one being a lot, a lot of fun. The second one is, in my opinion, the best one. Apart from the worst CGI shot ever made. I don't care if it's the worst yes. CGI shot it's ever bad. made. Pretty bad. It's so bad, but I don't even care. It's amazing. It's it doesn't matter because it's, Cor- it's of its time. It doesn't matter because Corridor fixed it. It's a lot of it, it is a lot of fun to watch either way. Like it it I it's also Dwayne the Rock Johnson's uh, movie premiere. Is it his yep. premiere? I think it's his first time in movies. Mm-hmm. Was uh, yeah, his first movie was, was the Scorpion. Mummy Returns. Mummy Returns. Yeah, it was Whoa. his first time doing movies. So what a movie! Yeah, it's then he would do Scorpion King. Yeah, I mean that Scorp- was his first leading role. So, so Scorpion King is like a fun movie, but not the sequels. Mm. <laughs> but Scorpion King with Randy Couture. Well, okay. So the problem with the the, the the like the first Scorpion King has a lot of the same fun that the Mummy Returns has. It's not a good movie, but it's like a lot of fun. It's action and adventure. Type type of like thing, but um, yeah. I mean, if I watch the Mummy movies, it's usually just Mummy, Mummy Returns, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and Scorpion King, the first one. Mm. Those are usually the only four I ever watch with that. I don't even touch the Tom Cruise ones. Uh, some if I want to go back and watch the old ones, they're fun to watch. The original Mummy is really great. Boris Karloff, yeah, yeah, it's a solid movie. But uh, yeah. I overall uh, it's just fun. It was fun to go back to it. I loved watching those movies again. It's great summer movies. I forgot. How much I really enjoyed the first two. They really are just super fun movies. They really are. Like, I don't watch them for like high quality. They're just fun. Right. Frasier, Saunders together, man, they nailed it. Yeah, they They really were doing. They really did. It's crazy. Mm. Anything else? Oh, that's a good question. 
Um, nope, that's it. It was good. That's it. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, <laughs> we're in your house. We're in your bunker. Get out. Where are the windows? Oh, damn it. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, Great so movie. Alex, what did you watch these last uh, Sure. I'll go next. <laughs> you stand, stand up. Oh, okay. oh God. Now, now it's my turn. Oh, okay. This bunker is crazy. You can't, it's uh, not the same. So uh, I watched a lot. Um, Tell me about it. I watched uh, one Baby. episode of Space Dandy. One more. Which episode was which it? Episode? Was, episode was it the seven? Which which was? It was the one where he d- races Prince. How did you love that? How much did you like that? I really liked it. It's really fun, isn't it? It's really great. Beautiful. Very speed racer. Very speed racer. Super having speed, speed racer. Having hour. seen Speed Racer probably a month ago. Well, not not really the movie, the, the cartoon. No, no, no. I I mean, I watched the movie a month ago. Oh, really? For really? the first time, and uh, this reminded me a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, very well animated. <laughs> I thought it was really well done. I liked the ending. Because I, I love thought, how Honey just got in the middle of it. Well, uh, yeah, she just he did he went into the race to get Honey and the other da- and the other waitresses in the first place, and he totally screwed him over. Uh, <laughs> they raced him, uh, which I thought was really great. Uh, he's like, I'm I, racing I to lo- get the I waitresses, but the waitresses Andy. are racing me. So yeah, exactly. Like, What's the point? Um, I but when he gets raced to the when he gets Prince to the end. And they're almost there, and Prince is like, "What's this feeling?" And I'm like, "It's losing." And he's like, "It's love." And I was like, "Bar." It's and love, Tars. And it's love, love Tars. Tars. And then, uh, and then that whole scene with Dandy seeing himself as like a Buddha figure on a planet. I was like, "All right, awesome." And that he, was it. He, it's not he much bent the space-time continuum. Uh, exactly, uh, and that's that's about it for that episode. Um, I didn't go further because Peter and I finished Bebop, and then I started doing research on Champ the man Blue. who wrote both of them, and I found a really good documentary that carried it all the way up into Bebop. So I kind of want to watch the stuff he made before Bebop, which what, looks really interesting. Like Shampoo and... Uh, no, 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 that's after. This that's is after. like before he even became famous. He okay. did some work on like... Um, Gundam, and uh, he did an OVA. Okay, but here's the secret, Alex. Every, like, Japanese animator and storyteller in the history of anime has worked on Gundam. Yeah, of course. Even Masashi Kishimo, the dude who did Naruto. Of course. The dude who did One Piece. They've all done Gundam. Yes, that's all the 80s were, yeah. Yeah. Everyone did Gundam. But the point is, is it's what you direct. And so he directed an OVA that was uh, Gundam, and that got him his own OVA of four episodes, which had the same... Uh, woman doing the soundtrack. Okay. Uh, um, Yoko Kano, Kano and okay. then uh, and she would go on to be in Bebop, and you watched his trajectory of his career. I paused it at Shampoo, because I'm like I can't read or know how any because like literally when they're done with Bebop, they make a reference to Dandy for one second, and they show two, three. They show a live action guy in a car. He had made of his own kind of dandy car oh, with his own version of the robot, his own version of the cat behind him, and it looks so good. I was like, I can't go any further, man. I can't. I can't <laughs> go into this world and the fan base or anything about dandy yet. I have to finish it. So I stopped that, and then um, oh, we ba- we barreled through Cowboys. So I watched like the la- I watched seventeen to twenty two. And I was ri- reminded again how much I love 20. Episode mm. 20 is really good. We watched the movie, which we had never seen before. I'd never seen the movie. And I r- first of all, it's gorgeous. Yep. It's beautiful. Yep. Um, I've s- found out that um, it was originally supposed to be an hour and a half, and then they just made an extra half an hour Fuck of it. stuff. And the people m- and the animators were just like, shit, it's a fucking half an hour long now. God damn it. And you have to I, animate all this. I feel <laughs> like the movie is a half an hour long. It does. It shouldn't. It. Sh- I don't think it should be two hours. However, 
I will say this. Once you see the end of the show, there are a lot of themes and parallels in that movie. It's none of that. There are no points in the movie that they say this is what the ending is going to be or hints or any sort of like they have no like post credits thing. Yeah. But thematically, the bad guy and what he goes through is very similar to what Spike is going through and his problems and how he sees his life and why he goes in the end. And then uh, we watch the ending separately. But God damn, if those last three episodes are not the best ending. I'm so glad I came back to it after years. The first time I watched the most, 23, I'm sorry, 24 is so good. When, 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 they leave when Ein. Oh God! Yeah. When they leave, it's so it's so Let crazy. It out, that Let whole it episode is insane. It's yeah. the best episode of the show. It's the heart leaving best the group. episode. And then after the after sh- uh, they leave the group, it goes right back to what the first episode was. The first episode is Spike and Jet and the dour noir of their stories. And then once uh once they're gone, like that's right where we're back for those last two. And it's beautiful and it's gorgeous and the music is great and I love it. And I, I can't wait to go into Shampoo and I can't wait to continue to take my time with Dandy. And then apparently he made a new series two years ago about a future society where AI writes music and Whoa. a rich girl and a poor girl Hold on, look, get who's together. The guy, who's the guy? Who, what's the guy's name again? I don't remember his name. Yeah, please. I, 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 um, I don't remember his name. Um, but he made a new series, Future AI writes music. Is it an anime or yet, or yeah, is it a it's manga? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's called. It's uh, where you're not somebody the weeb, in Tuesday. We thought you were Zach. Somebody or Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and oh, so Shinchiro Watanabe. Watanabe. There Carol and Tuesday. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I know this one. I haven't seen it, but I but I know I, I know about it. Yeah, uh, it I didn't good. see it either. Did you know that? Uh, it has it, v- watching his stuff. Music is so important it, to watch it to see that he made it a show about two girls writing music in a world <laughs> where it's over too. Music sounds was, really good. It was only twenty four episodes. Oh yeah, no, I want to watch it. Anything else? No, I'm okay. Good. <laughs> okay, I want to watch it. Um, and so yes, all of his work I'm very interested in now. Dandy, I'm again after watching that episode. I'm like, I'm gonna watch another because I want to get more from it. But then I was like. I just just gobbled up all of Bebop again. I'd like to continue to milk this and go through Shampoo uh, because I love samurai stuff. Um, so I'm taking my time with that. You, but the you, end of Bebop is so good. You might want to know this just because this mm. is kind of cool. Apparently, he's working on a Blade Runner anime that's coming Fuck out this right year. Off. That's more that's coming that's this year. Get out of my get out of my dungeon. That's way more for Peter. Any any words in the Animatrix? Uh, yeah. Animatrix. Apparently, it's scheduled to air this fall. There you go. What? With the yeah. movie, I would assume. It's Blade Runner Black Lotus. That's what it's called. There you go, dude. It's going to be on adults. Well, he, he did he did Animatrix, so he's done film <laughs> stuff before. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that just blew Peter's mind. <laughs> on his birthday. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy birthday, Peter. Happy birthday, Peter. I should have started Blade with that. Runner I forgot. Made by the dude, Cowboy Bebop. You know who else we got to say happy birthday Happy birthday, Toby. Thanks. Oh, Toby, hey! Toby! What's up, dude? Toby. How you been? Hey, I'm good. Are you in that new Spider-Man movie? No, but you guys want to play poker? No. I really want your money. I hardly know her. I love to win. <laughs> I love to Every fucking time. win. Get out of my bunker, man. Can I please screw the woman who's controlling this? Bunker. <laughs> bunker. Anyway, my I hardly name. know her. Oh. Get out of it. Yeah, sorry. Bye, Toby. <laughs> I loved you in Spider-Man. Wee. 
I'm coming back. No, 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 no. Wait, you're coming back in the movie? Third movie, yeah. Ah! But not to your bunker. Oh. I've got bitches to slay. That's okay. Poker, I'm going to go back for the pussy party. Wee. But yeah. Pussy party. Oh, my. Alex, I I really want to get you to dive into, like, some of the other stuff. Like, some of the stuff I showed you on Netflix. Uh, well, I, uh, um... I'm an auteurist, yeah. so uh, a lot of the anime I'm responding to are auteur, very visual, specific, and not ne- necessarily about generics, right, but yeah. uh, I going through the history of both him and um, Miyazaki, yeah. you start to see the world and who the most uh, famous names are. When we when we did Jackie Chan, yeah. I, I got an opportunity to not just see Jackie Chan, but the director and the writer and yeah. the producer that would later control Hong Kong in China. Well, yeah. So it's the more I watch, uh, the more I watch anime, the more I do it. Yeah. The more I'm interested. Well, example, well, well, well. Like I said, uh, the thing, and we'll talk about this more, is that like, um, as we get closer, and eventually we will watch Summer Wars. That's when you get to talk about the people who are kind of taking the torch from Miyazaki a little bit. And and, and here too, because like yeah. in Bebop, they were very small. They were basically making yeah. the episodes week for week, almost like South Park. Yeah, they oh. were really cutting it to close. They were getting canceled, and then another na- network picked them up after four episodes, and then they made all of them one by one. And they were just like, "We're just gonna keep shitting them out." Yeah, like, just bebop jazz. Wow. Here we go. And, and then, then they were like, "Keep it going." And he's yeah. like, "No, I want a definitive so, ending." So he gave an ending to a- it. And, and like, Alex, oh. I'm I'm not necessarily gonna throw like any particular things at you. That's why I'm like throwing stuff. Like I, I want to throw you at like. Stuff like Fate and stuff like Magi and stuff like I'm probably uh, like Full Metal Alchemist for that matter. I feel like I'm going to spend more time in the 90s and the 80s for a little bit longer before I get to the modern stuff. But if I do get to the modern stuff, it might be Alchemist Brotherhood. But once again, doing research, it turns out in the creation of Bebop, they went on to create an entire new studio when they made the film. And that studio is also what produced Full Metal Alchemist altogether. So if there was yeah, no Studio Bebop, Bones, there would be Studio no, Bones, yeah, there would be no Full Metal Alchemist. Shit, and like three other important animes, if not for Bebop. I, yeah. So, so oh the God. big, so actually, the really interesting story about this is, um, Bebop ended up uh, spinning off into three major studios. Mm-hmm. Those being uh, Mad uh, Madhouse, which went on to make Death Note. Uh, Bones, which w- went on to make Fullmetal Alchemist. Absolutely. And then the last one was, fu- uh, not Funimation, but um, Ufotable, who makes Fate. <laughs> yep. So, so, so to, to, to emphasize. They all branched from there. They yep. all branched from the original studio wow. that made the movie for Bebop. So basically, a lot of these people went on to make what many would consider three of the most important early 2000s franchises prior to Naruto and Bleach and One yeah. Piece and all that. So. So like a lot of people consider they like, make bleach. Oh, they're so diverse. No, 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 no. no. Those were those are like the big long running animes. But the the ho- the three studio houses that split off from this original formed what many would consider the the arty stuff from the early two thousands, mm-hmm. which is Death Note, Fullmetal Alchemist, and but they didn't Fate. they didn't make bleach. No, they don't produce bleach. No, who did? Like Clorox uh, or something or what? Yeah, Clorox. <laughs> Mr. Clean. Mr. Yeah. Clean. Mr. Clean. Mr. With Clean. ultra anime in them. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, we finished Bebop. I love Bebop. Going back to the end now, I was always confused younger what Spike meant. Watching it now, it makes complete sense to me. Tell us. Uh, Tell us, he, man. he, uh, he died, and then um, what? He, I was he died, and then was cyborged back, and. 
Right. He never he never really truly knew if he woke up. And I'm like, that's such a weird thing to apply to it. It turns out that's how that's how samurais think. Samurais are always looking for the ultimate death. Death is waking up from life, the boredom of life. Jesus. Taoism is involved with in this. Wow. There are so many aspects of this that I didn't know about because like Whoa. they always talk about how bebop stylistically is westernized, but thematically it is absolutely based off of Chinese and Japanese yep. culture. So like watching how Spike was like I you can only be killed by a true like earlier in the film he walks into a cityscape and there's a movie in the background a samurai movie and in the captions he walks in front of it and it says <laughs> uh, a samurai can only be killed by and then Spike's there. And then Who's the guy he's fighting at the end? Vicious with a fucking sword. Like, he can only be killed by a samurai. Like, and uh, there's a lot of aspects to it that I really enjoy, but I do think the fact that he died and then lived this dream with everyone on that ship. uh, He was was the most powerful warrior in a crime syndicate, and he fucked off to be a bounty hunter and go on crazy adventures with these weird people. Like, he's one of the most... Like important crime fighters, not even say crime fighters, but he's like a warrior. Like he, he, I the he's fact that he's fucking he's, around he's on this ship is crazy. So like it had to end that way, and I really loved that. I thought that was great. Um, I watched movie wise. Uh, I watched um Duck Soup again. Marx Brothers are the best. Never tried, never tried that. God, oh, it's not good. Duck Soup is not good. Bonus. The movie though is great. Oh, cool. Yeah, the movie's awesome. Uh, it's an hour long and still just joke after joke after joke still makes me laugh. Um, I watched Chips with um, Dax Shepard and Michael Pena. I've had Chips before. Uh, I you only watch food related movies. It's not good. I've seen it before, but I rewatched it again. And no, I did not watch food based movies. I wish. Uh, the next so movie, far, you have. Uh, Totino's <laughs> List. Um, oh, wait. What? Uh, wait. Uh, I. <laughs> I like the way that Dax Shepard shoots the the motorcycle chases. He obviously cares about motorcycles. I like not the be them. between him and Pena, uh, but I do not like the story. And I think Rosa Salazar is amazing. Alita: Battle Angel is okay, but dude, people need to see Night Owls. R- Rosa Salazar and Adam Polly and Night Owls is amazing. Outside of that, Rosa oh, Salazar she's great in Night Owls. is really cute, and I like her short hair brunettes for life. Then uh, <laughs> you know we, what you like. You don't gotta we watched tell us. Teen Witch, which is a hilariously bad 80s movie. It was amazing. Uh, we were not in our rhyme mindset that night. It was great. Uh, and then uh, uh, and then we watched at the end of that night In the Heights. Uh, well, before I get to In the Heights, I watched Hoop Dreams earlier in the week. And I love Hoop Dreams. It's my favorite sports movie. I, oh, Chris, yeah, have you ever seen it or one. heard about it? Hoop Dreams? Uh, was it a, you probably watch it in elementary school. A lot of people no, watch it. No, God, no, school. I would doubt it. It's a three-hour documentary. Oh, if it's a documentary, then no. It's the not only is it a documentary, it might be the greatest documentary that's ever been made. Oh my. Oh yeah. Oh really? yeah, Chris. Oh, yeah. Chris, this movie came out in the '90s. Spielberg and uh, not Spielberg, but Cisco and Ebert championed this movie so so much. They loved it so much, and it is. My favorite sports film and probably my favorite documentary ever. And um, they champion it, they champion, champion it. It does not get nominated for Best Documentary or what they wanted, Best Picture. Siskel and Ebert go on a go on a fucking run, dude. Then Ebert goes on TV and he uh, he reveals that there's a scam 
and he reveals the scandals inside the Oscar voting ring because he's like, fuck you for not putting this up there. This is the best movie of the year, and you didn't put it up there because you want your documentary friends up there? This is, And he revealed all the scandals about it, and like, yeah, it's one of the most famous, but it's about two kids who are both talented uh, basketball players in 88, 89 in Chicago, two young kids. And they both are talented, and they both, one's a little bit more talented than the other. And so they both get an opportunity to go to a fancier school, a, a, um, a Catholic school. And one of the kids, the coach, sees a possibility in. And he had just finished um, training a young athlete who went on to play in the actual NBA. And so he's got this, I'm going to make another star out of this kid. So he looks for the, out of these two kids, and he likes this one. So he makes his entire high school career about this one kid and he starts funneling money in people are doing everything this other kid who's also kind of talented he doesn't think he can control him so they he just kind of puts him by the wayside well he loses his scholarship and he doesn't go he doesn't get to go to that school anymore well over time that kid ends up living kind of a happy life because he still loves basketball and he goes to a public school ends up being one of the top varsity players of his school the other kid like fucking doesn't go well for him at all. He, he hates basketball. They are drilling it into him. All they want is this kid to blow his body out so they win a championship. They don't care what happens to kids after they leave high school. They want their championship. They don't care what they do to their bodies. They have to pay for his surgery. They'll fucking do it. If he has to miss his semesters, he's going to do it. Like... It's insane. You watch these kids. Now, Chris, they start this out following a couple kids in playgrounds. They see these two kids and see they're going to go to the school. They follow them for eight years. So it's, so it's boyhood. It's it's boyhood, but it's a documentary. Like, none of this was planned. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah, like, boyhood is, like is boyhood. they actually wrote a script and we're right, going right, to wait right. years for this to come out. And that's why, as a script and a story, boyhood is not that great. It is amazing to see it as an experiment. Do, like, Hoop Dreams is the real fucking thing. You watch these kids start out as kids loving it, go to college. You watch them as middle school kids go to college. That's and you crazy. see the entire system. And it's everything I hate about sports. Everything I hate about sports the is The entire there. business end. The best character of the movie is one of the kids' moms. She's the greatest human being ever. All she wants to do is to be a nurse. And she finally gets to go to, uh, go to college for being a nurse. She gets the highest grade in the class, which guarantees a job. And they go to her graduation. It's an entire auditorium. There's empty chairs except for the families of the people there for the eight women that are going to graduate. It is an entirely empty auditorium except for eight chairs. It immediately cuts to the high school game of her child filled with people, filled with cameramen. It's being aired. It's good newspaper men, everything. And it's just like, what are our priorities? What are we doing here? Damn. It's one of the best documentaries Damn. of all time. All time, Hoop if Gyms not the best. Amazing. Um, and then I watched Into the Heights. Uh, Into the Heights was amazing. I've never listened to the soundtrack. It was before Hamilton. That? Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote Into the Heights as a musical. It went on Broadway, did very well. That led him to write Hamilton. Oh, okay. And basically, it's just about Columbia Heights in New York and this neighborhood and just the people who live there. And the summer there, and it's hot, and maybe someone won a lotto ticket, maybe the pool's open, maybe the blackout's going to happen at this point. It's just a musical that uh, happens to be in this neighborhood it's of people. in the town. It's great. That's pretty interesting. I really love it. I know the movie. Where there's no, like, real the premise. Movie, the, it's movie, just the movie takes exactly. a lot of Latinx uh, priorities into it. 
Oh, it, it's the original, right? It, it's not just uh, Puerto Rican. It's Colombian. It's Mexican. Yeah. They take all of Columbia Heights and they make it very Latin. But also yeah. at the same time, that's the only focus of heritage that they're going with. Some people think that's a problem. In my opinion, no. It's representation within the story of the guy that he's telling it in. Yeah, why does it's, it matter? It's not a real neighborhood. It's a musical. Sometimes people are walking on the sides of buildings. Sometimes things are happening. Holy I would shit, say, Inception style? Yes. Whoa. There's a dance, there's a dance <laughs> yeah, number see. where people walk on a building, and that's my thing. Some of in the, the trailer, if you've seen it. Like, some of the dance numbers are extremely cinematic. There's a moment in the middle with a woman in a tunnel. I won't spoil it. It's the best musical number of the entire film. It's incredibly cinematic. Everything else is kind of back and forth, but the music, I really loved. And once I was done watching the movie, I drove home from where I was, listened to the soundtrack, and I could play the entire movie in my head. As I was watching it, we watched it without captions. So there were words and things that I was missing. Listening to it again on the way home, I was catching everything I missed. And that's what I love about a good musical. You can replay the entire movie in your head. Um... And that's, that's where you watch that? watched. Uh, it's on HBO Max for free. Holy I shit. wish I'd have seen it in theaters. I think I would have loved it in theaters. I did not want to watch it that night. Um, but that and Fast no regrets, 9 man. were the two no things regrets. I was looking forward to. Uh, and it's great. There is one moment in it when they're all at a wave pool and they're all like dancing. They keep cutting from different actors. There's a moment where the, the main actor is walking obviously in front of a green screen on a treadmill in his swimsuit, like singing and dancing. It looks awful for this one shot they just didn't light it correctly and it looks terrible and it's totally in the movie people pointed it oh. out it looks off it's like basically the scorpion king at the end of the movie it does not look good lighting's wrong i really can't screen. wait for the corridor crew to ever fix it because they need it fixed uh yeah it doesn't let's talk look to them about that but <laughs> i you can request them. you can send in requests to those I w- guys i wish people would see this in the theaters i really like the soundtrack it's incredibly latin the it's so good everyone in it is great the guy uh, the beauty of a lot of these though, is that they they will all make the run back to theaters in 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 time. Especially. It's in theaters right now. It's, yeah. it's not doing well. It's really? not doing well. It's actually considered a bomb, but it, it is getting subscriptions. Uh, th- this is the thing. Like every movie that comes out on both from HBO Max, it's gonna lose ticket sales yeah. from whatever. But honestly, this this is way better than The Greatest Showman. And The Greatest Showman proved that although musicals don't do well at first, people come back to them. And mm. Greatest Showman was something right. that like totally gained its money back oh three God. weeks down the line. And I guarantee you this will happen because it's the beginning of summer and it's an excellent summer movie. Great soundtrack. And if yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. And that's everything I watched. I mean, I watched things that, inv- that absolutely had to do with Back to the Future and I spent a lot of time watching that. There's oh a seven-hour Oh, game. I forgot. There's a seven-hour game and I watched as much as I could of that. There's an oh, animated nice. show. I watched a lot. And that's I didn't it. watch a lot of the extended stuff, but I did forget to mention. I did watch Rick and Morty again. I haven't seen the new one. There's a new episode that's going to show on tonight. So at at 11 p.m. So we're going to be talking. All right, Peter. What did you watch this week? You really want to know? Yes, my lovely. I was making sure. Um, so like Alex said, we we watched the Bee Boop. Bee Boop. Bee Boop. Uh, I wanted. I wanted to talk about uh, one thing before, though, because I have less to say about this thing. Uh, I got back into anime, so I finished Rick and Morty up until... Uh, that's an anime, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay, ja- and in Japan, it would be considered. It is animated. I take my junk back. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. <laughs> 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 no, I'm I you don't. It's recorded. It's too bad. No, we'll cut this part out. 
No, no, Peter. Start over. You got to live, <laughs> you you live with your bad joke. Oh, I live with Just myself like every life. day. Uh, the only thing I can do. Um, uh, 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 would you watch me? Uh, so I. Uh, Rick and Morty was, was something exactly. I agree. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And in translation, Rick and Morty is something that I would always go back to, but I had to take it in in pieces. Yeah. Because it was just, I I don't know what it was about it. It wasn't that it was repetitive. It's just it it's was kind of nihilistic. Yeah, it was just a little harsh. And was, and you know, Rick is a dick. It, r- it rhymes like poetry. And he just kidnaps his grandson, who's like struggling through school, barely goes. Like, damn, dude, fuck. Like the the, the premise of it is is fucked up but that's what makes it funny because like he's just he's all around a dick there's a balance that you have to crack and i think rick and morty is testing people whereas uh, like a perfect balance would probably be like it's always sunny mm. people will always love those terrible yeah. fucking assholes yeah and bojack is on like the opposite that's the extreme yeah level. that's the extreme yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. i love bojack. bojack is super nihilistic fucking love bojack yeah. and i haven't i haven't gotten past the first season of bojack Ooh, and you know me i binge my shit i binge my shit it's a rough show I man i can't yeah i anyway. watched that i saw it was on twitter the other day and someone's like uh you're, ch- you're ch- i just went through four seasons straight of this fucking sad horse show i don't know what to do <laughs> and, then, and then someone and then someone posted underneath on twitter they're like good get ready bro there's two more seasons and he's like fuck <laughs> I can't wait. And I'm like, yeah, dude. I just watched this really Get sad ready, horse show. Too much that show rocks. Dude. That's so funny. I love, love it. Show. I love that. That's amazing. I was talking to about that. They're like, why would you watch a show like that? And I was like, I was talking to somebody that, that, that I knew That is a Hollywood it. bear, ladies and, uh, and gentlemen. They the, do one not of the most look famous like bears. Yeah, we're, we've started the movie, so Zach's going to point he out He started the, the movie like a half an hour ago, uh, which saying, was a mistake. So Zach's going to be pointing out bears yeah, when he sees them. We can pause it if it'll become a problem. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah. Yeah. Famous bear. Yeah, yeah. Famous bear. Uh. No. No. No bears of my recollection in in Rick and Morty. But I did. I. I just somehow I was like, yeah. Back to the Future. I'll. I'll watch this other thing that's kind of like it. Just because like there was nothing else to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd already. I'd already watched all the movies. And I was like, yeah, I'll get. I. I was in that. It was in that. That mood. And so I wound up just binging season. F- what was the last season that's out? Four. Four. The, like the new one that's right out that's out right now. The one that's out right now is season five. Okay, so yeah, then I watched all of season four. I may have missed a couple episodes in the previous season, but I was like, I don't give a shit. I couldn't do it. I couldn't Whatever. Go, I couldn't rewatch what I had watched and like just knowing. Yeah. Anyway, get the Vindicators episode though. It's just pretty it good. Just conveniently, when I finished the season, I'm like, oh, that's it. All right, I'm I'm caught up. And the next day, Adult Swim posts the premiere episode of season five on YouTube for free. <laughs> Just timed it perfectly. It's crazy for like I swim. Like I went back into the past and told myself to watch. It was really weird. I didn't, though. I I didn't. So okay. No. Yeah. Not 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 to say anything. I love the season five opener so much. Yeah, he just controls the cops, Morty. He just controls the cops. It's a what good what do you mean he controls the cops? Just just don't fuck with him. He controls the cops. The cops just gonna beat the shit. It's <laughs> it's a really it's oh, it's really Mister. What's what's the what's his arch nemesis's name? I forgot. I don't know. That's how forgettable Mister? he is, though. Yeah, well, he's a one-off character. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, no. It's like Zimbumafu or some shit. Samsonite. I was way off. You like that one, Chris? Uh, 
<laughs> I I talk about Zabumafu often because it's in my it's childhood. It's a good show. Yeah. And it's a good show. Most oh people that I talk to about it have no it's idea. Your Nimbus. Nimbus. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't Zubumafu. have freaking cable. Yeah. It's stupid. Dude, Zabumafu was great. Night school schmucks. PBS. PBS, man. Um, Mr. Nimbus was cool. Yeah, Nimbus. But so, something that I really enjoy. And I, had, some I with, deposit with Beth and Jerry. I know. I de- <laughs> I deposit and think like this is the first time we're we're like we're really Nimbus just says a few things about about Rick and his past and his wife. Yeah. And I'm like five seasons and we finally got here in the mm. premiere episode of season five. We finally get like why is he a dick? Well, why is he a piece of shit? We in the season three opener, um, which had the Szechuan sauce and it blew up into the real world. We got a hint of that too. <laughs> they just like doing it in their premiere episodes, and they never talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Rick. And, that's Dan Harmon for you. And then about a nutshell. I mean, that'd be interesting. And, and, and you then watch you get every pilot, and you'll get a, a full story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. Get the, you'll get the story <laughs> yeah. that you want. Season, yeah. Because yeah. after uh, a while, I'm like, why I mean, is he a dick. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but I always want to know about what I'm going feeling. Twenty two. I want to know about Mr. Poopy Butthole. Yes. Yes. No, I mean I thought you were talking about me. No, that's the character. I thought you were talking about that uh, that boss in Conquers Bad Fur Day. Starfish. <laughs> Starro. Is that his name? I just Starro? yeah, that's, Starro. That's a starfish's oh, name. Um, I just want to know about Mr. Poopy Butthole. That's all. Oh, the the professor, and then he had his whole whole class. Yeah, but he got shot by Beth in an yeah, episode, at the, at the and he had episode. and he. But he's and, fine. Yeah, I know, but he got shot. He had to go through rehab, and we find out about that the next season. The season after that, he got a family, and the season after that, he got the college. Yeah, he's and he good, and he had to like. He's gonna get shot again. Yeah, he's gonna get shot again, dude. I am. I didn't think I'm gonna cry, Mr. Poopy. Well, well, again. he he was fine. He's finally pursuing what he wants, and he's living his life, only to realize that all of the people in his class that he was teaching are like were, ninjas or something. Were in on this thing. That Rick hired them to do. It was a <laughs> full circle. Rick's a dick. Yeah. And he fucked your whole life up. Yes. None of these people care what you're teaching. He's not bad. They're just here to sneak attack you when I want. He's a bad man. Yeah. Good bad boy. I I love Rick. Good and an, good anime. You know, I think it's. it's vi- I don't like. I, oh, I like that there aren't. You know, the still frames and like the yeah. in, inside head talk narrating. I'm good. They don't have that. Like yeah. Back on Titan. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, <laughs> Going back Fucking next week. That. I get to go back. We're going back. Yeah, we're going, going back. back. Yeah, he's going to say. You're, I'm are, in you the gonna finish, are you actually going to finish through season four finally? I'm in the middle of season three right now. I put on hold so we can go to Bebop, and he's going to go back to where I'm at. Because it's so com- my favorite going. part of the series is coming up in season three, so I like mm. I want to I want to get back to that. And I also just feel like watching it again. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, me too, man. I'm like on this. I'm on this binge of now. I just want to watch so much Rick and Morty again, though. Yeah, that was yeah, that was like exactly that was the mood I was in, which was really weird because usually it's I'm like get it two episodes and I'm like, oh, geez, yeah, man. I'm just like <laughs> okay, I'm like in the, it's, I'm, they're thought out really well. Yeah, and, well, well, the writers are really he's smart. smart. The the characters smart as fuck. So when he does something, you're like, oh my god, that he is like, so smart. Yeah, he like plans like whoever's writing this show is smart. Dan Harmon, <laughs> is he? He's the one writing this. Yeah, Ryland, him and Ryland. Oh. Yeah. Ryland, yeah. Hmm. Is I he think? a dick in real life? Uh, <laughs> probably. Didn't he, isn't Dan Harmon also doing Polar Opposites right now, too? No, Ryland. That's Ryland. But also, that stops because of Middle Ditch. Okay. Middle Ditch got me tooed. Uh, that's <laughs> Ooh. Hard. He was abusing women in a club. That's 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he got what he deserved. Yeah. Uh, then Bebop. Yeah, Bebop. 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 Weebop. Weebop. Oh, my dog that lived in my. It's okay. It's okay. My my uh, dog who lives in the tree with me. It's a long story. Um, oh, we're in a bunker. bunker. We're in a bunker. I'm the bring- bunker's in a tree. I'm I'm bringing her down oh, into the bunker. Right yeah, it's storming. I guess. Yeah, it's raining right now. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Come forth, doggo. Come forth, oh, my Dorman dog. Dorman Norman. Dorman Norman. Oh uh, yeah. So bebop, sweebop, bedebop. Squeed up. Uh, the the movie was was really cool. The movie was a long episode. Yeah. Of Cowboy <laughs> Bebop. And I wasn't I wasn't disappointed because we had already got something like that, so you can't lower the bar. Mm-hmm. So the bar wasn't lowered. It was just another episode of Cowboy Bebop that was super long. And every honestly, every episode of Cowboy Bebop could have been like a movie, like a two hour movie. You yeah. could have stretched yeah. that story out and it would have worked. Yeah. I'm um, kinda happy that they don't do that though, because I'm not I hate it. What? I hate it. <laughs> some of those stories have really good. Some of those episodes yeah, have I'm really serious. good premises. That's yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding when I say yeah. those episodes could have been movies. I mean, I feel like that could almost TV. happen with like every episode of Space Dandy too, though. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm talking about some about of them take it. things from movies. What? Some of them t- Space Dandy takes some things from movies. Oh, for sure, definitely. But yeah, be- it w- it was. I was surprised that they they didn't tie anything to like. The next, because the the movie was made after the show ended, so I'm surprised they didn't like echo something from the ending of the episode, or they tried to tie it into the show more than just being like, well, Edward's Edward's in here, so the movie can take place at this point in time. It wasn't like a real tying something together. Just like here's another adventure. Yeah, and it's like this is around the time it took place. Yeah, it's like Mm -hmm. you you missed an opportunity there, but still, it was awesome. I mean. The, f- the first couple shots, I was just blown away because they have different style lenses for the movie, but you just have to you have to draw that. I looked it up. No rotoscoping, no nothing. You're they made that. fucking kidding they me. They fucking made that. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, the animation looked rotoscoped at certain points because just how natural everything looked. That's... Those artists are just that talented. That's so impressive. And yeah, the different lenses when... Uh, when Spike is talking to the guy who take can't take him, who needs to humble himself, he's in a fucking gas station talking yeah. about whatever the fuck he's talking about, and they're going, they're going back and forth, and there's a shot with both of them in it, and the the lens, the lens that I don't know what kind of lens they were trying to use for for the movie or like replicate, but the the foreground was warping and bending, so like the middle was really was at its highest point and then yeah like a fisheye lens it, yeah exactly like the f- like a fisheye lens it was really it was really cool I'm like i never would have thought to look for something like that in a show and the only other thing that i can i mean there's probably more but uh attack on titan did that with the scene um with levi when he's yeah. going across the the balconies and the rooftops and the, he's like super up close i think corridor Crew yeah, talks they about talked that. about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, right. that's a great scene. That's yeah. a and they change. They basically change lenses. Mid, yeah, mid shot, but they can do that because it's all animation. Yeah, well, well, Animated the background, is, the background yeah. was all digital, but the the character itself was. Animated. That's that's yeah that that's what the lenses was. That's what the was changing with the lenses was yeah. Levi in up front, and then you see like yeah you see him really up close, his foot really so, close, his body super far um, away, and 
Your lines has to the be really super cool wide thing that. about that is that um, like Bebop was doing it a lot, and so was like Gundam. But like the director who really pioneered that in the, in the popular sense, like really got it into like the popular media, was Satoshi Kon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. That, I that mean, man is like talented. Watching Paprika fuck. really really changed yeah. the way. That, like, it's one thing to animate things. It's one thing to understand how film works. It's another thing to understand how film works so much so that you apply how lenses look into your animation. It's fucking crazy. No one does that in U.S. I would think no. the closest people that are doing it are Phil and Lord Miller are looking I, for artists that try to do that. But yeah. none of them are actually affecting the, like, they're actually trying to animate things that look as real as possible. Mm. And that implies how the lens you're looking at it through. And like, yes, watching like Paprika, shit, just, the, just I was the gonna say, I, I was gonna say, Alex, the the opening scene of that where she jumps into that dude's yeah. shirt is like the perfect example of. That. I mean, uh, yes, they pointed it out, and every YouTube video I found about Paprika pointed out that shot. It is the most iconic. It is shot. the most masterful iconic shot of that movie, and it's a throwaway thing that happens in the opening. It's like, so the great. opening is Paprika is able to go Mike through people's drop. dreams and she can like funnel and she's like going through different scenarios and stuff. So she's just skating anime? on. Yeah, this she's, is a movie. She's <laughs> we, we recorded on the podcast. It's, it's inspired Inception. Uh, it, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. OK. So she's right. skating on the sidewalk and then these guys are trying to come to her. So she just floats into the square of their shirt and then turns around and gives you a little wink. The way that that's, that's transitioned is insane. It's yeah. perfect. It's, and you it's can do that with shot. the animation because it's just. It's but it's pen because and paper, he man. understands how yeah. cameras work and yeah. how lenses work that he's able to apply that. Uh, that's it's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. This, the, I, there's I mean, no other I mean, way to describe and it. And the, the beauty, the the crazy thing about it is Genius. you see that a lot more in his anime series, uh, Paranoia Agent and Perfect Blue, yeah. which Perfect Blue inspired. Uh, what's it called? The 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 um, <sighs> the drug movie from the nineties. Oh my god. Oh, um, Requiem. Requiem for a Dream. You mean he ripped off a lot from Requiem? No, <laughs> other way around. Other way around. I'm saying he ripped off that shit for Requiem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the dude who made Requiem stole Satoshi Kon's whole thing with Perfect Blue. I mean, so did Nolan. Yeah, no. Like this is the dude that inspired like Requiem for a Dream and Inception, and then also made and Black Parano Swan and and, and yeah. made Paranoia Agent, which is just also a fucking great movie and. So is uh, Tokyo Godfathers. Oh, Tokyo Godfathers is great. And this the dude's only made like five movies too, and he died. It's oh, it's tragic, and I love this. Yeah, movie. yeah, killed himself. Oh. So then after the movie, uh, we had four episodes left of Beboop. Beboop, sweet. Bibbidi bobbidi boop. Uh, I didn't quite binge it how I would normally binge something. I w I watched. Did you do it that night after I left? I don't know. My mm. memory doesn't go back that far, unfortunately. It only goes back the last uh, twenty four hours, maybe thirty six. <laughs> Unless I write it down. Okay. Yeah, have you ever seen Memento? No. Really? I don't remember. It's like that, man. Okay, I remember. I don't. Oh. Get it? Did you kill your wife? I'm happy that they did like a two-part episode, which really interesting. So they did the two-part episode, and it was like, see, it works. You can have longer episodes mm -hmm. if you have two parts of the episodes. And that's what's cool, because then after the fact, then they made the movie even longer than a two-part episode. Yeah. So it just it just proved my point when I after watching, like, see, see, and you did it. So you proved it. You proved that you could yeah. by making a movie. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Um, but fuck, man, that ending, mm. that fucking ending. Oh. It is one of the best, if not the best, 
endings of his show that I've seen. Right? Like, I, I, I was leaning up in, in my chair, and my arms were in the air, and my, my jaw was on. You know what I'm talking about? You're like, <gasps> yeah. And he just goes, bang. Yeah. And then just I, like with the harmonica guy. Yeah. I love and it. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, and I'm holding my breath, and I'm like, and the credits go, and it just that oh music as it goes up in the stars. Oh my god! And then yeah, once once I saw it was going up, I'm like, are we gonna see a starry night? And the stars gonna go out? And then I waited and I waited and waited and hasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the like the dream shit. It was something that you know a, a middle schooler would come up with, like when they're writing a short story. But it was all a dream, and mm-hmm. I woke up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, except uh, but like they 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 did such a good job doing that shit. It and really makes sense. Like he died it, no, it and then woke up and didn't really know if he was alive or not, and he l- had to die to understand whether he actually died first. And I like that later when they made the movie, they had a character show up in the story that pushed that idea into his head. And mm. So it makes more sense when you yeah. watch that movie with the show in chronological order because you're like, oh, so maybe th- he had that those thoughts in his head. But once another guy is experiencing that. He's like, fuck. But it's also like the guy who was um, hacking, the 13-year-old hacker. Ed? No, no, no. The one who was in a coma that created, oh! the, that created the cult. Yeah, the cult. Yeah. The cult dude. It's, he has the exact same thing. He's like, is it a dream? I don't want to mm-hmm. wake up. Turns out he was having And that was the episode right after, wait, was the it? movie, yeah. Brain yeah, scan. it was. Yeah, brain scan. It was. It, it's just, that's what was cool. The, the still like, it's hard to place those sort of things in like a, a real timeline because they go on adventures every day. But for a story and having those ideas seeded, mm-hmm. it works so well. Yeah. Like you had the bad guy, and he's like, "I see butterflies and shit. I'm gonna cut your your bra open." I used to love a person who looked well, like that. Well, that's another interesting. There, there is a famous uh, Chinese uh, Too philosopher. Much fun <laughs> there's a famous Chinese philosopher who bought, who posed the idea that he woke up, he had a dream as a butterfly, then woke up and then went, "Holy shit, was I a butterfly and I'm dreaming that I'm a human?" And that kind of where that's where the butterflies came up that's fucking crazy yeah it's fucking crazy yeah so just yeah chef's chef's kiss and i worth it worth it to the end worth it to the fucking end man are Mm -hmm. you kidding me i was never like come on i i mean those first those first few episodes you were kind of like and i was like "Mm." like yeah five came along you were just like a not a cookie cutter thing but i'm used to stories where it's like they introduce the character and you and you, you're kind of satisfied almost immediately with, like, a backstory. But you still mm-hmm. have to wait. But yeah. for them, it was, like, jack shit. Yeah. Jack shit nothing. But now when you go back now, you're like, oh, yeah. It's yeah, just, just Jet that, and Spike. And then all of a sudden, Ayn comes up. And then, uh, and then oh, and then the more. And then, oh, uh, yeah. It, it It is basically cyclical. Mm-hmm. That, that middle point when they're all four together, that is, they don't understand yeah. how great that moment is for them until it's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you almost have to watch it one more time to see this to see that shit unfold again and mm-hmm. understand why Faye is the way Faye is and because that was bugging the shit out of me a lot yeah. it wasn't a problem but it was just bugging me mm-hmm. how how Faye interacted with people and how shitty she treated people and yeah. ditching things and like we all got our problems but you can't always make it someone else's problem yeah and then like you gotta changed. figure shit out too electric boogaloo yeah uh, but fuck man yeah by the end she's one of my faves Mm. I mean, they're all my faves, but like, damn. 
Ed I'm, and Ayn going off. I'm glad that you love it, Peter. I, I love the shit out of it, and I'm I, so happy we got to see Ed's dad. That's something I didn't know I wanted to see, and how much crazy. of a piece of shit he is. And it's just like, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like you can you can see how she is his daughter and how he is her dad. Mm-hmm. But immediately he's like, all right, yeah, uh, thanks for taking care of my boy, girl. I don't really remember. And uh, anyway, here's some eggs. And then another meteor falls, and he's like, all right, let's go, uh, Mick, Michael, uh, whatever your name is. And he's like, come on, I told you my name every time. And he, he can't even can't you know, remember the name of that no, guy. He can't remember the name of the dude he's been working with for I don't even know fucking how long. Yeah, but I love the fact that um, she also, when she, after she was left at that daycare, went off on her own. Went to went to hang out with some nun for three years and orphans, and then went off and did her own thing, and then knew full well that if she was ever at back at that place, that, that was food. That if she ever exactly. went back to those bebop guys, yes. there'd be food, and she could help them get somewhere. Like I, the way she said goodbye, although she hurt, she was hurt by her father. That also is just what she's always done. Yeah, it is. She isn't doing it just to be. I want to be with my dad. She has done it before in the past with the nun in them. So it is. But she'll see you blood. again, space cowboy. Yeah. See yeah. you later. He never did. I am. Oh, you never know. Maybe she grows up and she finds Jet. You won't see him in a month. It's yeah. it's a little saddening. Uh, well, not really, because you know Justin's a douchebag. But um, it's what? <laughs> well, uh, I was gonna make a Firefly thing. It's a little sad oh. that we didn't get to see like the completion of like the story that like Firefly was trying to inspire itself off, Bebop for that matter. Yeah. Full fruition. There wouldn't be a Firefly if there was no Outlaw Star, Bebop, or yeah. um, the other one we found. <laughs> well, whatever the other one. The other, the other one that actually did it. That Josh Whedon actually stole from. Um, well, he stole from all of them, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean... Josh Whedon's just a douche, but, like, but then you look at Brick and you're like, that's how you homage to Spike Spiegel. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just, For sure. Just a dog who gets to get the shit beat out of him and still going. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. barking. It it's really interesting because Bebop really is just like an old samurai's tale when you really look back to it. And next is another samurai's show. Next is another samurai's show. I'm really excited for Shampoo. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sure I've said Shampoo before many times in my life and not knowing it was a show. It's it's a word. I looked it up. It's a combination of two Japanese words that basically mean mixed up food. So it's a oh. mi- remix, remixing your recipe, and it, they're saying that because it's mostly a hip hop soundtrack. And there's a lot of they literally have scenes where they're fighting, and then all it goes, and then they go back. They literally go back in time and show the moment, and then they go whip, 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 whip. yeah, yeah. Like it's that, very hip hop really inspired. Cool. I'm actually really interested in it. For me, it was two things. It was I would. It was a swear word for me for a while. I was like shampoo because mm-hmm. it's so satisfying to say. And then if I would drop the soap in my shower, I go shampoo. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's it. Don't drop the soap in the shower, don't Peter. I don't shower with other people anymore. You sure? After I... After one time? Did you drop the soap I'm one sorry! time? I'm sorry! No, it's just... <sighs> I dropped the soap and I stood there bent over for an hour. Nothing happened. <laughs> oh, nothing was going to happen. <laughs> well, man. Alex... Everything... I was just wasting water. A- it was Alex, very let bad. me be clear. You were being too available. Uh, I was being needy. You gotta what? want me to being, want you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was. I wasn't playing hard. What to get. you to play hard to get. That's how you get people to get, get you in the shower. Yeah, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> that every, getting dirty. Just remember, Peter. Everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I hope we hit the last Airbender some one of these days. Not tonight. That's my life story, man. And I and I finished the series uh day before my or two days before my. 
my birthday. It was just like, it was such a conclusion for everything. Uh, a lot of concluding things this week. Yeah. A lot of conclusions, yeah. Non-movie related, I did see a UFO. Nice. nice. Yes. But that's all. Yes, he did. It was TARS. It was love TARS. <laughs> it could have been TARS. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? So, Chris. I, oh, I, no, that's what it was. We, I, we watched some internet movie-like things. They're like feature-length shit, but... Yeah, I showed him my Sophie and stuff like that. I am Sophie. Uh, yeah, it was. It's a YouTube horror series about this rich girl who would make YouTube videos and then a monster and a stalker kidnapper. It's great. Yeah, you could watch them all in like a movie. I mean, it's no different thing. than watching huh. like Marble Hornets, though. No, this is great quality. Marble Hornets it's is so 2008, man. Well, so 2008. Uh, this is <laughs> now like they throw boom, boom, money boom. at this shit. Really? Yeah, dude. It's very well dude, done. Dude, I miss Marble Hornets like being super low budget and like funny. And this was, this I mean, this was still low budget for a YouTube thing, but also they rented it looks a, really they rented good. A private, they rented a, a private a, a jet, Lamborghini a and, a, and a jet. It looks really good. They went all but also and the monster itself it is great as well. That's cool. Yeah, it was. That's the one thing that was like surprised. Uh, maybe just because I haven't looked into it, that like nobody tried to redo like what Marvel. They actually was. sold it and they made it into a movie. Did they actually? Yeah, and it has a different name. It's like Slender Man something or whatever, and it just doesn't work. But they sold their rights and made I'm their. So, yeah, uh, with that kind but, of title. But as I was, su- no. but as I was saying, I, I was just surprised that nobody actually tried to do it something like that again on YouTube. And and obviously, I, no, I mean they're doing it everywhere. Yeah, uh, so many Marvel Hornets ripoffs. It's yeah, insane. But like no, Marble Hornets is like the original. No, though. yeah, no one can be Marble Hornets. <laughs> so good, Chris. Anything? Okay, you're good. I'm done. What did you? I watch? think we're ready for our Dark Side of the Ring recap. First, I watched Fast and Furious Nine. Hey. Oh, you saw I wa- it? I went. To, I went to the movie theater Friday night. I went to. I went last to last Friday night. Yeah, no, last Friday dipping in the dark. night. Yeah, sorry. No, mm. I went to. Uh, Rebecca Black. I went to um, the uh, the new movie theater. In a There's a new one in uh, Bloomington, the the in the Mall of America. Oh yeah, yeah they, they sold they, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. old CMX. CMX and, yeah, they they sold CMX because during, after COVID because it failed and then yeah. due to COVID. That shit is a revolving door for movie theaters. It wasn't an AMC in there. Am I am I crazy? For a long no, time. No, it's not AMC. It's a, it's a it's a. But wasn't there one there? No, no, for a long no, time. No, so it was okay. A C- then I'm not crazy. Yeah, it was an AMC. Then it became a CMX, which was like this Mexican company. They went under during COVID. And yep. B&B. New company is like a that local. Place is it's bad like a local luck. people doing it. Or yep. Something. Uh, BNB. It is yeah. bad luck to rent that sh- place. That out. whole floor, man. I saw. It's bad luck. I haven't seen a movie Dude, there. Dude, they have X during there now. I kind of want to go to it, but that's Guys, a whole nother thing. I haven't seen a movie there since Superman Returns. Wow, that's 06. I, I, hey, the Chris, only, you the only thing I remember is my dad falling asleep next to me. Oh my hey. god, I watched I watched Pacific Rim in that in that one. So so. So, Chris, you want to know the last movie I saw in that movie theater? <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. Wow. Rise of Skywalker. So that was the last one you saw at Mall of America? Yeah. Damn. It was CMX. We had just Ooh. opened and... We had just opened, and and me and a buddy wanted to go check it out. Also, I've told a, I've told a few people... They chose a shitty time to read. Speaking of that... Alex, I've told a few people that the last movie you saw before COVID struck was Rise of Skywalker, and they were like, oof. I'm oof. like, oof. I thought you said <laughs> I'm like, fuck that shit. <laughs> anyway, um, but I yeah. I saw I Wanted Into the Heights or Fast 9. So yeah, I saw, um, I saw Fast and Furious 9. Werewolf Pine. Because I have to. Here, right? Alex, Alex, maybe we can hold you off on going to like a movie movie theater until Dune comes out. 
No, I've made I'm I've already made a deal with him that we're gonna do it. Fast and nine. I would see Fast Nine in the theater for sure. We can do va- you're gonna do Fast Nine or I'm for sure gonna see that in the theater before Dune. Uh, for um, sure. But um Yeah, so <sighs> Honest opinion. It's okay. Y'all like laying it. it out. Let me ask Justin you this. Lin's back. For, before you do this, how did you like eight? I liked I liked eight. Okay. Um um, Han's back. Han's back. Solo. What's wrong, Han? Back up black! <laughs> I hit the sack! That's what she said. Um, nice. Ouch. <laughs> it's hit the sack. Ouch. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, honest opinion, it felt like Fast Five again. So that uh, do you like Fast Five? I do, do you but like, it just felt it? like a retread, honestly. I mean, it is... The, Even it, with all the new crazy crap. Well, I mean, most people think that Fast Five is the best. Here's what I think. I liked Seven more than this one. Seven's pretty good. Seven's yeah. Seven's like my second favorite. Yeah. Um. Actually, I, li- I do like Six a lot. Five, right. six, is, six and Seven are ties, pretty much. Um. But, like, yeah, it just felt... No, fuck it. I like seven a lot. <laughs> uh, seven, seven is great. So I mean, like seven would be the next bar after five. Eight is okay. Hobbs and Shaw is not a good Fast and Furious movie. It's a good remake of uh, that Kurt Russell movie that uh-huh. he did. Um, I don't remember, but it's an eighties. Co- it's an eighties two guys hate each other movie. It's not a good Fast and Furious movie. Eight is okay. I think it's okay. No, here's my thing. I think this felt like. Even with all the crazy stuff that happened, this felt like a step down. Downgrade? Like, you have escalated to the point where there are now, like, cyber... No, no, like, uh, like uh, cybernetic super soldiers. Yeah. Now... Are they in this movie in or the just Hobbs and Furious show? Well, they're there. That how is far the bad you, guy of Hobbs Alex, and Shaw. How far do you want me to take this? Is any of the is any of the shit from Hobbs and Shaw the canonical shit from Hobbs and Shaw in this movie? Little, okay, very little. Then fine, okay. But how far do you want me to take this? I mean, I've seen. There's the, a lot to talk. I've about. seen the rocket. Come on, I haven't I've seen, seen the any of these. I know what. Well, uh, yeah, they put that in the freaking trailer. I haven't seen it, but space. I want to see it. I've never even seen the trailer. I've avoided the trailer. Which movie are you talking about? Fast and, Furious, Fast and Furious. Right? Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. I've any literally avoided the trailer. You're saying that there's like cyber soldiers? I'm like, what? that's Hobbs and Shaw. That's Hobbs and Shaw. That's a spinoff. That's uh, cyber by David soldiers Leach. And yes, and Shaw. Idris oh Elba. Idris Elba. There were. Idris Elba was. The I've cyber seen soldier. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Saw that Idris one. Idris Elba got. Idris Elba got Hulk Hogan's spine. He's awesome, man. He's great in that movie. Yeah, I know. He's fantastic. Um, I, I but like, yeah, like I really did. It's a good movie. It's just a bad Fast and Furious movie. This just felt like knew that. So proves that. It just felt like a step down. It was, honestly. I mean, uh, they were never going to reach the heights of five. Here's the thing. Paul Walker's gone. Giselle is gone. Rock is gone. And Statham is gone. And you have Justin Lin, who has not been back to the series for some times. His first outing is not going to be. back since six. It's not going to be great. He's He hasn't been back in years. He hasn't dealt with Vin for years. He's back and he's, you know, it's a little bit clumsy. I never expected this one to be great. I expect the next one. I think they're going to stick the landing with 10. I just, yeah, I just felt like a, this one just felt like a step down in terms, also in terms of escalation. I don't need escalation. People talk about the escalation of the movies. For me, I, I, five was such a good, good 
time. It's so fucking good. And then you get to six, and it's just a continuation of that vibe. And seven as well, and it's just like, it isn't about topping them. I will say that my favorite set piece of all the movies is in seven. That center set piece is so, so good. I didn't care if the rest of the movie never matched up to that level. I wanted that, and they gave it to me, and I was like, these movies are amazing. I, and I, then you get I the have ending. A hot take. The ending of seven is one of the best endings ever. Absolutely. Ever. I, and you're just like, I'm going yeah. to give a hot take here. You don't oh like boy. those movies. No, I, well, I like the third one. The third, third one's, one's good. Yeah, you you haven't watched cars. past four, though. No, I haven't watched past four. Well, I own eight, and I have seen eight. Um, and I, and I have seen Fast Five, which is the best of the bunch. Yeah, I haven't seen six or seven, and I do want to go see nine. I, and I have seen Hobbs and Shaw. I need to go so, back to six. So I, I, like, I, I, I will rephrase. It's got a raid guy I, in there. I, I rephrase. I just haven't seen like the, but I haven't the. seen like the middle two. That's like the two I haven't seen. Five, six, and seven are the best of everything, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> broad statement. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think no I th- it, it varies. It varies from like the first one is OK. It's an OK movie. The second one also is OK. The first three are OK. The fourth one is a step down. And then the fifth one is a massive, amazing step up. And then six, seven are, are trying to keep that level and are kind of losing it bit by bit, but still holding strong for two fucking movies. Five, six, and seven are amazing. Eight, it's okay. eight. No, I actually like eight. Eight is good, but it's. I mean, there's a lot of things I like about it, and there's a lot of things that I think push it a little bit too far. But I've never. I you have to be a, a mediocre movie for me. Hobbs and Shaw is a mediocre movie. I don't like that. Fast and Furious, even eight, is a huge. Big budget th- cars shit out of buildings in that yeah. movie, and there are zombies and kill people. Like I right. think that's great, and there are things that I love about it. But in terms of when I'm watching this series, you either have to be the caliber of six or seven, or at most five, but never, ever, ever be four, three, two, or one again. Right. Don't yeah. ever be those movies. The moment you are those films again, then I'm out. Every, if you're just a good, solid, good time until then, I'm fine. I don't I care don't how dumb okay, they get. So, so hear me out on this one just because I'm I'm a sucker for, like, the old Japan story of even a foreigner coming in and, like, doing a thing in Japan. Everyone's like, hey, I, we you know, we, we learned the thing and we're doing the thing. I just like, like Tokyo Drift a lot in a weird way. Like, <coughs> it's also the, the, the movie with the most amount of Han in it up until this new one from what I understand. Um, yes, but that's also not the movie that Han originated from. No. Han originated from a film outside of the No, Fast no, I know, series, I know, I know that. And he is great in that. Yeah. Better so, luck tomorrow. So, so... Which you should see. Tokyo Drift... Also has John Cho. My biggest issue with Tokyo Drift is just the lead's terrible. He in, is. He's the worst part about the movie, but everything... He's not I, great. Lucas I, Black is not great. No, he's not. But I will say though that like I love the visuals of that movie a lot. Uh, I love God. the I that love first the, race. That first race is. Great. I love the Technicolor of downtown Tokyo. Tokyo. Even that, but like just the look of it, the kind of almost a Kira little look of it. I yeah, and, and, I then, also... and then even even that like that last like race felt good. That like last race with Han mm-hmm. in it before uh, before yeah before he dies. Um, d- dies. 
dies to Jason Statham. So that much you know. <laughs> I've seen it. Like I, yeah, I know he's alive. Yeah. You said you didn't see a trailer. That's in the trailer. They the first thing when they announced that Nine was coming back, they put that Han's coming back. Yeah, I I like I've been following the movie and all of the story beats, but the moment an actual full length trailer came out, I was like, no, not touching it. And then COVID happened, and I was like, I'm not going to see this for a year, so no. And then new trailers (laughs) came out, and they were shitting it out within a month, and I was like, "Uh, no, I'm just going to wait. And so everyone's been watching the new movies. I don't think I'm going to watch the old movies till I watch Nine. I'm going to watch Nine and then probably watch. I have the time to do it this week. But I would really love to go to Attack on Titan. I would really love to finish Gangs of London, which I still haven't done yet. And I would really love to go to Champloo and watch other summer stuff. But and some more Space Fast Dandy. and Furious is a very summery series. More Space Dandy, I'm assuming. Uh, again, bit by bit, man. I uh, the more I learn about this guy, and the more I watch episode per episode, I'm like, God, take your fucking time, dude. Yeah. Just take your time. I've got Champloo, man. I yeah. can now like savor this guy's style and stuff, but like. Every episode to me is a, is a beautiful piece of art yeah. when uh, it comes to dandy. But uh, but yeah, I overall like I don't know. I just love a lot of what's going on with Tokyo Drift. My be- again, like I think my best friend's leads off. Yeah, Lucas Black is terrible. Lucas Black is the worst thing about it. He it, like his accent. And he's back in this movie. I his, assume his his accent. Yeah, he is. His accent. He's back for nine, baby. Oh, I can <laughs> see that look on his face too. Chris, I am trying Chris, to ask the, you, Chris. You're the worst. How far do you want me to take this? You, I don't want you to spoil the movie, but there are things that I know, like casting decisions and stuff like that. Yeah, because Black's back. There um, are things that there are things that I know, like the only real, true, honest to God scene I've ever seen from this movie is literally a, a kind of gi- a gif of Taj and of Ludacris and Tyrese sitting in the car with those suits, shooting up to an airplane. That's the only thing I've seen. And so, outside of that, there's some casting stuff. I know Han's back. Lucas is back. Lucas Black is back. I know some the casting stuff, but I don't the, know what the, the plot of the, the movie is. The thing, the thing that bothered... Oh, I know Cena's I know his brother, and I know he works with uh, Charlie Theron, but I don't know anything else. And I've heard reviews and stuff, but I've heard... I don't know any plot details. I... Well, bother... Oh, my gosh. I think not that's, making this easy. I, I think the thing that bothers me the most about Lucas Black, though... Is a fucking accent. <laughs> yeah, everyone says the same thing. That's it's, why he's on New Orleans CSI and NCIS. I'm like, oh, it's a deep South accent in the middle of Japan. I'm just like, it was Ugh. a rub. Oh, I would, I would not mind the Southern accent if it was Matthew McConaughey and he had some fucking charm. Lucas Black is not a charming person. No, and, and especially when you have so many other charming people in the movie. Tokyo Drift is filled with better actors than oh, Lucas Black. So many better actors, immensely better actors than Lucas Black. Even Bow Wow. Yes, even Lil Bow Wow is better than him. charm, yes. Okay. He's and he, way and guess what? more charm. I also know that Bow Wow's back as well. So. Ah. No, no, no. You can't just stop. say names like that. You have the word poker face ever. Um, I know. Uh, like I said, I know He, he said people. he already knew that. I know, I know people uh, Your don't Your face know is giving away, though, too. The only thing I know about the story is that Han is alive. Uh, the brother is there. He's working with Charlize Theron. That's literally. I'm nice. guessing, honestly. That's literally. To be nice. honest, uh, I'm I'm guessing if Lil Bow Wow and and uh, Lucas Black are back, there's probably some stuff going on in Tokyo. Uh, I mean, I don't care. They already went to Tokyo in seven. They go yeah. to Tokyo and they talk to them about the death of Han. Yeah. And they, I don't think they need to go to Tokyo for that. I think the fact that they went to Tokyo and talked to them is what would get them to go somewhere else. The one of my favorite thing about the series is if you're in one scene in anything before five. Yeah. In one scene, they brought everyone back for five. True, true, true. So I, I even, ju- even, um, 
Gal Gadot was in a small one scene in the fourth movie, which got her five, which got her six, which got her Wonder Woman, and there we go. So anyway, you never know. Anywho, so Chris, you saw Fast Nine. Staring at me, so pissed. Spoil things if you want. I don't care. I don't care about being spoiled for the series necessarily. I don't. I don't know. There's some things I really want you to see. I, I've, yeah, I, I'm more interested in the set pieces and stuff like that. And the okay, then I won't. Uh, uh, but like in terms of the, I mean, if people die or live, who gives a shit? Either they come back. This or they is won't. Fast and Furious. Yeah, either they come back or they won't. So no one dies, even the person who is actually dead. Gal Gadot is dead, though, right? I guess. Giselle's dead. Is she though? Yeah. Are we just gonna call it? She's dead. She's yes, not coming dude. back. You see that log ass runway? No one picked that body off the ground. <laughs> that bitch is dead. I mean, even Paul Walker is pretty she's not much coming back. Paul Walker's for real, the most part she dead is not too. Back. I mean, she's set with Wonder Woman, but that's like one more movie. I mean, Paul Walker's legit dead. She, so. I, I, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but he's alive in the series, and they they explain his absence too. I'm sure. I, will say that. I don't care really. I mean, just he's doing his own thing. He's not involved in these shenanigans. Great. Yeah, I miss him though. Somebody needs to ground it. And that's is, what Paul well, Walker did. Well, Eastwood was not good. Eastwood was not the good thing about 8 to do that. That's what I thought John Cena was going to be, but then he ended what? up being that. No, that's genuinely what I thought. I thought John Cena was going to ground it. I don't it. think that, before, not, that was before I I'm heard I'm not what saying his role what was. because of that is a possibility. I'm saying the what because you thought that was a possibility. You think John Cena could bring the grounded nature of fucking Paul Walker into that series? He would try. I'm not saying he would have no, gotten dude, No way on earth. a goddamn wall. You no, you Paul Walker was like normal, that matters. Well, Paul Walker was attractive. everyone's the size of a wall. Crit, crit. Paul Walker was attractive, but he was a normal dude. dude yeah, he was a normal dude compared to Vince in that entire world. That's one of the best things. He it isn't just that he's you are serious. not normal if you're going toe to toe with Tony Jaw. You're you not, not normal. I agree, but you're not vi- like visually. You are not normal. John okay. Cena. Also, and the jo- fact that he's Vin's brother. Sorry, he's not the grounded nature. I'd also like to point out, like they may you, try. I've but seen he, John Cena interviews. I thought I he also want to point out. If you look at like John Cena's other roles that he does beyond Fast and Furious, professional wrestler. I'm talking about movies. Like, look at his stuff. At like who he is in Suicide Squad. Look at like. The stuff that he's doing. The only thing I've been interested dude, in, that in dude, John Cena. There's no way he's grounded. He's always like this wacky, crazy character. Uh, the I, the only t- two, the only thing I've ever seen with him in that he actually showed a human character in a performance that I cared about was Trainwreck, where he played the yeah. boy, the ex-boyfriend of the main character, and she treats him terribly, and he just wants to have sex with his girlfriend and be a nice boyfriend, and he looks her in the face and says, "You're a terrible person." And he does it in a way that I believe in his earnest. This big, bulking guy is being incredibly sensitive. And it's funny, but he's also really earning it. Outside right. of that, I have never seen a performance from that guy I care about. And it feels bad because... Suicide I, Squad will be fun, though. I hope Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, that he's great in it. Everything I've seen from it, he is the earnest craziness that is that character. Earnest crazy. Which, in a lot of ways, is what Drax is. So I'm thinking that the Peacemaker is just going to be the Drax of this Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's, um, he's going to be funny and he's going to be kind of But it's the way dumb, he approaches it. Yeah, like, yeah. Drax is, can't be sarcastic. This guy always talks about peace violently. So I that sense of crazy. Honestly, the, the weird thing I've noticed about wrestlers who have moved into the industry, in, into the, the, the movie industry yeah. a lot more, have kind of fallen into that role a lot. I seem like, like, like Dave Bautista, obviously with Drax, and he's kind of well. He's actively trying to do. He, someone asked him, "Would you ever be in a movie with Cena and Rock?" And he said, "No thanks. I don't want to do it." Yeah, yeah, because he wants to do serious stuff, yeah. but he thinks that that's distancing. Look, I think The Rock is making bad 
choices with material, but I think he's been good in everything he's been in. I mean, I I agree. Like, honestly, but I don't like what, what's as weird as it is is, like, yeah, I, I recognize Dwayne Johnson from his time as a rock, but, like, honestly, like, these days, like, whenever I think about him, I think about his movie roles more than I think about his old wrestling stuff. More than anything now, like I, st- I grew up with The Rock as a, as a person, so I can't really do that. Well, same here, same <laughs> here. As a wrestler, I can't really do that. I you're a wrestler? No, I mean I uh, I saw him. In, I he I grew up with The Rock in my re- as well, a as a wrestler as well, a child. Well, like I loved Al- him and Stone Cold and well, Triple Alex, H and all of those. Alex, guys. I grew up in the Attitude Era too. Like I I watched a lot of that with my dad, and um, it really wasn't until after I stopped watching wrestling that Dwayne Johnson really did move into movies. But I mean, there. It's still like when I think about Dwayne Johnson, I I really am nowadays starting to look at him more for his stuff in like The Mummy and Moana. No, he is a, he is no like the history books of Dwayne the Rock Johnson will not look at him as the Rock. They will look at him as the actor, movie star that he is. Yeah, Turned for present. two for two decades, he possible has possible twenty twenty four. 2028 Since present. 2003, when he made the rundown, he has been a fucking movie star. Yeah. Since that day, I was like, you're a movie star. Be cool. I was like, you're a movie star. You will be famous one day. And he will be known for that. Yep. But uh, his father was a wrestler before him. Yes. And he did do some His grandfather stuff. before that. His, his character of The Rock and how big of a douchebag he saw. He's basically a cockbag Johnny Bravo space dandy. Yeah, and that version of that character and how he performs, and I do like it. Do I think that his machismo, make fun of Kevin Hart attitude and jokes don't always ring with me? No. Sure, but I think he's great in everything he's in. I I, I also do think that like, uh, and I understand Dave Bautista's kind of hesitancy of wanting to do serious stuff and wanting to like move away from his wrestling uh persona mm-hmm. a lot more. I get that, but I think like that's what made Dave Bautista the star that he is now. I mean, he wouldn't have gotten stuff on guardians of the galaxy or blade runner or Dune or any of that. If I think he's actively, I think he's very talented, but I also think super he's, talented. He's actively making choices not to do that sort of stuff. Yeah. James Gunn is the kind of guy who, yeah, you're doing something funny and silly, but also on a different level. Yeah. And, uh, um, and he's working with great people. I can see that, but he's done already with comedy. I don't think he. Yeah. I think especially he don't want to do comedy. He wants well, to do. Well, I mean, Stuber was horrible and did not go well for him. No. And but he but like Hotel Artemis and all and Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. he's great. He's fantastic. He I, just doesn't want to do that stuff. What my problem with Batista now is how he's kind of got an arrogance. His though. attitude about yeah, that. He's like, I don't want. I don't want to be known for that. It rested, and it's like, dude, just do your thing. Just don't yeah. you don't have to shit on the other people in your business to do your thing. Maybe he doesn't like what The Rock is doing, but again, I don't like the choices The Rock is making and the identity he's trying to make. But I do think he's a good actor. Anyway, yeah. the hashtag I, I, back to Willow. Well, this is all about yeah, his yeah. Fast Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really. to move to move back to Fast Nine, I I do think that I, I really do love where John Cena is going as a, as a as an actor though. Um, I love that obviously as Peacemaker, he's doing Fast. He did Fast Nine. I don't know what else he has on his slate, but I'm very intrigued to see where he goes because I really love what he's doing because he's kind of playing. I, I don't know what he is in Fast 9, but like from what it seems like in Suicide Squad, he's kind of playing that like big, bulky, dumb oaf a little bit. A psychotic. Yeah. A yeah. psychopath. Psycho. He's playing yeah. a psychopath. And and I and I kind of love that about him because I he's, he really does kind of bring that, that kind of – 
presence. He seems like a he seems too serious in everything I've seen so far from Fast Nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything I've seen, I cannot wait to see the Marine. It, it, he seems well. I mean, <laughs> I I I in the Marine, you're it's called for that. It, but like, I think. There are two ways that you could play Fast and Furious, and that's for the drama or for the comedy. They've already, like, the best comedian in the Fast and the Furious movies is Tyrese. That's their level of comedy here. He ain't a fucking comedian. They cut those people out. That's why there's a Kevin Hart banter bit in an airplane in Hobbs and Shaw. That's the worst end of the spectrum there. So, like, I I see John Cena come in, and I'm like, he's not going to smile. And he's yeah. just going to be Vin's brother, and that's just the way it's going to be. I guess my question with now, and I have no problem with that. Like, whatever he offers to the table, sure. Yeah. I'm interested to see what his backstory is, and I'm interested to see if it has anything to do with his father, which would be something I'm interested to see if they build off of. Uh, but my next question would be, uh, you can spoil this, is John Cena coming back? Oh, God, yes. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> he's on the docket to be there in more Fast and the Furious no movies. There is no way he's not coming back. There you go. If I he mean, doesn't come back, it's it's it's. So I, I don't, so I, don't I mean, his docket for the rest of his He's thing is rock. is to do Suicide Squad spinoffs and Fast and Furious movies. Mm. Sounds good to me. I wait till you see what they did with his dad. I I figured the moment I saw the brother, I was like, oh, his dad's not dead. You'll so Chris, so Chris, what that's else did you watch? As, that's got to be as far as I can. So so Chris, what I, what I else did you watch? There and I almost fell off. Um, what else did you watch? You know how you fell in love with Tom Wilson? Yeah. I fell in love with Eco Uways. Really? Oh, dude, I was watching his YouTube videos of instructing people to do, to film stuff. Oh, God, he is great. Um, all, like, pretty much. I don't like Wu Assassins, though. I don't think that's good. Oh. Um, all week, I've been just, like, looking up fight scenes, just, like, the raid. Because they basically essentially watching both raid movies mm-hmm. by way of the fight scene, just the fight. Scene. Gangs of London, dude. Um, I like now that I actually then okay then I saw a few clips of Mile Twenty Two, which I heard is not great. No. Um. Then I dug a little deeper into Mile Twenty Two, and I was like. Peter Berg made this? Come on, dude. You're better than that. No, he's not. You made The Kingdom. Eh. Um, I like The Kingdom. I know um, you like The Kingdom. I like Lone Survivor, but he has he has he had more misses than he has successes. That's sad. Um, yeah, and so like I just went into this rabbit. I also saw the last fight from uh, The Night Comes to Us. That 20-minute brawl? Yeah. Love it! Before that, there's a fight between uh, two women. Oh, God, just as good, just as long. Yeah. Uh, filled with neon, love the ending. The last 40 minutes of that movie is just rips. I think that kind of, I think watching all those clips and just realizing just how great the Raid is and b- how both how great the Raid movies are led me to two conclusions. And it has to do with Fast and Furious 9, actually. I think that took me out of Fast 9 a little bit. That'll do that, yeah. Because, like, it's not that. that. Yeah. You'd have to watch John Wick movies. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think... when it, In fact, when it comes in in the sixth movie, right. it's it's like a shock. It's I very shocking. that Mile 22 didn't ruin Eco's 
Western reputation. No, Wu Assassins would have done that. Okay. But here's my thing. I, the whole time I was watching Fast and I was like, Eco Ueas would be a great villain in Fast and Furious. Uh, but he also would be a great hero. True. He's done both. I know. The human, like, the, I know you saw The Night Comes for Us, but that character throughout the film is the one character who used to hang out with all of that group of the movie that are trying to protect the little girl. Uh-huh. He used to be a part of their gang. He's the one that sold out. So throughout the movie, he's trying to convince him to just give them the little girl so he can save his friends. So he's trying to stop these fights and be a human. He's right. trying to be the like peacemaker of all of this throughout the film. And then uh-huh. by the end, he's like, fuck it, I'm fighting for me. So he's a, it's a good human character of someone who's turning slowly bad and has to accept the fact that he's bad while also feeling guilty for his decisions. But, like, here's my thing. I was watching his fight scene in the hospital room with... Um, in mile 22. And I was like, there's a way to shoot him. That wasn't it. Literally, if you go to YouTube, there is Gareth Evans, him and the guy who plays Mad Dog in the Raid movies. Uh, the three of them have a YouTube um, Philippines school of how to shoot a fight scene. Of how to pre-visit, of right. what the angles are, of how to do everything. Right. And they literally teach their directors how to do it. And then Evans is the one who like created all this. With Mir- first of all, did you watch Miramatu? No. That is, that is his first movie. It's on Amazon Prime, also directed by Evans. Right. It is fantastic looking, and again, he is excellent in it. Um, and that's, that's the thing. He teaches people with Evans how to shoot. Evans learned with them how to do it. So when you're done, like not only do you have that to watch... You need to watch Gangs of London because everything that Evans did, he learned through those people as well. So he's carried all the stuff he's learned from Eco and that other guy into this London-based fight scene where every single episode ends with an EQ Awas-like fight scene. And it's that violent and amazing and great. Like, oh, God, his impact is immense. I, I have to talk about this, but, like, um, my... We could go into we could go into this all night, but I'll put it on this. Um, my favorite kill in the raid two was him lodging that baseball bat into his jaw. Yes, it's amazing. And then and the camera spins. stays there. Yeah, and then his body just kind of no mouth. I love it. I'm I'm I love the moment in this in the second movie where he's in the car and then literally like 50 people bust into this tiny crab car and just like stabbing him like and he has to claw out of the car and then he drives off with this guy in the car and then they chase him into a um uh hibachi shop uh hibachi restaurant and he starts fighting people oh, and then right, he takes right, a right, face right, right. and he smashes on a grill holds it for there. about 30 seconds longer than you ever should and he's like a cop he's like an undercover cop and he's like i can't believe i'm doing this and he leaves it and then it focuses on the melted face in the ear and he's like ah, ah, and he sees it's a cop and he's corrupt and you're like the cops are corrupt and you're like fuck it we're all moving on who cares and it's amazing like yeah he 30 seconds longer than he should until his skull was he's like ah, ah, and he's, he's like it's great Love um, the raid movies. Like, yeah, um, and just, yeah, like, I really want, I feel like he, personally, I don't feel, I feel, I feel like there's, he's just one of the, he's just one of the best, like, fight scene guys in the world right now. Yeah, him, Mad Dog, and the guy who was the lead in 
the night comes for us, uh-huh. fighting against him. Those three guys are leading the Philippine racket right now. And then uh, he's in the movie Headshot, too. So you have Mirren Ratu, Headshot, and the Gangs of London, if you all want to keep, if you want to continue this Iwas. Uh, is he in that show? He's in the movie Headshot. He helped. Uh, Evans is the man who made the raid movies with him. And uh-huh. he, the way Evans shoots fight scenes is absolutely related to how Iwas taught him how to do it. How the, how Iwas and his team would fight is how Evans learned how to shoot it. All the elbows, all the knees, all those angles he did with them. And then over time, they, fighters with Evans, learned how to previs, and now previs is how every fight scene goes. <laughs> Peter's doing something funny. Um, Lucky. So... Yeah, I'm. Uh, I went down. I went down a bit of a eco UA's uh, rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, dude, I have some more stuff and, uh, to show you. And figured out that. Um, and then I figured out that uh, mile twenty two is probably not that good and not worth my time. No, it um, isn't. No, Mirren. Ra- that's the funny thing. Like I heard about mile two, and, and I heard about Wu Assassins. The fr- I was like, oh my god, he's doing American stuff now. And then I watched it. It was. That no Americans know how to shoot Iwas. I can't believe he was like, Awakens got eaten terrible. by, by and a then, tentacle testicle. Well, once I heard about Mile 22, I was like, I don't care. I don't care about any Americans shooting this guy. I don't. Like, he's going to be in American movies, and that's great. He's going to be bigger. Nothing is stopping him. But I don't want Americans shooting him. I want people who have worked with him closely or understand how he fights, which is why when you go to Prime and you watch for free Miratu, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. This is how it's done. Right. There's literally a scene where he jumps off a roof and some guy follows him. He grabs a pole, a bamboo pole that people use for clothing, and he just puts it in the path of the guy that's jumping off the other roof. And nice. he lands on the pole and then falls backwards, and the camera follows him as he falls to the ground. And it's like, these guys are geniuses. They're geniuses. It's amazing. So, yeah, I went down that rabbit hole. But um, when we last left off, I did watch the last two Dark Side of the Ring episodes. They're off for the summer. Uh, so. You guys keep going? He's going to use the bathroom again. I, I've been here. I'm here. <laughs> Peter's here. I just didn't have the mic on me. I was just listening. Um, Tell me about these. Please. In So first one I want to mention. In the Shadow of Grizzly Smith. Um, season 3, episode 7. Um, This is going to get messed up. I'm ready. I'm right here, man. More messed up than it has been. The, yeah, this is the darkest. Hookers, this cocaine. Is maybe the darkest episode of this show yet. The darkest one. Did you have one before that? So Alex can hear this one. Uh, either Gino Hernandez, or maybe if the, not, it's okay. He can just look Brody back episode. and listen to this. Um, he can miss out. It's his fault. He has to pee. No, he'll be back. He'll be back. So, Grizzly Smith is the father of Jake the Snake Roberts. Is is who? who? Jake the Snake Roberts is right. a no, but yeah. No, 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 no. I'm that I'm was asking, Herb Abrams. I'm asking the what's their connection, not who the guy is. The Grizzly son? Smith. Yeah, is Jake the Snake's dad? Is Jake the Snake's dad? <laughs> yeah, his father. <laughs> All so right. Jake the Snake's real name is Aurelian Smith. Um. And so this episode dives into Grizzly Smith's life. Um, and this guy 
maybe it was a li- was actually like a living monster, like you legit living. Just, you just got monster. in, Alex. So you're fine. Um. In a nutshell, Jake the Snake's mother, when he was born, was 13 years old. Are you fucking kidding? Nope. That is so This guy fucked. was grade Whoa. A pedo. That is so fucked. And she had the kid. And she had the kid. Oh, my God. Was she forced into it? I guess. Oh, my God. This guy was a serial pedo. Dude. Grade fuck. A. Oh. Like. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the most messed up episode they've done. And it really didn't have much to do with wrestling. Uh, Honestly. <laughs> dark side of the ring, man. So, um, three of his four kids got into wrestling. It was Jake the Snake, Rockin' Robin, Tweet, 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 and another guy. Rockin' Robin. Uh, I think his name was Sam. I think his uh, ring name was Sam Houston. Um, we have a problem. <laughs> they all... Um, they all had problems after this, stemming from this. Their childhood was so messed up that they were all kind of raised separately. In the same home, but separately. They were all raised separately. Like they didn't interact with one another? or Yeah, because yeah. like they were treated like... They were segregated from Segregated from each other, yeah. Why? The guy's messed up. You get into his head and fucking figure that out. I'm good. Um, All right. Hold on a second. I'm just gonna oh, wow. <laughs> he really opened that guy up. Uh, um, Deserved it. He'd be a heck of a, he'd be a heck of a dissection. Um, Let's do it. And so. Uh-oh. I'll do it. Rockin' Robin. Tweet. Tweet. Being the daughter. Tweet. Tweet. Of course he went after her. Oh. Twin Peaks style. Are you yeah. fucking serious? Yeah. I can't remember specifically what he did, but it was really messed up. He raped her? Yeah. Okay, think of the uncle from uh, Split. No, we, you know, we're thinking Twin Peaks over here. The three of us are like Twin Peaks Well, that's the here. only thing I can equate it to. More fucked up than that. You guys yeah. can equate it to Twin Peaks. I can only equate it to the uncle. Literally, literally one of the killers of Twin Peaks is a guy murdering his daughter since she's 12 to 16. Rape, 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 rape his daughter oh and then murdering her when she was 16. Yeah. How can you kill someone and then they come back older? Honestly, that happens in the show. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Chris, you don't want to know the answer. <laughs> there is none. So, okay, so <laughs> first off, he raped a 13-year-old, had a kid, right? Molested. Mole- okay, so, so he, he molested a th- Did he also molest a girl to create Robin? No, they're the same, they're the same from the same mom. Oh, wow, okay. Um, okay, but but... The timeline, though, he raped a little girl. Okay. She had the baby. Yep. Then she had more babies, uh-huh. right? With the same guy. I think I think that's how it goes. Yeah. And then he raped her daughter. Yeah. yeah. Dude's fucked up, man. There's a special place in hell oh, for, in hell for this fucker. It worse. It gets worse. worse. Is the word you're looking um, for? Oh. The bird is the word. <laughs> Um, now you're thinking of the song, Chris. You're welcome so for that. So they get thought. older. They kind of get into wrestling. They go their separate ways. Jake Snake becomes a star. He um still has like like he never heard his dad tell him directly 
that he was proud of him. He would tell other people in front of him that he was proud of him. He never told him directly. I wouldn't want that man to be proud of me if he was my dad. Yeah. But again, they're just kids. They don't know. He's young. They don't know, right? They want, they want their dad to be proud of them. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why, that's why they no, got into wrestling. I, I, I he get was also it, yeah. a wrestling promoter and wrestler, of course. Um, but um, And then he did some shady stuff in there, too. Like, okay, so Jim Cornette, he was a manager, and they were like, and people would, like, joke about the promoter in the locker rooms. It's common. But the stuff that they were joking about with Grizzly Smith in his locker rooms, were like, even at that point, he had heard it all. And he was off, but he's like, uh, who is this guy? Like, uh. They were like, did you see those two young girls that went into, that went into his office? And he's like. Oh. Um, what? Fuck no. So, okay. It I got mean, clearly to the point this, he raped, he raped a 13-year-old and then later raped her. Wait for it. He's going to do it again. So, Ro- so he basically, so Robin cuts all ties with this guy and just try, and she, she just tries to normalize herself. And then she, so he comes over, because apparently they were, I don't know, still, it was like, it was, it was an estranged family, but anyway, um. Don't that's an it. that's an understatement. So I'm not saying that they like got into pedophilia. Like that not, that has not come out. They just got really messed up and like became yeah. alcoholics. Abuse, and, yeah, and, right. Like, abuse. Yeah. Drug addicts and all it's that. Probably like, they had issues. They had issues. emotional yeah. issues. Yeah. Um, it's horrible. Well, yeah, their so dad's Robin a psycho. So tells the story of when his dad, when her dad, <laughs> came over, and like came over to her apartment or house, whatever, in tow, nine-year-old girl. About oh, a nine-year-old Lord. girl with, with him. Wow. He goes, okay, so then at point, he goes to the bathroom. She tries to strike up a conversation with this girl, and, like, turns out that, yeah, like, yeah. He kidnapped he's her. her. No, he's grooming her. Yeah. No, no, no. Here's... Here's the good. Here, here's the, no, here's not the good part. This is the messed up Chris, part. There's nothing good about this. Can I explain? Sure. This guy was like apparently fooled the parents. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Yeah, so that's what got, R. Kelly did. So they, it was like got. So they, they got um told told one story of a sixty of a sixteen year old girl, and apparently it was just like. The parent, he drove off with this girl, and then the parents were like, "Bye, see you, see you, uh, see you in a few days." Mm-hmm. How do you have to manipulate people? Money, to get to that point? money. It's just money. So, oh, R. Geez. Kelly did it for sure, a yeah. lot. Did it with Aaliyah. Aww, she's like so happy that you're playing it. Who's your good pupper? <laughs> What's up? Oh, oh yeah, there's a there's a dog. Can dog Sally. Dog barking at Biff. Can you pause the movie? Pause the freaking movie. Can you? Yeah, give us the remote. I'll take it. Yeah, there's <laughs> a half an hour left in this movie. Um, she don't like guns. She don't like Biff. So I don't like Griff. him either. <laughs> That's Griff. This, That's Griff. I don't like him guy, either. <laughs> like anyway, continue with this horrific story. Yeah, this guy. He um, Gro- so he's grooming a nine-year-old. He groomed a nine-year-old, and then Ro- then basically Robin said when he came out of the bathroom, he said, "Listen, she stays here, and you're getting out right now. You're leaving." She's staying here. And that and apparently that was that and he left. Really? Yeah. Um The fact that he walked away with that with no 
disagreement is kind of shocking. So she's got a lot of leverage. She's probably had other girls. Probably. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. And then um, he would uh, develop Alzheimer's. Good. Piece of shit. Right away. So he doesn't get to, he does not get to grow old and remember and live with the guilt of the horrible things he did. Yep. Exactly. Wow. There is no God. But he can be reminded. There is no God. He could be sometimes. reminded every single day of what For, he did. with music. I'm sure he. I'm oh, this is the song know. I rate that. Try oh, candy. Jesus. No. They even speculated like I don't. They don't think that he entirely knew that what he was doing was wrong. Oh, at this point, that's even oh, when worse. He was doing it. Yeah, that's was... called a psychopath. Yeah, he was. He belonged psycho- in jail or yeah. in a sane asylum. It's, it's one thing to be like my actions. I have some sort of like answer to them. Like if I do this, I purify the girl. Sure. But like the moment you look in someone's eyes and you do something horrible to them and you see it in their eyes, you have to disassociate. And if you continue to do it, you are a psycho slash sociopath. So, yeah. So that happened. And like basically when he died, it was just pretty much closure for them. Like he's gone. Yeah. Good. Fucking horrible. Not surprising. Um, the kids, I mean, uh, like. So the kids only have 13, roughly 13 years difference between them and their mom. Pretty much. I think the oldest one is 11. Is Right now? Yeah, so uh, from what I looked at, it looked like Jake the Snake has an 11-year difference between him and his dad. No. Wait, what? What are you talking about? His dad? So Jake the sn- his dad had Jake the Snake at eleven. So no, he didn't. What is that, that was not mentioned. I think I think Zach screwed up on math here. Let's make sure I didn't. Want to make sure he's a thirteen year difference with his mom. I think he'd be re- famous so news if, if a wrestler. He was older. Nineteen fifty five was when Jake the Snake was born. Uh huh. And then Aurelian Smith was nineteen thirty. Aurelian Smith so is Jake the Snake Roberts. That's his no, real I name. No, I know. Well, no. No. He's Excuse me? No, it's Grizzly Smith. Is Grizzly Smith is his dad. Yes. Grizzly Smith is 1932. Was when he was to 1955. That's 23. Okay, okay, okay. I messed up. Sorry. My bad. Yeah, it's a, that's an extra 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Extra 12 he's 23, years. and he raped a 13-year-old girl and yeah. continued to. Basically, yeah, and have a family with her in the most fucked up way possible. So, yep, they nine haven't year really, old. nine year old. They, they haven't really made steps. She's thirteen. Thirteen. The uh, the kids never yeah. really made any steps to connect again. Why? Why would? But you? they want to. They want to. Okay, make that okay. Steps. If they want to, then that's they fine. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Great. But that's that's it, a lot. That's a bit. It, big for them. If you, want. as all of your siblings separately, look at your horrible father and make positive lives from it even right. if you then even jake the snake has his own problems yeah. but they grew in their own like, regards he's also uh, 11 years sober yeah he's oh, gr- yeah he grew yeah. in his own regards he he made their mistakes right. they had the past they that led to the kind of decisions that they made based off right. of trauma um yeah they have to want to do it but also i can see people being like no no thanks i can't yeah. recall exactly what they were but i think like the non-wrestler kid was like had a bit of a different opinion of him of his father yeah i can't recall exactly what that was i think he was a little nicer but he still recognized what he did was absolutely terrible 
Like, I mean, it's it's justified if he's like, yeah, he was nice to me, but he also raped. He was also he also had Alzheimer's oh, and wasn't oh, physically abusing anyone oh, at that time. I forgot. Whatever he said. I mean, oh I my the youngest would have seen him at his oldest and less harmful and and also more Alzheimer's. So he's oh like, he God. wasn't that bad. Yeah, I could get that. Oh my God! What's I totally r- forgot about something. Are you also one of the children? No. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Burying the lead. They had a fifth kid, right? There was a fifth. There was a fifth one. Um, Same mother. I no, I think it was a different. One. Same motherfucker. I think it may be a different one. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, but no, this is crazy. Th- so apparently, um. Let me see if I can't find the uh, specific. Um, okay, so they had a fifth kid, um, Joe Lynn. Uh, Joe Lynn, Joe Lynn. And apparently she was kidnapped. Not by him. By associates? Somebody. Oh. They never found her. <sighs> I'm skipping details. He has a like, Lindbergh baby situation? So, pretty much. So his daughter got kidnapped by horrible people or people who were trying to save her life? Horrible people. And she never saw the light of the day. Never saw the light of the day. Were as they far as anybody knows. Nobody's found her dead or alive. So it's like, was it a like random stranger situation, or someone that might be connected to people Hold in the family? On, let me let me look this up. Cause yeah. like, I mean, I believe I believe that she hasn't been found and she's missing and stuff. Right. I I was just curious if it was like a hero kind of thing. Like, I'll mm. kidnap this girl for the greater good, no. that she won't get raped by like this guy. Like it's gone, baby, gone now. Mm. No, not that. Oh my god. That's that man crazy. just should have never been born. Um, Evil's out there, man. None of this would have happened. Dude, it, hap- it happens way more than you think. That's why Twin Peaks is so great. It's like this happens more often than you think in your suburban homes. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, they, like, no other details came up. Like, and she has been, she's, she was declared missing in 1979. Uh, she's gone. She's dead. She's, she's gone. 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 That's 42 years. Gone. Mm, yep. Gone. gone. She would be like, what, 50 or something now? Pretty much, yeah. No, not 50. It'd be like <coughs> 70 or something. Um, Probably younger than Jake. Actually, so yeah, 50. Um, But like, yeah, this guy was a terrible, terrible person. Like, Jesus Christ. One of the darkest episodes of the show. That's, yeah. That is the darkest one that you've told us. Yeah. The other one, um, Dynamite Kid. Um, he... <laughs> How do you segue from this? Right. So, so like, yeah. It's like, crazy. This guy was also. This is another story of like, um, devoting way too, devoting way too much of yourself to the art of wrestling. Mm. This guy was in the same promotion as Bret Hart when he was first starting in his father's um, promotion, Stampede Wrestling in uh, Calgary. And um, this guy pioneered the wrestling you see today like the acrobatic stuff um and he pioneered a lot of that like
all that cruiserweight acrobatics style. Gymnastic, Gymnastic type stuff. Jumping yeah. off stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like, this was, like, <clears throat> in, like, late 80s, early 90s, and he's doing all that stuff. And he's just, like, one of the first people to do it on, a, on this stage. And He's dynamite. He's dynamite. And so... He got so he got married and everything was fine for like the first five years. Um. Then something. Oh right. Okay. Um. It was uh. Oh God, I forgot what his name. <laughs> who was the French? Uh, who was the French dude? Who? Lupin. No. Oh God. Guys, I'm so sorry. Great podcast. Um, great, great podcasting. Jacques Rougeau. Jacques. Jacques we'll, we'll cut that out. We'll, Jacques, we'll Jacques Rougeau. Out of our five-hour episode. So he was this, Thus like, far. he wasn't arrogant, but he was overly confident, mm. um, is how he describes it. So he, so Dynamite Kid was also a prankster. Let me tell you about a sick prank that he did, guys. Mm. This is, Jesus. this is. This is like pro Chad prank. Okay. Like frat boy this shit. This guy took a young like a young twenty three year old upstart wrestler. Spiked his drink with sleeping pills, wiped and like he was wiped out. They broke into his hotel room, took a shit in his in his luggage, and <laughs> and like shaved his hair. Oh my god. And all that everything. So the dude wakes up. Skips town, skips wrestling, the whole thing. He thinks like people are after him. Oh my god, that is horrible. That you don't is not fuck good. With people like that. Yeah, that's that is crossing the line beyond, beyond going back. It also makes me wonder what that guy was doing before wrestling. If, Shock. If, if you not, prank someone by drugging them, you should automatically know you fucked up. You crossed a line immediately. Let's yeah, let's drug this guy and prank him. Like, Shock. That, no, we need to save the drugs for drugging women later. No, no, they're prank drugs. <laughs> what? So Jacques Rougeau was um, obviously French wrestler. Very, he is a character. This guy is the life of the room. Um, again, not arrogant, but overly confident and jovial. Um, apparently, he did. Apparently, Dynamite Kid did not take that very well. He did, he took it the wrong way. Mm. And so, like, he kind of stiffed him. I think I think the way it goes is that he stiffed him during a match. Uh, or something happened during a match. Dynamite Kid didn't like it. And then he just starts, like, beating the living piss out of this guy in the locker room. Oh, my God. Dynamite dude? The Dynamite dude just beat up Jacques Rougeau. Pretty much. Um, he didn't like It was him? a locker room effort because a guy was playing cards, knowing that he really likes playing cards. And so, because that would turn his back. And then... Basically, he just, like, why embarrassed did, him in the locker room. Why did he do that? Because apparently he um, he was too rough with him. Something happened in the ring. He but broke I think, his ego, and yeah. he couldn't handle it, so he beat the shit out of him? Exactly. In private? No, in the locker room. Right. But in like, front of people. In, I hate, what I a, hate what toxic a piece of shit. Crap. So this guy, apparently according to his wife, he was all, like, he was a fatherly man. Well, the fuck up. Right. But, like, in the, locker room, man. in the locker room, in the locker room, he's just, like, a different person. Apparently, but um, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't show that to the people he loves because he knows he's fucked up. Here's the turning point. Here's where it all goes wrong. This is the guy. Already wrong. This is the guy who pioneered. Who's pioneering wrestling at this point, 
and he's doing a lot of stuff that people have not seen in the West, at least. Um, Jacques Rougeau goes to his dad, and it's just like, well, dude, you got to get that respect back. Goes to the bank, gets a roll of quarters. So then he meets Dynamite in like who grabbed the quarters? Uh, Jacques Rougeau. Okay. He went to the he went to the bank, grabbed a roll of quarters, had him in his hand like this, right? As you do. He as one does. Yeah. Then was like so. Then he met uh, Dynamite Kid, or he surprised. Or he waited for him mm-hmm. in the locker room, and he's like. So Jacques calls out. He's like, "Hey, Dynamite!" And the Dynamite's holding his coffee. He's just like, he knows what he's gonna do, and he just whacked him. Right across the face. Yes. Jock describes it as like a horror movie, which is like blood just smeared across the wall. He could have been drinking red Kool-Aid. So. Knocked out five of his teeth. That was blood. <laughs> oh, my God. Five teeth, dude. Jesus. Imagine dude, five like, teeth out of your mouth. That's, that's a, what. And then that's Jacques crazy. Guy should have been a bowler because that's a strike. Jacques Rougeau is like, don't. that's what you get for messing with me. There's more where that, there's more where that came from. Damn, dude. So he just literally is like laid there. He never got back at him. Good. He knows. And this is where the spiral went down. This is where he started spiraling. Oh, so he got self-destructive of his two. So so here's the thing. He was friends with Gino Hernandez. Gino Hernandez is another subject of another um, Dark Side of the Ring episode, which I'm going to have to rewatch because I don't remember anything about that case. Oh, okay. Um, It's another dude. All I know is that he died mysteriously. Um, Mm. So... Um, apparently Gino had ties to the mafia. Fuck. So, Jock describes it as, as a joke. He wrote out a different name than the guy, than Dynamite Kid's real name. I, I'm totally blanking on it. It's okay. That's fine. Um, and then gives it to him, but then his wife, then Dynamite's wife at the time was like, um... She was like, no, this was, like, addressed to him and said, if you try to get payback, somebody will come for you. That's we'll, come, we'll come after you and your family. That's a good plan B. So they apparently they moved back to Calgary. Um, and this is where it started spiraling out of control. Um, he would get a back injury. Of course, he was in WWF. Sorry. That, that you're still talking Dynamite about Dynamite? Kid? Yeah, he signed yeah. with WWF. Okay. Um, and he apparently got a back injury. Um, he did not want surgery. It's basically like Brian Pillman. Like he didn't want to sit out. So he literally wrestled with like pretty much a broken back until there was like, um, like forget about it. Like he just left WWF and then at home he would just become more erratic and just more. Crazy. He's he's got like three daughters now. No, two daughters, one son. Son was not interviewed for some reason. Mm. I don't know where the son was. Peace the fuck out. Yeah, she. Okay, so the wife was pregnant at the time with their third. And um, it got to the point where he was just like infinitely more like more violent. Like I think that. Like, he would just, like, start, like, physically, like, like ragdolling her mm. at, at points. Um, two, there was an inc- incident where I don't know how it started. I forget how it started. 
but he got really mad um at at some point and he grabbed his 12 gauge in front of his kids dragged his wife into the living room and said if you are not out of this house in 15 minutes i will blow your brains out and this woman called his bluff straight up said no you won't no you won't you won't do it you get out no that's what happened it got to the point where she said you get out it's like no you're becoming too insane you need to get out um and then he didn't take that likely that's when the whole stuff happened then pointed the shotgun point blank in her face in front of her two kids also she's pregnant Right, yeah, I remember that. That's not <laughs> and she either. called her bluff. And she and she called his bluff. Sorry. She called his bluff and said, No, you won't do it. And so she literally in front of him gets on the phone, calls nine one one and said, My husband is pointing a shotgun at me, please send somebody. And like he's like telling me to get out. The woman on the phone says, Well, if he's telling you to leave, just leave. This show should be called Abuse to Women. <laughs> Jesus By Christ. men who happen to a be wrestlers. A woman on working for the 911 calling. Said that. It's, As it's a, a shotgun is being pointed in her face. Well, you should leave. If he says you should, if he wants you to leave, just leave. I get like cooperate with the guy who has a gun, leave. But mm. also like help us on the way. Yeah. Send somebody. Send somebody. <laughs> Is that, all th- is that all that was said on the 911 call? Apparently, as far, as far as they had mentioned. Wow. Otherwise, that's useless. The police never useless. came? Useless. The police never came? Never came. Not surprised. Are you fucking kidding useless. me? Useless. What state was this? Calgary. This is in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Canada? Oof. Canada. What the fuck, Canada? I don't know. You guys got to <laughs> work on your 911 shit. It was rough. Um, so she was is. just like, what the fuck, fine. So she's like, <laughs> she's like, fine, I'll leave. I'll take the kids and I'll leave. Yeah. Better so she took the kids anyway. and leave. Fucking she left. Better off. So he Give you prime opportunity. <laughs> leave. Okay. Great. So he would continue to wrestle. Um, but he is a complete shadow of himself. This guy was like a hulking, like guy. He took steroids. Like they made no. They did not hide that. They 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 were like, dude, this guy was pumped from like, and he's pretty much. Slightly taller than me, maybe Jesus. like five seven, and this guy is just like a cloud, like shredded, a cloud. <laughs> like a little white British cloud. And so, what happened was, she moved out, but she stayed in Calgary. He went back to England, and still wrestled. Um, until he he retired, then he pulled the Terry Funk and came back, or Mick Foley. I'm sorry, uh, that's more. That's more of a, that's a better comparison to, for this crowd. Um, I love Mick. <laughs> McFly. You know what? Mick was in this episode too. Yay. His second match ever was in a tag team match with Dynamite Kid. And Dynamite Kid broke his jaw. Without him, without him even knowing it. Foley, dude. He's the best. Um, so... Anyway, so he moves back to England, he retires, and then he unretires. But then when he comes back, he's super skinny. And then there was some he gets a he gets another devastating like 
injury. Good. <laughs> and there's so much scar tissue. Good. From uh, all the other injuries that he's had. Fantastic. He can't walk again. Perfect. Oh. That is he sweet is confined justice. to a wheelchair in an apartment in England. Oof. So he's really vulnerable right now, is what you're saying? Can't Pe- do anything? Peter. What? Right. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not I'm cutting this. <laughs> if anyone listening to this is listening to this and you live in the UK and you just want to so his yeah. so uh, what do you mean, Peter? Come so on. his kid so his kids grew nice. up. <laughs> um so his kids grew up. They they enjoy like here's the thing like they so the, the the oldest the eldest daughter, um, Bronwyn is her name. She grew up like she um like she had some sense of what he was like as as a father. Piece of shit. No, like this guy was an actual like nice guy for a while. He was good as a dad to start with and bad in the locker room, and then as he got older, it got bled. Up. His ego got broke, and then it spilled into, and then two worlds collided. She got older. She got older and was like, "I have, I have a husband. I now have a kid of my own. Yet there is still something missing in my life." Wow. And she was like, "And it's my dad." She goes to England by herself to visit him. And he's just in his wheelchair. And he's like, it's, she, she surprised him too. She's just like, then as soon as as soon as he saw her, he like he broke down. He's like, so they chilled in England for three days. And there was one point where she describes it as like, all of a sudden, just like they're just sitting together watching TV, and then they're just hanging out. And then he literally just starts breaking down. And just like says, dancing got up and no, everything? like he starts oh. breaking down emotionally. It's like a he miracle. just starts, like he just starts crying. He's just like, like he's a, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and then um, so like then she goes back to England and then, then she goes back to Calgary and just like lives her life and then uh, then eventually he passes away, from cancer I think it was. Good. And Alex, come on, bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it gave. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> but like, it gave her. It gave her closure. closure. Yeah. Um, I'm glad she could get that from that piece of shit human being. Right. Sorry, excuse of a man. So yeah, he. Um, it was to the point he took the business too seriously, and it costed him. Like he. Dedicated his entire life to wrestling, and it just cost him. It cost him everything. I mean, there's a right way and a wrong and it way wasn't to until yourself to something. And it wasn't until he was confined into a wheelchair, into old age. Stuck in his Stuck in his thoughts. wheelchair. That's why I love the Irishman. Where That's why I love the Irishman. And to realize that he had made a massive mistake. Jesus Christ, it took him that long. Yeah. For most people, that's how it goes. At least it, he got there. Yeah. And understood how much he fucked um, up. Didn't get Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. Had to look yeah, at that shit. This guy, yeah, it was just a case of you just took it way too far, dude. And it just spilled. Jesus. It just cost him everything. Like, well, he sacri- he, like yeah. sacrificed everything. And that's that was the cost. Way to go, Thanos. Way to go, Thanos. 
Um, yeah, that motherfucker killed his own daughter. Did not kill her. Did not kill her. No, 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 We're talking Thanos. about Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's a good comparison, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, like... So, yeah, um... The show is off f- until September, just October? like uh, just like Zach. <laughs> Dumb like that. Yeah. Um, she won't miss anything. Exactly. Not when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so they're so they're off till September. They're gonna get into Jake the Snake's actual like personal episode. Well, he's he's getting his own episode. Jake the Snake is. Oh uh, yeah, I mean he inspired the wrestler, and um, it's gonna go into. A deathmatch company called XPW. A um, family company. I they already did Nick Gage. Mm. Uh, so that was like a taste into the deathmatch world, but it was more about him than it actually was about deathmatch wrestling. Mm. This one is about a whole promotion. So I'm trying. So I'm really curious to see how they dive into that some more. Um, and. Um, there was another. There was. There was. There was some more episodes on the way, but um, yeah, they um, but like yeah, this show, again, um, even if you're not a wrestling fan, just hearing like these stories, fucked up. These are me- these are messed up stories. Yeah, but, like they're just I don't think you have the to way be a they do it. Fan. Some of them are just like, insane to an almost comic to like a comical degree, right. yeah. and some of them are just like dark, horrible, horrible, horrible. And like, but they do it in such a well done way. How long are these episodes? I know I've asked. Uh, they're this about an hour. They're about an hour. Yeah, about an hour each. Like a thirty for thirty. Yeah, like forty five minutes without commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will. I do have to say they did. Vice outside of the Dark Side of the Ring crew, did a documentary on China. They did their oh, own. Really? They did their own documentary on China. I did not. I have not seen it yet. Probably I'm, doesn't end well. Probably doesn't end well. Tupac, that probably has asshole. to do with Vince because like Triple H has something to do with her t- with with uh, that story too. More Tupac than H. You mean X Pac? X Pac, thank you. X Pac. I don't know. They were they were dating until no. That all like of a he literally when she's on Celebrity Rehab on VH1, like he would just break into the house and try and get her attention, like to get her like he was Who a was hor- this? Tupac was a wrestler. X Pac. Sorry, Xbox. Holy was crap, dude! Well, I, I don't want. Tupac f- is dead. Deal let with me, it. Let me put it this way: I don't. <laughs> once I once I really knew who this guy was, I didn't want to fucking remember his name. Yeah. How about that? It's like Voldemort. Uh, how about I just Sorry. don't want to fucking think about Pac anymore? There's a reason Triple H is in fucking Blade movies, and that guy's not. <laughs> so, X Pac. X Pac was a bad. A weird name. He was a X-Pac. bad influence on China. Dated her forever, and then China eventually ended up on VH1's like uh, rehab house. And shows like that, celebrity rehab, and then he would constantly, on more, yeah, on more than one occasion, would go to that house and try to get her to get out of the house and get out of rehab. And they'd be like, "No, he's a terrible." And like, yeah, and he'd go on there and he'd be like, "This guy's done so nice. that he was awful, he's terrible." And then China eventually died. Yeah. Um, eighth wonder of the world. China, eighth wonder of the world. Yep. She was great. Or was she the ninth? I thought Andre was the eighth. Probably ninth, I guess. I guess so, yeah, ninth wonder of the world, China. Mm. Um, she was great. But yeah. She was sweet. She was a sweet, sweet yeah. person, and Pac just fucked her up. Yep. And so, yeah. Dark Side of the Ring is off for the summer. A- AKA how people abuse women 
who also in wrestling to be wrestlers. In wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Go, guys. That's all I saw. <laughs> yeah, man. Jesus. Oh, yeah. One more thing. One more thing. Sorry, Zach. Um, one more thing. Mom has been binge watching uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, the show. What yeah, is that show. about? I forgot. Uh, okay, so a modern I day a modern day show. cop pairs up with old Ichabod Crane, who's traveled through time, and they've solved crimes. The supernatural no, crimes. No, he died. Oh, that's right. And so, resurrected. Yeah. Two hundred fifty years later. That's right. What the? Why does this sound a lot like Grimm? Because it is like Grimm. No, here's my thing. It's better. It's, it lasted longer. It's stuffed. That's what she said. But it's great. It's. I would say evil is the new version of this. I like, mean, I really like Chris. Hollow. I'm gonna be. I think honest. you'd like Evil. Check out Evil. It's Honestly, really Chris, considering like how much you like Sleepy Hollow, because it, it's a pretty all right premise from what it sounds like. And if you said it's better than Grimm, and it's but it's a lot like it at times. Uh, is it better than Grimm? I haven't seen Grimm. Well, I think, Alex Sleepy, I think Sleepy Hollow is better than Grimm. I love okay. Grimm. Um, so I might like. I that. think that you would like Riverdale and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina a lot, but I also know. Your mom has a very distinct issue. Here's the thing with the content Here's of that show. <laughs> Here's the thing. She watches which like, stuff. Like I was thinking about this and like mom. which stuff, which stuff. Like mom, I, I almost said this to her, but I like literally had a thought. I was like, the whole show is pretty much gothic horror. Oh, it's hundred percent. Sounds like yeah, it. Sleepy Hollow. It's one of the most famous like, gothic horror tales of all time. Like mom, well, I wouldn't say it's gothic. It's grim. It, no, that's like she gothic also said story something, for sure. She also said something that. I'll never forget, and it just activated my, like, shades of gray thing, like, of, like, everybody's different, everybody has different tastes, like, mom's like, <laughs> God, mom, don't listen back to this show, um, she doesn't listen to this show, she knows what we do here, um, <laughs> she drugs, does, so many drugs, mom, said, this is such a clean show. There's no drinking or smoking or anything like that. <laughs> I was just like, Mom, Excuse do you, you understand Excuse what you? is happening right now? Excuse you? I am watching them go into purgatory, and there's this complete, there's this, there's like this naked woman in the fetal position. Chris, well, your, mom, purgatory. your mom drew the line somewhere. She drew and the line drew somewhere. And Chris. then John Cho turns into like a Martian. Chris. But not a Martian. What? You need to watch Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's a great show, man. I gotta be honest. So are we doing this? Like, is this gonna happen? So I'm not gonna be. Able, I'm not gonna see it for another two and a half years. So they're, they're just gonna weekly remind me that I have to watch Twin Peaks. He's gonna do that because I showed it to him and he thinks it's great. I think that one day you would love Twin Peaks: The Return a lot. I think you'd like it right now. Mm-hmm. I think you'd like Twin Peaks to return a lot. Watch it when you want, man. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, I'm glad somebody, I'm glad somebody appreciates my... Watch more uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Or don't, man. That shit sounds crazy. <laughs> no, do it. I want to know. I want to know what this nah, world is. Nah, my lovely... So, so far, I think my favorite episode of Dark Side of the Ring is the, the Kevin Von Eric one, where he lost pretty much his entire family, and it's just him. And he's just now he's just chilling in Hawaii. That's sad. Yeah. That is sad. Rest and he's and he has a business and he's doing great for himself. And That's great, married. but it's like they lost his whole family to get there. No, he like here's my thing. He has actively said, I have not suffered. I am the luckiest man in the world. He actively yeah, said that. Because he keeps saying I. 
Not my family. He literally just like he literally tells the camera and is like, "They do not think in any way that I have suffered in it, and I, that I have suffered." Who is this? Kevin Von Erich. And he did what to his family? No, he didn't kill his family. No, I didn't say that. His entire family died, pretty much. So accident or not accident? Both. Got it. His brother David. Okay, so there's his father Fritz Von Erich. It's a crazy name. Uh, there's Kevin. There's David. Oh. There's Carrie. Stop. <laughs> it stopped there. <laughs> Phoned it in after that. <laughs> Kevin. Fritz von Erich. Jim. Tom. Kevin, Here's the thing. Kevin. Fritz von Erich. His heel gimmick was a Nazi. <laughs> he thought that the best villain when he was wrestling was a Nazi. The best villain in the world was a Nazi. It was wrestling in the 50s. What do you want from me? That's all I have for you, dude. Oh, in the 50s. Okay, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. He was but wrestling. Then World War II just happened. Yeah. Right. So, and Kerry had reservations about that, obviously. He didn't actively say that, but he said, like, in my father's mind, a Nazi was the best way to go. Still, but you dress a as a Nazi and then yeah. act like a Nazi out there. Oof. The immortal Fritz von Erich. Um, really fans. did two plus two, two plus two on that one. And he has fans. Right. Posters. Yeah. So there was, so again, da- yeah. there, there was Kevin, Be David, Carrie, Mike, and Chris von Erich? I knew you were one of them. No, it was not me. Okay. So, but why, why did he say that he doesn't have any regrets or... Here's my, okay, so here's his, so here's his thing. So, this is Texas. Southern. Right. These guys are like strong. I'm gonna take this phone call for a second. Okay. I'll tell. I'll tell Peter. Well, I'm right here. Zach looks bored. Zach, did you um. So. What happened was, um. So, his brother David, upstart, the uh, he is the guy that the National Wrestling Alliance is thinking about putting the belt, putting, like, the big belt on. Oh, shit, okay. So he goes to Japan, but before he gets to the Japan, before he goes to Japan, they're having dinner, and Kevin notices that he's not looking bright. Like, he's turn- like he's pretty much pale. Ooh. And he's not, like, He's yeah. getting sick or something? He's getting sick. He goes to Japan, they get the call in the middle of the night that he had died in his hotel room. Oh, my God. So an outside perspective was, well... If you're a wrestler and you're in a hotel room and you die, there's only one. There's only there are only so many ways. People speculated it was drugs. He had a disease in his bowel system. Oh, where he was bleeding there. Um, it caused his it caused the lining in there to erode and pretty much. So he started slowly bleeding. Dying? He was slowly dying for how long? Um, Did they know. No. Either way. They found him. Maybe I feel that. Uh, when they found him, it looked like he was reaching for the phone. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Jesus. Um. So the rest of the family took that pretty hard. Um. But it got. So they. The so they threw. Listen, dude. The Von Ericks in the '80s in Texas. Imagine probably the most popular person, right now. That's how they were. These guys were stars. Right. 
Like they were like heartthrobs, pretty pretty much teenage heartthrobs in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like these guys had the looks and the charisma and the heart that everybody that ev- that all those southern all the bases that those southern um people could um identify with. Like these were strong southern Texas Christian all Americans. Like the, that's that's how that's how they that's how people fell in love with them in the South. Um. So yeah, David dies. Uh, massive funeral, massive thousands of people, thousands of people. Um. And then they decided, you know what? In David's honor, we're gonna put the belt on Carrie. Almost a hundred thousand people in a football stadium came oh. to see the show. It was at the time the largest wrestling show in the United States. Holy shit! Um, before like WrestleMania, everyone yeah, went to a football yeah, and all that. Um, and he, he, so he wins the belt, and it's a massive pop, like screaming women all over the place, it's like deafening roar. And <coughs> so then they decided, okay. I want to so then Fritz is like, okay, David's gone, we lost one, we need to like bring it back. We need to like someone needs to take his place. He felt the B felt that someone needed to take his place. They got Mike. Mike is about as skinny as you. <laughs> he did not look like a wrestler at all. Yeah, no, I wouldn't stand a chance. Like you're talking about massive hulking guys like Carrie Car- yeah, was like a huge movie star. Steroid ridden men. Well, I don't think Carrie was on any roids. Until he just until huge. he went to New York, just huge dudes. Yeah, um, he just did not look like a wrestler. He looked out of place with some of the like more seasoned veterans and more popular stars in the interesting. And um, was he passionate about it? Is that why, or he just didn't no? He want really to wanted to like so all just, those all those kids wanted okay. to. It was all about like wanted to make their dad proud as usual, right? So then he goes to Israel because the Avon Eriks are like they're big in Israel still to this day. Um, wow. and, um, shoot, uh, and he, bre- and he, like, pretty much, like, breaks his shoulder to the point where he needed to, go, like, they, they had to stop the match and take him straight to the hospital. Damn. On the way there, so, on, so then they, uh, so then they treat him, they take him back to the U.S., then he starts getting a fever. Oh shit! His vitals start to drop, and they're like, "He's not gonna make it." So the chaplain, so they got a chaplain in uh, their promotion, World Class Championship Wrestling, and he's like, he basically put God on the on trial, not on trial, but he's just like, he called, <laughs> he pretty much called him out and said, "Anything we ask in your name, you said you would do it." And so, and Kevin was like, "No, that's disrespectful. Like, that's not. That's not cool. That's weird. That that's that's that that's not cool." Why? But um, literally, so like, he's literally like, "Anything that we ask in your name, you said you would do it." And so we're like, "Here is your word, God." Literally, thirty seconds later, doctors come in. They're like, "I don't know how it happened, but he's slowly coming back." His fever's dropping. His vitals are coming back. 
Um, Jesus. And he survived. He survived. Holy shit. But he did not come back the same person. What do you, what happened? So he came back. They he wasn't like he was more like of he stuttered. Like he stuttered a lot. Oh, so we lost some He lost some brain cells. You're right. To the point where he would just pretty like at random. He's been a bad fever if he's dying like right. rapidly from it. So I think I think the number they spouted out was one oh six. You gotta be hot, hot. Like your yeah, brain is like, frying, literally. It's cooking. Right. I think the number they said was one oh six was Damn. His, was the was so his he's high. stuttering. Is it, he's stuttering. He was randomly just beating up cars for no reason. Oh fuck. Yeah, he's got he he should have gotten treatment. Um, and then I believe it was weeks later, he uh, kills himself. Oh my god. Um. So then, why would anyone want to be a wrestler? I don't get it. Right. Um. So then, fighting with our family is that on the curiosity he, wheel? Wait, <laughs> oh. Did he ever wrestle? Yeah. Yeah. So he wrestled. He wrestled, and that's how he broke his shoulders. Yes. So there was. Jeez. So then there was Chris. He was smaller. Is this the last one, or there's a? No, there's two more. Okay, all right. Um, so there was Chris. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a wrestler, but he had asthma, and the medication he was taking gave him brittle bones. Why would you want to be a wrestler? Um, make his daddy proud. To li- to like step up. Maybe the, the dad could say, "You don't have to be a wrestler for me to be proud of you." I love you no matter I, what. I wasn't in the room for that. So only, only pussy dad. So, <laughs> so anyway. Then. <laughs> All right. I'll own that it. shit. Okay. So anyway. Um, you want to call it that? All right. Let's do it. That's just so positive masculinity. I'll think it's a good thing. <laughs> anyway, so he's like. um, So he's training. He's getting more involved in the brothers matches. It's basically just Kevin and Carrie at this point. Yeah, the other ones are dead. The other ones are dead. And so he breaks his arm in during a training session. He just breaks it. Brittle bones, really bad. And he's totally depressed. He goes up to the hill that he usually just goes up to. And then Kevin meets him there. He's just like, dude, what are you doing up here by yourself? It's like, what? Did you read the note? And what? so, like, what are you? It's like, and so, like, Kevin's like, what are you going to kill yourself? Come on. Dude, don't do this. Don't do this. After all that we've been through, he's like, no, dude, I won't. I promise. Then Kevin makes the mistake. Because when you, in this family, when you give someone their word, that's it. They had established trust between each other. Right. So Kevin leaves him alone. Because Chris would go up there all the time. So then he goes back and his dad's in the kitchen. And then he's like, so Kevin asked him, he's like, does he, does he usually write? Like, did he write a suicide note? And then his dad is just like, get back up there. When he gets back up there, shot himself in the head. He found him choking on his own blood. How did they not hear the gunshot? I don't know. It must have been like miles away or something like that. I don't know. Wait. Oh, get back. I thought you meant upstairs. Yeah. But no, this this is up a hill. Up up a hill, yeah. Yeah. And he basically just, yeah, he shot himself and he died. It's horrible. Um, So then that happens. And then, so like. So, Carrie's like, oh, so then, the promotion 
world class championship wrestling is pretty much failing at this point. This is like the late eighties, maybe early nineties, and Vince is starting to take over. And so Carrie's like, Okay, how I need how many kids are left now? Two. So it's Carrie and Carrie and Kevin. And Kevin. The the two ka Yeah. The ka words. Um ka names. Kevin okay, so Carrie goes to New York, he starts working for Vince McMahon. Um they completely change his gimmick. He's now the Texas Tornado. He can't use the claw, which was that the, claw. Uh, the claw that uh, Fritz von Erich would use. That's his finishing move. The guy could crush melons with his bare hand. Got a light. <laughs> don't even go there, Peter. <laughs> oh, man. You don't, you got like I don't half know. that joke. That was re- I, don't know, I don't know what the reference was. That White was of the joke. eyes and dark <laughs> within. Holy shit. Okay. So... He, um, Keep your mouth closed in case. <laughs> so he couldn't use he couldn't use the claw, which was like the only thing he had going for him because it was that he was Kevin Von Erich, mm. right? The claw, or Carrie Von Erich, the claw. So he, um, man, you weren't kidding about the dog there. Um, well, you're laying on the the couch that my dog sits on. In the oh, bu- that's in why the he bunker. kept looking at me in the bunker. Yeah. Sorry, is it he or she? Is it she? She. Sorry. That's why she kept looking at me. I mean, I don't know if dogs really care about gender specification. Oh, okay. I think so they, they're beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> so, he go, so, like, then he starts getting into the celebrity life of New York. Like, he's meeting Mr. T. Like, he's up there with, like, Hulk Hogan, like, and all that other stuff. Okay. So, he's hanging out with all these celebrities. And Kevin, Kevin says, like, no way around it. He was on drugs. Like, everybody, like, you could, you could tell. He was, he, he was, he was on drugs. And so, like, then he starts talking about, man, it took guts what Chris did. You want to tell him what guts, what kind of guts it took for Chris to do that? To commit suicide? Yeah. He started talking about that. No, here's what happened. No, he got a, he got into, I believe, a car accident. And he messed up his ankle really bad to the point where they needed to amputate. Jeez. He told the family to keep it a secret. Instead of using it. You know. Said keep this a secret. Promise me you will not tell anybody about this. That he has to get his foot amputated off? Yeah. But nobody notices. How do you not So it's a really good prosthetic. Apparently in nineteen the early nineties. He started wearing boots a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So he um That's that's a pretty crazy thing to keep secret. And people and people commented like, what a great story would that have been? He came back, he's wrestling as if he is wrestling on two but he's only wrestling on one foot. That's fucking wild. And he was like, Nope, you gotta keep it a secret. Kevin didn't want that getting out. But like he just started getting depressed. Like like I, I don't remember the catalyst of it, but like he started getting depressed. And he We lost his foot. Yeah, he lost his foot. But um so yeah, he's talking about like it took guts what Chris did. I'm just like, and so Kevin's like, oh boy. So then he's like, okay. So he's fi- so then Carrie finally, like, tells Kevin like I'm thinking about killing myself. He's like, dude, come on, you would not do that to me. Come on, you're the last brother I have, right now. Like you would not do that to me. He's like, well, did, what are we? Oh no no no. He was indi- He was about to be indicted. On a DUI. And that would have ruined his career. And he's like, well, we're, look, we're, like, well, we're not going to die, dude. Kevin's like, we're not going to die here. So he was thinking about going to Alaska 
and like um just like hunt like hunting bears with their revolvers he's just like we only got six shots right like I, like he wanted to go to alaska like he would get him get him away from the drug dealers and all that other stuff but then like okay so this is where this is the turn so he is going to so Carrie's leaving for his dad's place because he's about to get indicted and his wife's not going to take him there if he goes if he goes to jail he's like he's like I will go if you take me back when I get out and she could not make that promise mm-hmm. so he literally just goes up to he literally just goes to his dad and Kevin is calling his dad while he's working on the driveway and his dad picks up and says he can't talk can't talk and he hangs up and he, Kevin's trying to tell him Carrie's in a really bad way you need to hold him until I get there like and then the dad apparently just can't talk. So then Carrie walks in the door to his dad and just hugs him and just says, "Dad, I love you." He leaves. His dad notices that he's been out there a really long time in the in the in the acres. The uh, then he dry then he so he goes over there, and then he just sees him with a bullet with bullet hole in his chest. Mm. His dad said that was the most peaceful I've ever seen him. And so now it's just. Out of the brothers, it's just Carrie. This is Kevin now. So then Kevin tells the story of like he had to take several breaks during this. This was tough. Yeah, this was kind of tough for him for never coming back. So then his so Jeez. then his dad Fritz finally his mom left him because like he blamed all the kids' deaths on his on 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 him because like that's just how wrestling moms I guess are. Um, and so he, um, so then he gets, he, it turns out that Fritz has a brain tumor. He has cancer. And he, um, it's just like, he's at this point, like this Texas, this Christian Texas all American, he starts questioning God, you know, and he he's sitting, he's sitting in the kitchen with, or no. Kevin goes in with his dad. And he's just like, um, and then all of a sudden he's just like, he's questioning God and all that. And he basically then points a gun at Kevin, his son, his last remaining son. And he points a gun at him. He's just like, and he's going off like, like if you had the guts, you'd do it too. Do what? Kill himself? Yeah. If you had the guts, you'd kill yourself too. What the fuck? And then he's telling his dad, "He's like, Dad, it takes guts to live, not guts to die." Oh. And so his dad's like, "You're af- you're afraid, aren't you?" And he's like, "No, sir." And so he ba- then his dad wants him to kill himself. So Kevin, so no, I have no idea. Why the fuck would you even so, say that? So Kevin's like, "Dad, quit pointing the gun at me." He's like, "Quit pointing the gun at me." And then Kevin describes it as he could see the wheels turning in his head, and he booked it out the room as soon as he could. Um, so then, yeah, Fritz then died of a, of, of a brain tumor. So Kevin was in this really lo- low place. Like his mom was <laughs> no shit. His mom was gone. I think he was married at this point. His mom died or his mom no, left? No, left. Right. Um, so he, he was, but he's basically, he's a, mom? he's a grown adult, but he's like, he's like married at this point. Like, okay. But, but like, he's still having thoughts. He's just like, I don't like, I don't want to die. Cause like. He's had three of his brothers kill themselves. Right. Like he doesn't want to do that. He his thought his dad's now dead, right? Yeah, his dad okay. is now dead. He thought that going to prison was the best way for him. So he went to a, a Texas like gun store 
and tried to steal a gun, which is apparently like a pretty big deal in Texas. You don't yeah. take another man's gun. Right. So he goes and he stuffs a shotgun in his pants and tries to walk out the door. But then three, as he describes it, three old men, three, three old Texas men, um, they're sitting at the counter. They're just looking at him. He, and he's like, you got something to say? And they're just like, we love you, Kev. He's like, he walks out the door and then he goes into his car and he's just like, he's just thinking about what just happened. Then he goes back into the gun store, brings the gun back. And he says, I love you too, sir. And then they all just like got around Shit. him. They, they, they all got around him and hugged him and all that. Um, Whoa. So like that was the turning point for him. Like all of his, pretty much his entire family is gone. <clears throat> and he had the choice. He had the same choice they all had. And he said, no. He said, no, this is not, this isn't, no. And so now he is chilling in Hawaii. He has two sons. Uh, Marshall and Ross, they are in wrestling. Um, I believe they're a tag team in Major League Wrestling. Um, and uh, they have grandchildren now. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, he has now. He now has grandchildren. Yeah, grandchildren yeah. And yeah, he's just like he's like a literally like a like Tarzan. He's just living out in the jungle of of Hawaii. And he's living his best life. And his sister's like, left, right? The sister in the he didn't have a sister. Oh, I thought you said there was a sister. And no, then that was with Grizzly Smith. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And um, yeah. And this is uh, is the mom in the picture, or she Not just anymore. left all of them? She left all of it. Dude, I, I boogie. Damn, dude. Um. So yeah. Um. And so he's the one who said, "I have no regrets." Right. Oh, I didn't okay. suffer. I have no regrets. Yeah, right. That makes sense. I Got survived. It. I survived. Fuck. What is this is all jam packed in, in like forty in minutes? Forty five minutes. Dude. That's a great episode. Um, but like he's like, I've done it all. I have met with celebrities. And it's it means nothing to me than having family at the table. Being with family. It's about family. About family. Um Although my family is you. And he, <laughs> it's just like, to me, it's just like my mind is blown. Here, we are looking at a living, breathing, modern day Job. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I don't consider myself unfortunate. There is no, cur- I, don't, I don't think I'm cursed. I don't, I don't consider myself cursed. I'm just glad I got the time that I had with them. Like, and I'm glad that I have what I have now. That I lived to see this. Mm, yeah. That is that is an amazing, powerful story. Yeah. It just Holy shit, man. As a man of faith myself, that his story blows me away. I, I think how, it's amazing. I love how that story one could look at and be like the power of faith in God, and then you look at the other story and you're like, No, the devil exists. <laughs> Goes both ways, man. Double right. edged sword. And people outside of the people outside of the people from the outside looking in, like fans, were like, "Well, if they're such strong Christians, why is all this crap happening to them?" And I'm just like, "Oh, do you understand how this works?" <laughs> they wrote, they made up the story of Job so they can get by with that shit, <laughs> bro. Like that's not how faith works, man. Yeah, of course, that's not how faith works. 
The story anyway, of Job is you can't a send story. an email to this fucker and be like, hey, uh, so why did you why did you kill my family? Uh, just, <laughs> could you just get back to me? Yeah, my business days are fine. CZ. <laughs> but like, <laughs> he's trying to figure out his microphone. But like, yeah, it's just to me, it's a it was a beautiful like story. It is. And emotional story it's an it's definitely an emotional story and right so right now um he owns like a sports some kind of sports company and like yeah he's just living life in hawaii often basically seclusion yeah i mean why the fuck you want (laughs) why would he want to do that (laughs) why yeah so yeah the um Sorry to recount that episode, everybody. It's almost four I, uh, hours in. There is, well, I, I literally I'm, asked you. Yeah, yeah exactly. To explain. And we were stalling, and also, I'm assuming we're probably just going to cut these, put, put part one and part two of some of these episodes, these live-action ones. No. You're not going to cut them in half? These live-action episodes? I yeah, live-action episodes? No, I'm not cutting these. Hey, man, I don't care either way, as long as they're at at some point. Uh, yeah. People listen if they want to. Hell yeah. What's so, the difference between hitting pause and then hitting the next episode? If there if any one of those no reason. Exactly. If any no one like if any one of those any one of these stories from Dark Side of the Ring were made into a movie, I am calling dibs literally, on the Von Eric episode. Literally <laughs> no, all of these can be a movie. Like, right. It's, these are real these are real people suffering. Yeah. In a in yeah, a very messed up. movies. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Like, there is a dude. And this is just in wrestling. Yeah. What if if it was something else? Like, just another topic other than wrestling. Hypercore? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Could be the same exact thing. (laughs) Could be the exact. I mean, you'll probably get the exact same types of stories. It's just, it's just this, this particular one is themed around wrestling. But like, yeah. Billions of other stories like this. Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite one, though. Like, that's a powerful one, man. Right. I think that one's my favorite. Like, Herb Abrams is just, like, insane in a comical way. Right. That's, but this is, like, real shit. That's real. And and somehow it came out all okay. For someone to say all of those. Yeah. All of those things. Witnessing, like, all of his family dying except for his mom ditching him. Well, they were all grown men at that point. I mean, still. It's still your family. Right. Family. Family. That that takes Judge a lot for someone to say what he butter. said, yeah, and take his grief and turn it into something good, right? So it's, it's amazing. So yeah, I really again, this like as a wrestling fan, yeah, like Jesus, as a I don't I don't I'm not a wrestling fan, but I still like it. Right. That's just a fantastic story. Yeah, like for someone to turn out that way is you don't get a lot of those lighthearted things in wrestling anymore no and that's not even lighthearted. the ending is kind of lighthearted, but like well i can see why that one is your favorite you watch all these episodes with terrible things it's called dark side of the ring and then they give you this one that actually has a little bit of hope a silver lining silver right lining. a silver yeah. lining story exactly. that guy made it out i feel for that guy someone made it out right someone got out someone and is now living it. his best life again someone i love hoop it. dreams man sports suck <laughs> so anyway that's it we could talk about back to the future now zach come back 
I was literally watching Rick and Morty while you were doing it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to miss you to September, buddy. <laughs> that Rick and Morty watches. That's amazing. When, when, when I looked at the watch. And you can watch all the Rick and Morty you fucking want. Okay. Okay. But, but, but legit, when, when I was like, when I like looked at the at the clock, like once you had finished the, the newest episode. I was like, oh, we're running for four hours. I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to play Rick and Morty at this Hey, man, no work for you guys. I don't see. Yeah, man. Um, Let's talk about Back to the Future. Let's talk man, about I let Back you tell the, the story. I didn't, I didn't like, I, like, you want to tell it? I wasn't going to, like, interrupt <laughs> on you, so I just watched Rick and Morty, whatever. Back to the Future Part 3. So, this is the end, boys. This is yes, the end. this is the end. What a long journey that we have been on. It's not really that long. It was three movies. Four, like four, three movies in four weeks. That was yeah, a, that yeah. was a joke, Suckerman. <laughs> Thanks. That was compared a joke. to Harry Potter. Yes, three movies. This is like happened. a really short journey. Back to to start over. This yeah, was start like over, over. this was almost a third of what Harry Potter was. Yeah. Hey, what am I doing? Almost. Can I, can I say restart when I go back there? Yeah. Yeah. Play from the beginning. Play from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. So Netflix, they found everything. <laughs> Except for making a season two to uh, all right, to so to anything. So anything. two and three, <laughs> so two and three were shot anything, back to yeah. back, right? Two and three were shot. Uh, well, um, well, I wasn't. Yeah. They weren't necessarily shot um, at the same time. They shot the first one, mm. and then they shot. They had a three week break, and then they shot the third one. That's basically back to back. Bob Gale Damn, stayed behind and did all the po- post production for the second movie. Oh. And Zemeckis went on to shoot, which is why the second movie is not as tight as the first and not as easygoing as the third. Because Bob's, uh, Zemeckis would have to go and fly uh, from place to place, shooting and going back and directing to answer decisions, that's letting Bob exhausting. go do stuff. So that's why the second one that is, is so kind of a little Yikes. And a little bit has a few holes. That's why it's technically not as perfect, uh, because Zemeckis wasn't there to to pinpoint and watch everything. That's why the first movie is Busy a man. fucking watch. It's years and years of writing that script and getting it down perfectly. Once they got Fox, the second one was so ambitious that they just bit off more than they could chew. The third one is them just having a fucking blast. Literally, yeah, I yeah. Mean, literally. It, yeah. it looks like it too. Like I mean. They, I mean, like what they 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 basically just built that whole like western town and just they shot did. shit in it. it. They did. They went to they built a whole town, and then the people uh, who were uh, on the land there, they were like, "We'll let you build the town for free." What? Whoa! If you let us keep it. Oh! And the studio said. The studio said yes, but we get the clock tower because the clock tower still is Universal Studios. We we tear that down when we're done. Lightning strikes the town. Eventually, the whole town burns down. What? Is that in the middle of shooting? Is this after shooting? Whoa! Like a little bit after shooting. Quote unquote. 90s. Lightning struck the town. Lightning struck the town. Lightning struck the town. And it's set on fire and it burned down. I think Universal got the best end of that stick at the end of it all. Well, or they, they they had to pay they literally had to pay just like literally the amount of money it took to like build it from like raw materials and like gain the contract. They, to well, do that. the town made some money and it's still a place that holds other Western shoots. So that was why they were like this whole area is where people come to look at stuff that has been shot here. We have the whole town here. That's a huge win. And they did make some money out of it. But then it burned down. 
as of this day, people still go out to that place and they still have Back to the Future three festivals. That's they still cool. go on the train. People can ride it. They have a DeLorean. You can get on the tracks mm. and take a picture. They still it looks really fun. They go out in the west where the town was and then they build a um, drive in place and then people go over there and they sit on blankets and they watch That's the movie. Cool. It's, it's not quite community. like it's not quite like uh, it's not about the place. It's about the people because they're still going to the place, mm-hmm. but it still highlights the people. It doesn't matter what's there and what's not there. Yeah, I am blown away. That's really cool. Lightning. You're telling lightning. Peter doesn't believe it. Lightning, man. Peter doesn't the believe it. The fuck? Lightning? I don't believe in lightning. How many I don't co- believe in lightning. No, you were just talking about for the last two weeks how coincidental it is, what the circumstances that are happening around this entire series. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that lightning did not strike that set? Yeah. Yeah, lightning strike it. Lightning didn't strike that set. All the sick, <laughs> all the crazy, like... <laughs> Oh, I don't believe it. Sounds like uh, so Alex, Alex. I think I sounds think like Michael fake J. news. Fox did it. Uh, man, Michael J. Fox did it. I think he did it. He did it. Uh, so he didn't want to go what? to that setback. Um, so uh, no, no number four. I don't they, want four. The, and when it Bring came to this third down. movie, it was an extended version of the third act of the second script, and basically they got a blank check to do whatever they want. I got that from the Blank Check podcast, which does really good extensive oh, film cool. research, nice. and they did these films as well. But. Uh, Basically, they got every single uh, Western filmmaker of the time, best of the era, to help them out. Cinematographers, writers, shooters. The three guys that are at the table in the bar are all classic Western men. Children of classic Western. The guy that's doing the gun, that's Slim Pickens' son. Like they, Whoa. The, dude, there's so many people in this movie that have been in Westerns before. Uh, uh, the train that they ride on has been, it's the most famous film train of all time. Really? It's been around for almost 100 years. It's been in over 100 films. Uh, this thing is a purebred in its bones Western. The score is amazing. Michael J. Fox had fun. Tom Wilson was having a ball. Christopher Lloyd probably had a blast. Christopher Lloyd had a blast. That's the thing. Uh, Because, again, uh, in the last movie, they could not have Crispin Glover back. They were like, what are we going to do? Because they can't have the ending where he sees his dad and they connect. And they can't have him come back to be uh, the older version. So that's why they have Michael J. Fox play the older version of himself. And uh, they just wrapped around it, and then Glover doesn't come back. That's also why the whole point of this story is to actually legitimate, uh, actually make legitimate the relationship of Doc and Marty. Why are they yeah. best friends, man? It's because of this fucking movie. And yeah. that's why I don't laugh at that joke anymore, because I've seen this, and I'm like, he came back for him, their best friend. The first things out of his mouth when he sees him is, I, you should not have come here, but it's so nice to see you again. Like, the my favorite image of this entire so, fucking series is that clock picture of the both of them. Aww. When it's just Doc, he's smiling. But when it's the both of them, he's smiling bigger. Why? Because Marty told him to smile. I yeah, love it. Here's the thing I, I don't get about this movie, though. Is, oh, boy. So, so his Doc got blasted to the past. And then, like... He drives over to the younger version of Doc. Why didn't he just stay with this version of Doc Brown? Because he still cares about where the other version of Doc. Where he has access to a time machine and all that. That was the plan. The plan was to use that time machine to go back to 85 until 18. they accidentally ran into the gravestone of Doc Brown and figured out, uh-oh, he gets shot in seven days. I have to go back and save him. 
He wasn't going to until he yeah, realized the letter. I had to go save his life. Yeah, the letter that he sent said, don't go back to 1885. He was His plan was always to just go to the future. Got That's why it. the first words out of his mouth when he runs back to him is, I'm back, I'm back from the future. And he's like, you got to send me back there. They're totally d- going to do it. And then he's like, maybe I should look myself up in the library. And he's like, this is one of my favorite That's things. The crazy. relationship between Doc and Marty actually switches. And it pinpoints all the way to the point where he's like, oh, my God, she has the hots for you. And what does Michael J. Fox say? Great, Scott. What does Doc say? Man, this is heavy. They've switched parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wow. did notice yeah, that too. Right. Absolutely. I noticed that. So oh, like yeah. so when Doc Brown is going around doing the letter, who's going around fiddling with all the machines? Michael J. Fox. When Doc Brown is falling in love, who's the one making the argument scientifically? You're a scientist, Doc. Think logically. That's what they've switched their roles for. It's mm. so crazy. Um uh it, it, Doc wow. Brown, he like he was going to go back to the future, and none of this would have been an issue. He wouldn't have looked everything up. And then Marty's like, you're the one who says don't look yourself up. You're the one who says think scientifically. And then they run into the gravestone. So he was always going to go to the future, but he came back to save his life. Gotcha. <sighs> uh, so That's a lot. <laughs> uh, so to cover out a few more things, yeah. um, Christopher Lloyd uh, started out in the 60s. The first thing that he really was famous for was one of the background people, along with Danny DeVito, of One c- one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. The both of them would travel on to be on the sitcom, one of the most famous, Taxi, that had Judd Hirsch, Andy Kaufman, a lot of famous people. And he would b- run the train on that for a long, long time. He had been a famous actor for quite some time. Dream Team with Michael Keaton, been around for a while. But uh, when it came to this story... And they wanted to give him a romance. They wanted to find somebody he'd worked with before. And that was Mary Steenburgen. They had a great relationship. And all of this was focused on making sure that Christopher Lloyd was the focus. Without Crispin Glover there and that relationship being built. Um, and then Michael J. Fox and uh, him really had a good time. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories. <laughs> um, so there was a guy. He wanted to be a stunt dude. And he walks onto the set of the second movie, Back to the Future, because he knows a guy. And he, they're just chatting and having a good time. And then the guy's like, here, do you want to meet Michael J. Fox? And he's like, yeah, I want to meet Michael J. Fox. And so he walks <laughs> over to him, and Michael J. Fox goes, wow, you look exactly like me. Are you my new stuntman? And the guy goes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> stuntman for the rest of Michael J. Fox's career. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Fate. <laughs> Fate. Fate. Uh, so, Fate. Uh, we'll get into the the and uh, we'll get into the EU and Michael J. Fox. And most importantly, Michael J. Fox. Oh my God. Around this time, needed a stunt performer. He had already forgotten how to ride a skateboard, and he'd already forgotten how to play a guitar. Uh, his Parkinson's was starting to kick in. At this point, <clears throat> it was yes. a year after this movie came out, the third movie, that he was diagnosed. He knew well into the early 90s. And that's why he never did another action movie again, really. He did The Hard Way with James Wood, which is a, a detective, a buddy cop thing, but it's not, it doesn't have that much action to it. It's an 80s action cop movie. It's not the best. And it's mostly about their repartee. He wouldn't do another action film until The Frighteners in 1996. And that was his last one before he would go on to Spin City. And at that point, he already knew he wanted to work from home. He didn't want to travel around anymore. By 
2003, Spin City would be over. By 2000, he would leave and admit that he had Parkinson's and that he couldn't act anymore. He would stop acting for years, come back in 2013 with a TV show on NBC. It did not do very well. I watched it. It's called the Michael J. Fox show, but it's one of those things where he's not playing Michael J. Fox. He's playing somebody else oh. who also has Parkinson's but wants to go back Weird. to work. It's not his family, but his fam- he has a he famously married his girlfriend co-star from his Look sitcom. And he and like he has a very famous family who stood by him and they're not the ones that are on TV. It's just not a well-written show. And it didn't last, and I it sucks because he's very good. He would then go on to be in The Good Wife and a bunch of other things and do a lot of other stuff. And he was in The Good Wife? Yeah. He, he played a shady lawyer. It's great. Huh. He uses his disease to get sympathy. It's great. He's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> most of this is for his foundation. Uh, but he would not do the convention circuit until after two, 2015. And 2015 was, of course, the second. It, it, it's the year that the second movie is set. So on the day that that second movie happens, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd go on Jimmy Kimmel and have a nice 10-minute bit. And he's dressed in the nines, and they go there, and they talk about it. And it's really interesting because it's ripe. It's like, they're like, we went too far. This is We screwed up 2015, and it's like, motherfucker, you ain't even been to 2020 yet. It's like, shit, man, you don't even know. <laughs> uh, so it's really funny. Um so the uh, he would do his best, and as of right now, he still does stints on television, but he's he's written four books, and his last book was about how he uh, fell and broke his arm when nobody was home, and he's, uh, he's one of the biggest optimists in Hollywood considering his situation. Uh, he literally wrote a book about how he was sitting in his kitchen being like, maybe optimism doesn't fucking work, and he wrote a whole book about how that just doesn't work sometimes. Sometimes you really have to give in to that sadness and dwell in it and like accept the fact that that's part of humanity and that optimism cannot work. Got to have both. And then he f- and then he's still doing well these days. Um, Bob Gale would be the overseer of the extended universe. Okay. Zemeckis would go on to make a slew of hits and not give a shit. Yep. Back to the Future is Bob Zemeckis's early days. That's right. fucking crazy. I don't care who you are. Bob Gale is the other end of the spectrum where he's what like was it? it was like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, Death Becomes Her, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit, I forgot he was. Flight, uh, um, Castaway. Wait, he did Flight? He did Flight. With Denzel Washington. Yes, The Walk. God, this guy, all the animated movies, Beowulf, Polar Express, all that shit. This guy's, he doesn't care, like he's done. Okay, Welcome it's to been mentioned, it's <laughs> been mentioned that he has like done it. all this. No. It's been mentioned that he has done all this, but now it's coming, now it's actually like. Is it clicking? Me. It's, cl- it's yeah. clicking now. He has a crazy career. Um, Beowulf. Beowulf. Christmas Carol. Uh, he made he made a classic Jim Carrey movie. Uh, so, uh, um, He's, he Christmas made, Carol. He made Christmas Carol, which is a classic. He also made I the Witches remember. remake too. Oh. He made the Witches remake with Anne Hathaway recently. Um, so he, uh, Bob Gale is He's the other Pinocchio end of the spectrum. He is oh. doing Pinocchio. Bob Gale is the other end of the spectrum. He has dedicated his entire life to just Back to the Future, not extending it really. There is no Back to the Future 4, and he will never be one. However, there is an extended universe. After the movie comes out in 1992, there is an animated television show. Oh it boy. stars Ma- that stars uh, Marty, Doc, uh, um, the two kids, and Clara. And Jennifer sometimes. And they all go adventures, but mostly sometimes. the kids. Mostly the kids, Jules and Vern. God, and that guy did not know how to write a woman. Well, Bob Gale. Not a lot of people do. 
Bob Gale actually does write a lot of the animated episodes, and they're kind of good. They're actually like Magic School Bus quality. Oh, they're not sick. bad. They're but they're hard to find. You can only get them on the DVD, and then weird qualities online and YouTube. Uh, I watched a couple. It I actually did genuinely like it. Uh, then there would be a ride that was made for Universal Studios that would last till 2007, and it would star Tom Wilson and Christopher Lloyd. Tom Wilson, of course, Biff the bad guy, running around doing his thing. He's actually pretty good at him. Um, and then that would that was shot by everybody pretty much. Uh, they just actually replaced it like a year and a half ago, I believe, with uh, a Jurassic World updated roller coaster, something like that. Yeah, yeah, the Velocicoaster, I believe, is what it replaced. Oh, yeah. Uh, so fuck. Um, you can watch the ride on YouTube. The whole experience is on there, including what you go through. VR. And everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <gasps> uh, and um. After that, years later, there was a video game in 2010. It's basically Back to the Future 4. It's about seven hours worth of gameplay. Marty goes back in time to help Doc in the 1930s. It's just a new story? It's a new story. Oh, my God. It's actually, again, with Bob Gale involved, not that bad. It's actually pretty good. Doesn't look great. And Tom Wilson well, shows up in that. only some of the versions of the game. He they redid it in 2015, and he comes in on that version. So he's cool. he's pretty fun. But uh, it I would um I was doing a lot of cleaning work as a, at the house while I was uh, listening to it. So whenever there was an actual action scene that I had to watch, I would run in and take a look. But most of the time, I was just listening oh, to the script and the story. Damn. It was really good. I lied. It Telltale wasn't it wasn't the Velocicoaster place. Simpsons. It was Simpsons, right? That's right. Yeah. It was Simpsons. It's because they built the whole area over that at Islands of Adventure. Somewhat ridiculous. And what are you looking at, Chris? I'm looking at the game. Like it was a Telltale game. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you'd yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'd choose the answers and stuff. Yeah. They could have just done the movie. They didn't have to put in all this work. Uh, no. I mean, I do like the idea of a choose your own adventure, Back to the Future. Like it they, was fun. They could have just like you know cashed in and was like, yeah, let's just do the first movie as a video game. The pro well. Uh, at they Bob uh, that's too tight of a never story. wants to continue the story of the movies. And in that fair, NEU is just ex- it's it's not really the second story, and he doesn't consider it that. He's like, it's just a game of continued adventures. But if you don't want it to be canon, you don't have to. The other no, considering never be thing is that this is like young Telltale's too. Yeah, this is that was one of like one of their first games, right? Uh, but yeah, he's there's when never going to like, even be a reboot. He's not even going to allow a reboot. As long oh, yeah, as Bob Gale that. is alive, there will never be a, a sequel, prequel, or reboot. Okay, so what does Zemeckis set on it? Then? How could you do something? He doesn't like care. The he fo- doesn't give a game, crap. Which is why I was, which is why I found it I very interesting. But like a movie. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like how how could you have the guts to do something like that? Um, I don't. As I was watching these, Unless I was ignorant. asking myself, would I want more? And would I want another story? And having watched the game, y- do I think that you can tell these stories well? Yes. Do I want more from them? No. Bury the lead. No. Bury the lead. I really think they end it pretty well. If you can't get Crispin Glover back and you can never ever really enjoy the ending with his parents, if you can never look at the new father that he has and learn from him, then just settle on the fact that yeah. he finally had his good dad yeah. go. Bury the lead. But Bury just, the lead. It's done. Um, so there was a musical in 2017. <laughs> what? The a Back heck? to the Future. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yes, you what? can see a couple of the performances of like Power and Love and a couple of things. Um, there's okay, so there's Power and Love, and then immediately when Marty goes to the diner to see his father for the first time, he's like, "You need to stand up to Biff and those bullies." And then the mayor, as the uh, 
ice cream as dude. the ice cream guy is like yeah and then he busts into a song and then there's <laughs> another song about him convincing his dad while he's doing the laundry to be a tough guy it's like it's it a works. musical it works uh it it's okay i i don't mind it it's a definite musical next thing you're gonna tell me is that they made a delorean themed butt plug okay i mean like, there probably is are you one. kidding there's probably one do you out want there? mine no <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeez, no, man, no, 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 <laughs> I don't want Alex. anything that belongs to you after you burn down your own tree <laughs> okay. oh, uh, from your own mistakes. Um, And so that leaves us to the last bit here. I was going to do a whole bit on Leah Thompson. Um, I think Leah Thompson's best performance is in the um, first movie where she plays the two different versions of her younger self, uh-huh. an older self that's bad and an older self that's good. Then the second movie's really good, too. The reason I'm leaving her alone is because we're going to do Howard the Duck, and she is basically the star of that, and her career is so fucking interesting. interesting. She is in one of the biggest bombs of all time, the biggest trilogies of all time. She married a famous director. She was a star of a successful 90s TV show. She was a star mom of an ABC family TV show that was popular. She's directed movies. Her daughter is famous. And I don't want to spoil it, but she's got plans that I'm going to save for the uh, Howard the Duck episode. She is also incredibly uh, interesting and charming and great to fans and has been doing the convention circuit for 20 fucking years. So, like, Leah Thompson, I will spend time with her later. And I Why know I didn't. Why was she the mom in this movie? Too? She's, uh, she, she's the, uh, uh, she's the Irish mom. She's the Irish one with the baby. That, uh, that just raises so many questions. She's so good. She's so good. There's, uh, I, there are more questions <clears> than <throat> So, she's the first one to hit the convention circuit. She's been doing it because really? she has other, other uh, early 2000s. Her, her husband is famous. She's got a bunch. She's in John Hughes movies. She's got Howard the Duck, Back to the Future. She had many reasons to go, and she loved fans. Uh, and then she starts going, and then Christopher Lloyd starts going by himself. And every now and then, they do a Back to the Future panel, but not really together. Uh, every now and then. That's and sad. then Tom Wilson shows up in 2017, and he loves it. And he's like, hey, hey, uh, um, uh, uh, f- uh, Doc, you come with me. Doc Brown, you come with me. Christopher Lloyd, we'll do a couple. And then Leah Thompson shows up. And you can see it on his YouTube video, the first one he does with Leah Thompson. When mm-hmm. they're done, she's like, you are hilarious. You are great. We have to keep doing this. And then if you keep watching the YouTube videos and convention videos, you see them having dinner, singing cowboy songs. He's basically hanging out with Christopher Lloyd, the old man, and it's the nicest, sweetest thing I've ever seen. Tom Wilson's amazing. So then by 2017, after the 2015 uh, resurgence of Back to the Future happens, all of them. Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Tom Wilson, Leah Thompson, and the guy who plays Dean Strickland are doing conventions. All because Tom Wilson has gathered everyone together to do this. That is the <laughs> legacy of now Back that to the Future. Wow. Okay, hold on, hold on. You will rewind that. Uh, oh, well, yeah, b- uh, Bear, Bart the Bear. Yeah, but but uh, if you go back slightly. All right. Uh, Watching the movie. Yeah, We're at the cave right scene right now. Here. So when he goes back in. Uh-huh the bear you can tell when it's just a dude and a bear and when it's an actual bear oh yeah you can see you can't you don't want a bear that's so close to Michael J. Fox no we we know yeah I mean like we've seen it uh, it's pretty obvious Bart the Bear one of the most famous bears in film of all time famous bear he was in so many films it's ridiculous I for as a child I thought that the arrow had done something to the fuel. Watching it now, I was like, "Oh, he ripped the fuel line because yeah. he says it." 
And I was like, yeah, driving like, yeah. Yeah, that makes that's sense. a fake bear right there. That's a that's fake a bear. That's a real bear. It's not even the same hair. That's yeah, <laughs> look at that bear. You're a fake bear. You're a fake bear. Don't run from a bear. Stand your ground. He's 17. It worked, He's man. 17 in this movie still. <laughs> He's running from that bear. Let's be Ditch honest. the shoes. Yeah, that's what the bear wants. Those boots are sick. Yeah, that's so this funny. is the, so this is the stunt guy. <laughs> this is the stunt guy who just walked <laughs> on the set. He's like, "All right, I'll jump. Oh, oh, okay, I'll. Do, all right, you want me to do what? Okie dokie. Oh, there it goes my <laughs> honk. <laughs> yep. Uh, he so had that Parkinson's and took that bump. He didn't know he had Parkinson's. That's the oh, crazy that's thing. Right. Uh, so uh, that is the story of Back to the Future Three. It did not do. Uh, it did as bad as well as the second one. People were kind of. They didn't. No one were used to the fact that there was going to be a second movie, a third oh, movie after yeah. the other one. They were like, "Oh, we it's a continuation." Whatever. This was after Star Wars. Here's the worst thing, though. This is a full blown Hollywood fucking western, and no one cared until the next year when Unforgiven, Dances with Wolves, uh, Tombstone, Wyatt Earp. People loved westerns in 1992. My dad loves Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp is. I like Tombstone better. But I mean, he, li- like, he, he likes those like '90s westerns. They're not bad. I, I, I. These westerns actually. Kind Unforgiven of is the best of them all. But this missed it by a year. Yeah. yeah. How amazing would that have been to have that kind of resurgence? How but many coincidences have, are surrounding this? I know. Um, but yeah, between us and the actual movie. Movies. This four, these last four weeks have been crazy. It's been crazy. So the I. The town was struck by lightning. Uh, it's insane. So, Chris, absurd. <laughs> what did you think of Back to the Future Three? Um. Okay. So, Back to the Future Three. Um. We forgot to talk about influences too. Uh. Yeah. Rick and Morty. Go ahead, Zach. No. Fine. It inspired well, Rick and Morty. But well, it's that's more it. than just Rick and Morty, though. I mean, it was inspired lots of stuff. I Rick mean, and Morty much, is a parody of it. Pretty much any time travel. Yeah. Story post this. It inspired Doctor Who. Like me. No. no well, Doctor, Doctor Who was, was long before this. Um, Are you sure about that? Yeah, yeah Doctor Who is the sixties, my guy. Sixties. Are you sure about? That? Yeah. Did you just use time travel and change it? Oh Not no! Me. Change what? Not me. It's always been like no, that. No, but uh. Not me, man. Bob I mean, Gale. I mean, I mean, I think like the biggest, most like front and center reference to this is Ant Man saying Back to the Future is a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Endgame. There would be no Endgame if not for the entire middle yep. section of Endgame. Is Back to the Future two? It's a time heist, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the so going Back to back, the Future is bullshit. It's the are going you telling back, me that your plan to save the world is based on Back to the Future? I, what I love is that movie. The entire middle section of it is based on the conceit of the victory lap. Yeah, that is going to the movie before yeah. and having a good time. Yeah, and the nostalgia of it. No, I mean, I mean, it's important to talk about. The that is an absolute I, big influence. That's You're a right. massive influence. I mean, Rick and Morty is just. The tip of the iceberg. In nineteen eighty, overt one. Well, in nineteen eighty five, it was the number one movie, yeah. and then years later in twenty nineteen, it it basically became the number one movie again through the same structure. Because yeah, Endgame. Because of Endgame and Rick and Morty, yes, Rick and Morty is basically the it's it used Rick to be. Rick and Morty made McDonald's bring back a sauce they never thought they'd bring back. Well, uh, that well, says and then something. Run out and then have people riot. Well, when I think about you're right. When I think about the conceit of Rick and Morty, it started out as like, isn't it funny that their relationship is so weird? And wouldn't it be funny if it was, you know, Doc was an asshole yeah. um, and the and Marty was more like his dad. 
that but the show is more so now a re a reimagining of this idea oh, of an sure. old man taking a kid on these kind of adventures. I really do think it's made uh, characters out of that same conceit and done something with it. Yeah, I mean, if you really look at season one of Rick and Morty, it, it is very much just like Back to the Future being like way more nihilistic, way more just like dark mm. and gritty. Yeah. But um, but like, but I think it's evolved past that much, much to its own. Oh, yeah. It's evolved yeah. into its own mythos. Mm-hmm. But, um, I like burp in the middle. <laughs> oh, I, I, I heard that. Plenty. I've I heard, heard that. Plenty. <laughs> it's funny because Rick Erp. <laughs> Rick Erp. <laughs> uh, when will he wipe his freaking mouth? Because he don't care. The very fact that you want him to is why he won't. <laughs> yeah. That is the description. I figured. Rick. I figured. Yeah. Um, you want me to wipe it? Deal with it. Do something about it, bitch. Then he burp. Uh, yeah, no, I I mean to to say the influence of Back to the Future itself. Did that baby just pee? And, she peed. and you peed on me. Yeah. Anyways, um, the, to talk about like the basic like influence Back to the Future has had on on films post Back to the Future is incredible. I mean, the the it's it's effects on ti- on on sci-fi alone mm-hmm. are. Unbelievable or incredible. It, it it's really interesting how the movie was such a big hit for five years. The second comes out confuses people, yeah. but also enthralls them. The third comes out and they're like, eh, eh, yeah. and then people basically forget about these movies until like uh, on a, on a popular on a popular level. Kids are watching them at home on TV a lot. Um, but yeah, people were, it wasn't until 2015 when people were like, they're cut, this is when they close the freaking curtain, dude. And that's when they do it. And I just, it makes, it makes so much sense that like people are starting to look at it as the, the strong trilogy it is. And I, I think a re a reimagining, a re, um, contextualizing of the second film is appropriate. Whereas people are slowly starting to understand how great the third one is. Most people say their favorite is the third, but they're like, it's not as good. And I'm like, no, it's fucking good. It's real yeah. good. It's such a laid back, lazy movie. The, but that also makes its, its stakes uh, very clear. Well, the other really cool thing uh, about Back to the Future is, uh, especially post-2015, is that nost- nostalgia is really, s- that we're like really deep in like the, the appeal for nostalgia things mm-hmm. like 2015 was right around the time like Jurassic World is coming out. Back to the Future's uh, thing was happening. Well, the thing, um, the thing that I find Marvel was was rolling up on Endgame pretty quick. What I find interesting about that is that the 80s resurgence was over. That was in the aughts. By the 2010s, yeah. halfway through that, that was over, and we're now in the 90s resurgence. Yeah. So by the time 2015 happening, that was done. And we had the last gasp of Back to the Future, not because it was an 80s movie, but because it was a good movie. That's what I loved about the 2015 resurgence. The yeah. 80s thing was done. And when the 80s thing happened, no one was doing stuff about Back to the Future. They were doing stuff about all the 80s stuff around it. When 2015 happened, it was like, hey, remember that great movie and how awesome it was that it predicted the future and some yeah. of it it got right, including the Cubs happening in 2016? So, like, I... The the understanding that people watch the third one, I think, is the understanding that it's such a great ending. Yeah. And the relationship between Doc and Marty. Well, well, and the thing I really love about the third one is that, like, it didn't need to have a big, interesting storyline. It re- like you said, it's 
It's just a, it's kind of a dumb western, and it's just uh, I shouldn't say the word dumb, but like it's a movie western. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big budget western, and that's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I mean, look at this bar. This bar is dope. Yeah, I mean, you you know what I've kind of come to terms with is like the reason why I love Back to the Future Three is the same reason why I love the first two Mummy movies. Mm-hmm. Is it's not necessarily about like the quality of the movie or or what's going on. It's just the adventure aspect. I, I the, think the fun adventureness. The the first one is a really fun adventure, but it's also tight. Everything yeah. you can feel that it's a wa- you feel like you're watching a watch. Everything yeah. is working clockwise mechanically perfectly. The second film is a is that, l- yes exactly that? yeah it's it's yeah it, it the second one is clumsy yeah. because it's so ambitious. This one is laid back and fun because it was laid back and fun to make. But also yeah. the stakes are really easy. I have to go save Doc. When I find him, it's not a problem when he sees me. But now we have the fuel, and the only thing we can do is wait for a train. We know what to do. We know what our plan is. We wait for a train. There's only one action scene in this entire movie. Which, uh, yeah, which one is- action scene, and it's one of the best if not the best of this entire series and it's the train thing yeah and it's because it's all leading up to it outside of that i've come to more i've come to understand marty's relationship with his family in this like they talk about the curse of the mcflies and what made them like uh sub uh submissive to the um the tannins the tannins i think it's because uh he comes back and his other version of himself is so well put together. He's like, yeah. I've got a family. I've got a, I've got a beautiful wife, a beautiful baby. I'm not in town. I've got my own thing going. I'm a barber. I've got everything going. My brother started fights and got a, a knife in his gut somewhere. He got shot somewhere. Yeah. He's the one who's dead. And my guess is because of that, Tannen walks into this bar and he goes, McFly, you shouldn't be in here. And I think that McFly was like, I'm not going to get in fights and prove that I'm big to bullies like Tannen and therefore becomes the coward virgins to the Tannens for the rest of the time mm. until Marty comes in and punches Griff and then it changes the entire ebb and flow of the entire family anyway. So yeah. that I find all really interesting. Outside of that, Doc falling in love is really sweet and really yeah. fun because they have great chemistry. Oh, my God, he's moonwalking. Awesome. I love he's it. He's moonwalking right now. He's moonwalking. And I find that really interesting because those are the yeah. two stories you have to do. All of the Marty family stuff is pretty much complete, but I do think this stuff is not in your face. It's just there. He is not the point of the movie. He's not the point of any of these movies. The first movie is about George. The second movie is about Biff. And the second movie, and the third movie is about Doc. Yeah. Marty is just the conti- he's the reactionary car- character of all of these things. D- but I will like okay. So now I think it's time, Chris. What do you think? Uh, sorry, I was just watching the movie. I know um, it's a great scene. It's a great yeah, scene. I love this scene. He actually got hung here. He got Brendan Fraser. He 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 was like, I'm gonna do the hanging, and they're like, Yeah, uh, well, we got a rope and everything, and he's like, No, 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 I actually want to do it. So he put his hands in the rope, and that accidentally cut his windpipe as he was doing it. And then as they hung him up, he was like, ah, and then he actually passed out. Almost the same thing happened to Brendan Fraser on the Mummy movie. Brendan Fraser really hurt himself too on that. Yeah. Fox. On those movies, he really messed himself up. Yeah, and then For he years. got and then he got abused, and then he got blackballed out of Hollywood because he didn't uh, accept those advances. And now everyone loves Brandon Fraser again properly. the The world is right again. So it's true. It's gonna be that new Steven Soderbergh movie with Cheeto, and I can't wait. Yeah, I really like this one. It's fun. 
it's a it's a fun western, although I will say it does mirror the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. meant to quite a bit. It is it is the sequel that they didn't want to make in the second movie and prove that if you did it wouldn't be good. It is the same story as the first one. He's back in time and they can't get back unless there's a specific power source and then that there's a thrilling section in the end. There's the time where his legs were modeling. not moving. There's a oh, dance. Look, look, he was gone before it, he reached yeah. three feet. Yeah, I think I think they I think they took the shots and then they probably came back and reshoot reshot other things. He's like Peter gone. Yeah, he's like that's him for sure. Uh, that wasn't me. As I oh. and I got you in the flowers wasn't me. Uh, so I, I, I love I, how he has a scope <laughs> on his gun. Uh, I do think it's a lot like the first movie, but the thing is, I do find I do think he has a very interesting relationship again with his doc because that that's the thing at the end of the movie. It may be the first movie over again, but it's more laid back. It's not as stressful. It's a and it's about their friendship. It's about their relationship. My favorite scene in this entire oh, look, movie like is like not the train. It's not the ending. It's the fucking dance. Yeah, that dance is the best. Like that's the point of the movie where we're just like, man, let's just go to a dance. Like there's a moment in the first movie where where Marty come looks at him and he's like, so okay, I've got a week to wait for lightning to strike. Can we just go around town and hang out? You can show me some stuff. He's like, no. Like this is that. No, Marty. This is that. They have nothing to do. So what does he do? He shows Marty around town, and they hang out and do some stuff. So like, <laughs> it's amazing. I like yeah. the fact that they pull it off is so perfect. And the only reason it's so great is because you have the first movie, and if you do too much, you have the second. And I think this is a little bit less than the first movie, but also that's because they're kicking their feet up. If you made two movies at the same time and the first one of the greatest movies right. of all time before, and all you wanted to do was make a western, and they gave you all the money in the world to do it, you'd make a fucking. They've western. made their point. They made. They've it. made yeah. their point. This is a victory lap. Yeah, right. it's a really um, fun victory lap. The Leah Thompson playing the mom still raises questions for me. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Why does it raise questions? Oh yeah, I wanted. To Would talk it have about raised different too. questions? If it's it was... on George's side of the family. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's what's odd. Uh, if she if, looks if, like if Crispin Glover was the Michael J. Fox character, would you be as weird? Yeah, I still would be because it's on the one side of the family. Why does she look like? Oh my god! Because be, well, because let me put it. Wouldn't this, matter because it's not that the fact that she looks exactly like is the hundred years thing. As I said before, there is a Nick Cage picture that looks exactly like Nick Cage a hundred years ago. But but it's not Nick Cage. She doesn't have to be the exact same person. She Are his can parents look related? Exactly like it. Distantly related? Uh, no. They could be if, if his mom, if that mama looks like that. I the I I think God, it dude, I don't God, think it's dude, as, because it's a hundred years apart. I don't. Yeah, see that's it. plenty of time for I them to get back it. together. <laughs> they wouldn't know. It's a hundred years. They wouldn't fucking know. That's like two generations. <laughs> I, I love how incest is in the other ones that you just have to put it in this one. Are guys. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Look at her. It's the same fucking woman. It's the same woman. There's incest. <laughs> but the yeah. thing is that it's justified incest because they clearly have no idea. It's 100 years. Exactly. Your baby's turned out fine. Well, I, I can't, dude, this, uh, around this time, everyone's fucking everybody inside the family. It's the 1800s right. in the West. Come Ooh. on. No one's giving a shit. No, no one's following We now else. know the reason behind uh, Biff? 
Yeah, Griff. Griff. No, Griff's doing his own thing. No, I mean like now that we clearly understand that Griff has a family history of oh, the unwarranted oh, sexual advancements towards women. Yeah, it is a problem that needs to be addressed. Are you saying counseling? I would assume. Well, here's the thing. The qu- the yes, bit, just remember, Griff, Peter, go, get Griff rid of the goes to line. prison, but he probably also hangs, which means he's probably already spawned children past this point. And yeah, most of them were from probably they're probably rape uh, babies. Inconsensual. Okay, I was gonna be a little bit more <laughs> tactful about that, but sure, yeah, rape babies. The night we're having rape babies. Rape babies. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Like you making this uh, into a song? I know. I I just uh, you can't extend a uh, one syllable word. I agree. Yeah, that was bad. Rape. Yeah, it's, like, no, no, it's no, 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 no. The new hit it's single it's by it's Negligent Nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rape babies. <laughs> Don't extend anything. Let uh, it. Let it. I, lo- I let love. It I love let it all out. Shop rape babies. <laughs> I love it when we shop rape babies. The new. single by uh, Negligent Nudity. You know what the oh, funny thing shit. is? I love the idea of us taking this to a studio and they're like, "We have one suggestion that would change the entire situation," and we'd be like, "What?" And they'd be like, "Great babies." <laughs> and it would just be like a bunch of great babies. Great. Exactly, and you and I would be like, we know what is really bad. What is it with you and food-related movies? <laughs> a lot, man. Uh, anyway, they I could watched, be great. Babies. I watched this great movie Chips? earlier. It was called Spinach. It was great. Uh, uh, I love spinach. Really but the, the, my favorite thing again about this movie is the cheats. Like, there is no fucking way in their town. Do they have these monuments and everything so close by? But then you go back to Back to the Future, and they're not one fucking monument valley <laughs> rocks anywhere. They have a drive-in years, theater man. that just happens to be next to Monument Valley. Like, I don't care about any of those cheats. If you have the money to shoot in Monument Valley, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna go to Monument Valley. I just like, there. I just like how they tried to use booze as fuel. That is great. That's really funny. Come on. It blows out of the capacitor. Come on. But it he's like, it, but, but this is again a great. They're really setting down the stakes. He's like, we're they're gonna trying. Play. He's like, they're it's gonna everything. take a month to fix this. It's gonna right. take a month to make this car run now. And now, what are they gonna do? And then the train happens, and then you're like, that's amazing. Movie on pause for half an hour to fall in love and go to dances. And awesome. Then and then a Great. funny little reference to uh, Clint Eastwood, and then it's off to the races to one of the best set pieces of the movie. Great. Right. Mm. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> we are all stunned by the way Peter drinks. It's, oh, gosh. It's, don't keep going. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Lots of arrow gulp down with that one. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Wait, that's not water. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, it's apple juice. It's his birthday. It's apple juice. It's his birthday. I told you, I have a problem. (laughs) Go for it. I said I have a problem. Alex, you didn't want you to know this (laughs) way. That's one of my favorite all that jokes. If you're drinking apple juice and it feels warm, chances are it's not apple juice. (laughs) It's pink. <laughs> it's prayers. All right, uh, keep going, Chris. So, um, I one thing I did like about the movie. Sorry, I'm opening a bag. I kind of you're opening to, up the bag you choked yourself with. Yep. Um, did you get all sexually to that? No, I just uh. Yeah. I so um, gotcha. what happened? So the thing that I actually like about this is like 
they had like an arc for Marty that I don't that I don't think I realized until now. Mm-hmm. Like the second like the like the second movie like established it and then this movie followed it Chicken. through. Nobody calls me chicken. It's kind of established in the first movie, but no, it's really yeah. hammered down. Like, they needed a conceit, because the first movie, he had his journey, and he's done, and he has no conflict. So the second one, they kind of needed to make it up, but I think the seeds are in the cafeteria with Biff when he's going to beat him up, and he's like, man, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, he never backs down to bullies in the first right. movie. So... And I like that. This is like he eventually just comes up to the point. It's like you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. Like he almost runs over. Then the, the whole punchline and the, the whole like thing about it is like he doesn't he doesn't race needles. Yep. Okay. It took me an hour to figure out that last scene with needles. To piece that back that's together. That's why I wanted you to watch the. Se- that's why I wanted you to watch the second scene? movie because the old. That's why going to the entire family is just exposition for that entire ending. I would hit that Rolls Royce. That's how he owes needles. Yeah. That's how that all happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, and now that I was driving true. on my way here when I finally figured that out. Oh, that's great. You got in an accident, Rolls Royce. No. <laughs> that's it's yeah. 2021. <laughs> yeah. What about it? Not a good year. There are no Rolls Royce on the road. Are there? Electric. Did you go back in time this time? Yeah. That was my machine. Which time? One could say all the time. I love how you, I love how you know it's the, in 1990 they're making an 80s movie when it's a Rolls Royce he would have hit. Like, that thing is a 1950s Rolls Royce Phantom like, 2. You 80s sons of bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, dude. Chris, yes, absolutely. Okay. That's amazing. Um, He would have hit it. Um, but like, yeah. Also, this moment was pretty funny. It's like, yeah, we uh we named that bridge the the Clara Clayton Clayton the the Clayton uh, bridge Ravine. Clayton Ravine because uh, it's, uh a teacher fell off the cliff and we named it because and it was named that because we have a bunch of teachers that want to toss their teachers a bunch of teachers that we want to toss off a cliff and then like that moment where he's just like. Oh crap! She was supposed to fall off, and then and then uh, when he travels back after the explosion and the bridge is complete, it's called Eastwood Ravine because Eastwood would have died in the crash. Right. To everyone. I in was town. thinking though, since she would be going <laughs> through time anyway, they could have named it after her. That uh, that. And then would have made it given her a clean slate to be whoever she wanted to be in the future or the past, wherever they were going the, with. The it. problem is, it's about who knows about the events after you're gone. No one knew that she left the train to get on a horse, horse and chase them down. She went back into town to get a horse and leave the train that everyone had been broken off of. She was on the train that they were. Oh yeah, so she's already kind of. Yeah, so no one knows what she's doing, and uh, the people only mm. know that Eastwood and Doc stole that train. The the only two people that they are aware of who stole that train. They don't know that she's on there. Which is your point is true. She leaves and goes on future. But you also adventures. have a point. Like she doesn't change. Like her dying means she can't change anything. But also her leaving to travel through time is the exact same thing. In right. Legends of Tomorrow, there's a character in the angel in the Arrow universe, Arrow show. She dies, but then she's resurrected through time, and now she's the star of Legends. Of, she's got a fiance. <laughs> like they're totally doing over there. She lives an entirely different life now. She's basically the Clara of that show. Yeah. So, like, I, I, 
the very go either way. It's it's so interesting to me that they apply that that she has to leave the train to go find out that he's right to travel back to them. But it's true, like I, she wouldn't have known that those were the two men hijacking the train unless you establish a scene of her seeing that diorama before she goes. But I like that they do it afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, uh, Maristine Bergen, her family is well-known for trains, and she was more than happy to be on a train and work on trains like her family came to visit. They all love trains. Oh, cool. Uh, all of the actors <laughs> rode their horses up to the train, and some people are the ones who made the transfer. But all of them learned how to ride next to a train and do all that oh. as best as they could. Um, but, like, yeah, this, look, this, this was actually just, like, a total blast of just, like, Doc falling in love and, like, how the roles kind of switched between Doc and Marty. Yeah. Um, Super fun movie. Yeah, it was this moment right here we realized, oh, she was supposed to go over. Mm-hmm. Well, this complicates things. And it turns out they didn't really change anything at all, which is kind of weird. Yep. They just changed the... Pr- somebody else died on that review. <laughs> right. Um, apparently Eastwood. I love how they call it Eastwood Ravine and don't give a shit about Doc. When you said this was one, this is like a really satisfying ending. You were not kidding. Yeah. Like man, that. Why can't this Star Wars have like, this? They did. I think this is on par with. I think this is on par with Return of the Jedi. No, I meant Rise of Skywalker. Of sure, whatever. But I think this is on par with. <laughs> I think I wasn't going to say we would be beating a dead horse. Pardon the pun. No, but this is closer to Jedi, right? This yeah. is closer to Jedi. Yeah, it's much closer to Jedi. But that, but like. I, people can say what they want about the whole needles stuff. When he goes back and that train shows up, fuck a duck, man. That shit is great. Oh it yeah, it's me. Every, especially with the score in this movie. Be that boop boo doo dwee dwee glad up squeak glad up woo. Love it. Love Alan it. Silvestri. Uh yeah. Well, is yeah, a I, beast. I would say by comparison, considering that what uh, Return of the Jedi came out two three years before this. No. Was. Return of Jedi 83. 83, okay, okay. Almost a decade apart. Okay, so like seven eight years. years. Eight seven years. years. Yeah. Seven, eight years. Well, considering that like this... About, but about the time they started thinking about this idea, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, like considering that, I would say, yeah, this is about on par with Return of the Jedi. Uh, Yes. Uh, as an ending. It, but also, it's a satisfying ending, yes. But... It, Again, watch. Imagine the next time you watch this, watching it all in one day, like yeah. just a Sunday. Like well, I was really at work. Easy to do. Yeah. I was at work Saturday for four hours, and this was on Paramount, all three of them, and I got to watch the first and the second, and then I was all set to watch the third again. And I all I wanted to do was watch the third. It was on mute, and I'm like, I'm still watching these again. I love these fucking movies. Yeah. I'll watch them as many times as need be. Maybe like fourth time watching this. But there's something weeks. super amazing about watching that first movie, going to the second one, and cutting straight to this motherfucker right here. It's all one thing. And it's then all ending it. It's perfect. Oh, it's great. It's, it's the all, perfect series to binge. It's like two weeks to Marty. That's all it is. To him, yeah. it's like two weeks. He spends a week in it the is, West, yeah, a week in the past, and a day in the future. Was it a week in the West? Yeah. Because they had to. They have a week until five days till oh, Monday. Oh, right. So two... Probably a night in the past with old Doc. Maybe an extra day to get ready and drive there, and so, then five yeah, days. yeah, not quite three weeks. So about an, another week in the past. 
So two a week in the past, a week in the two past, and a half weeks? past, <coughs> and then a, a day in the future in an alternate universe. Also, so two and a half I weeks. just I had to say, yeah, yes. And he came back at the exact same time. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he I have to old. say that he's not seventeen. This movie, he's not. No, I never saw him as a seventeen-year-old in this movie. Not in this one. No, like. Seventeen-year-old in the first one. It's hard to remind not. yourself, like. No, you can get school, away with, yeah. But like, by this it was point, 1983, 1984. He sh- right. filmed the first one in 1984. By the time he shot this one, he was probably in his mid twenties. I'll be honest though. From this point on, he would look no different until the Parkinson's really kicked in. But up until 2000, and he still looks good. Yeah, he still looks great. Up until 2000, though, he would look the exact same for like a decade straight. What you're telling me is that he was the Paul Rudd of his time? Yes. For... I think Paul Rudd yeah. has him feet still. But ba- Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd looks Paul Rudd the same that he Paul did like Rudd in the 90s. Is immortal. Uh, Paul Rudd looks amazing. No, he's got some wrinkles on the edges of his eyes, a little crow feet action. That's it. That's it. You know who looks like fine this fucking close. Okay, you know, you know, still, you know who's got who's got them all beat though and and it, because the dudes look perpetually old. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, yeah. Morgan well, Freeman's looked the same for like 20 years. You started acting. I uh, like take your. Yeah. I take your Morgan Freeman and I raise you a Michael Caine. No, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. He has not aged in legit. He has not aged since Caine. Batman Begins. Michael. That's probably Michael true. Caine. But I mean, what is that? What is that at this point? Like 14 years? It came out in 05, right? Yes. 16. Um, okay, so... I still think Morgan Freeman's got a beat. <laughs> uh, a, a couple more things I want to point out. A, the band in here is ZZ Top. Yep. And when they <laughs> would play... When they would when they were on breaks, they would play music. They played a lot of music on breaks because Michael J. Fox was like, can ZZ Top just play music? And Zemeckis was like, yeah. And they're like, uh, can we film something? He's like, why? They're fucking great. What are you talking about? Amazing. And so, uh, the other thing is there's one deleted scene <laughs> in this movie. Um, can I ask you, Chris, did you find it weird... That the guy who plays the Strickland, Marshall Strickland, who is said to be gone at the beginning of the movie to a hanging, come back to get their guns here and say, teach your kids discipline. He teaches his kid discipline. Do you find it weird at the end of the movie that he's not the one that arrests Griff? It's the fat guy who takes their guns. Find it weird he doesn't show back up in the movie? Well, I'll tell you why, folks. There's a deleted scene where Griff hunts him down and shoots him dead in front of his own son. Yeah. Dies in the arms of his own son. That is Cut not that at all. Yeah. Griff. That's not. No. That doesn't fit. He's bad. Why enough. even shoot that? Why even bother? Because Griff, I, because they really want to show how bad being. Griff is. But I think you Griff, don't. What, I, what movie are you making? What movie are you making? That's why they cut exactly. it out, man. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think they made the smart call and cutting out that it was the only one they knew that didn't deserve to be in there. You can see it, and it just doesn't you work. have the context of the last two movies. It you works. Don't I, I would not have shot it. Here, I wouldn't, here's, I, I here's wouldn't here's even the take it. It works for the character, yeah. but like, it just doesn't work for the movie. The, the, if it weren't for the scene where he walks up to Doc and puts a gun in his back, you would not really take him very seriously as a gun as a guy who's going to shoot him. Which Marty must. Marty must take it seriously. This is a man that wants and will shoot him at the drop of a hat. He needs to be that kind of villainous Western guy. I see why they thought that was appropriate, and then they shot it, and they're like, 
good. A little too no. much. I think it's. I think we've got enough. Like Bad Wilson's enough. performance, the fact he pulls out a gun here, and just the balance. He looks like a grody. Like the fact that he was gonna hang him immediately is enough. You, he's threatening and villainous enough, but that's the one thing they cut out. Now, yeah, that's that's about it. There is one more thing I'm going to show you guys when we get to the end, and if we have to fast forward to it, I will, and you guys are in for a treat. Uh, but outside of that, um, those are the only little tidbits of information. Oh, holy shit. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. I'm kind of... Peter, what did you think? I thought once. Oh. That must and it hurt. was about this movie, so let me tell you. Ah. <laughs> you like that one? Uh, th- yeah, this is this is my favorite one out of the out of the three because I have an undying love for westerns. Oh, but yeah. also, I just I like this script, and I in the in the other movies, you're you're introduced to the friendship that they already have, but right. this one shows like how how their relationship is and, right. and then you can fully understand well yeah there's a reason he fucking went back in time to save him to save his life exactly they fucking love each other he's he's his real dad he's I his mean, real dad he's his real dad um he may have been your father boy but he wasn't your daddy yes uh, there's Whoa. one thing i like about the games too um george can be there obviously a different voice and there's one thing he does and that is absolutely without a doubt always support and let marty do whatever he wants in a caring fashion it is an uh, interesting aspect of how you would portray that version of the father, but again, it also makes him the kind of guy that he doesn't have conversations with. He doesn't ever sit down with his dad and talk about things. It's mostly like, I got to go do something, dad. And he's like, Marty, I trust you. You're the best person I know. And then he goes off and does yeah, his thing. It's and then not he comes like back. a bad thing, but you don't, you don't really like his dad. When he first sees him at the beginning of the mm. very first movie, you're like, how is that his fucking dad? I don't want that to be my dad. And you want him to come back and actually get to enjoy that dad? He never really gets to. And that, I'm glad, is why this relationship is the way it is in this. Mm-hmm. You can, Doc. It doesn't, yeah, life, life gives you, or life should give you lots of adult figures to look up to. Yeah. And it sucks that it, not everyone gets that opportunity. But Marty did. He got a trusting dad that you know, wasn't really full of conversations, I guess. And then you get another another guy who goes on adventures and it's it's a it's a friendship on top of him look they look up to both of each other actually. Yeah. Um Doc always it isn't that it, it he relies on Marty. In that yeah. first film he needs him for things sure and he comes to videotape, awesome. They have that kind of like if I need you to take my trash cans out or feed my dog you're gonna do it cool but then by the second movie they are a team that can't be stopped and then in the third movie when he's like i'm gonna go get you back and he's like hey man we just gotta get some fuel it's awesome watching him be like i'm not yellow like marty is in his mind a hero he's a time traveling motherfucking fucker and (laughs) when he realizes here he's like oh god i'm gonna get shot we have to get on that train. Yeah. This can't be late. I have to real. wake up Doc. <laughs> like, real, I'm not real. this guy. I'm a 17-year-old kid. I can't get in these kind of fights. What am I doing? Like, that's all great. Right. Um, ah, frisbee. Frisbee. <laughs> far out. When I saw um, this as, as a wee lad, when I saw from. the frisbee thing, I was like, oh, that's how frisbees were made. 
It's fresh in front of his eyes. But just like, fresh in front of his eyes. like yeah. Um, oh my gosh, this is so great. Um, every everything about this one is just makes it my favorite. The relationship, Doc finds true love and tries to right. deny it, and he literally can't. That's what. So here's my true love. That's what that is. Hell yeah. Here's my I thing. Can't like. It. People will complain that like, oh, it only takes place in Hill Valley, and all like, oh, they're, all these people's families all so? live in Hill Valley. I'm just why is like, that a bad thing? So what? Hill Valley is a not universal is a MCU, time man. anomaly. Yeah, it's like Sleepy Hollow, but mm-hmm. with time. Yeah, it only ever happens in Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's the apocalypse starts in Sleepy Hollow. That's another influence. Yeah. Like the the aspect of like the way that these three movies treat this town like a cast of characters, like Simpsons or something else. Yeah, would absolutely be applied in stuff like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, supernatural. Yeah, good yeah. point. The Lost. I was just lost, like, 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 lost. like, get yeah. over it. Um, <laughs> get over it. Even like Chilling Adventures, Sabrina has a lot of like. I mean, they do time travel stuff in that too. Wow. Harry a comic complaint about Harry Potter. A common complaint about uh, Star Wars Rebels is that they stayed on the same. That they kept they kept coming back to uh, Ezra's home planet of Lothal. Yeah, it just hit me because I'm sorry. I I don't mean to undercut. You said yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban totally pulls a fucking Back to the Future. Prisoner of Azkaban. Is oh, that is true. That is true. It was written in '93, so it came out originally in 1993. So it definitely. Oh my god! So it definitely oh was like god. Back to the Future was fresh on her mind. <laughs> Holy crap! It yeah. explains it. They're yeah. So Holy wow. crap! That's one of the series too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Werewolves and time travel. And what are the uh, what, what is happening? Anymore? And and Michael would be a uh, a werewolf. Just to know that Inaratu is like. I like Back to the Future. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in there. Oh god! god. Yeah. So. Like yeah, I could see why people would think like the the joke in that uh the epic rap battles of history, one with Doc Brown and uh Doctor Who and Doctor Who is like you can't even invent a way out of Hill Valley. I'm just like, okay, that must have been like a comic complaint. Just like get out of Hill Valley. I'm like no, and then Rebels. So like a comic complaint in Rebels was that they kept going to Lothal and then people were just like, get off, get you can go away sure, from Lothal. No, I'm like no. I, I mean in terms of the production, it was smart because they kept the set and they just right. redressed the set. But yes, for other people, that's the people who complain why there weren't more movies and more stories. And it's like, why don't you? They just, don't you understand. Know, yeah, go out, go to New York. It's go just to people Columbia, who don't understand. It's like Globetrot. No. What yeah. do you want to? What do you want to do? Go to Mars? Where does this end with you? Come yeah. on. Honestly, the like you can't I, be all fast. Like, I don't even like. They didn't go to care Mars. about like the the thing with rebels either because like they spend so much time on the ghost in general in that show. That, like, the ghost feels kind of like their town. Even if they're back to and from Lothal a lot, like, the ghost is really the thing that you see the most of in that show. Yeah. Like, so, anyway, like, yeah. The whole, like, sequence with the train, the whole end sequence with, like, the train. It's crazy. And then Marty. To come back, it's steam-powered fucking time-traveling train. Marty finally it's just, like, thing ever. in the, the most... Marty in the most manly way just like absolutely destroys Biff. Yeah. Like bulletproof vest and then he just beats the movies. piss out of him. He uses fucking movies. He uses movies. Um or did used movies Clint use him? I just put that together. I just put that together. Oh yeah, it's in the second yep. movie when Biff is in the fucking hot tub. He's like, "Great scene. Uses the f- It's a great scene." And then fucking ancestor fell for it, dumbass. Um 
Well, apple doesn't fall far from the present <laughs> to the previous tree. Right? The apple doesn't fall far from the wall. It, it's it's tree. Whatever. Let's get out of here and let them enjoy their party. <laughs> um. Here it is right here. That's yep. a that's a dog. Shoot him in the street like a dog, Griff, and then he's all sad because he can't shoot dog at his party. <laughs> Love Tom Wilson. So, <laughs> I don't even need something. Tom Wilson's so good. Party. It took me a while. Party. It actually took me a while to realize that that was still Tom Wilson because I was so like, good. it's just a completely just different kids. character. But Just with completely kids. different, t- with completely like the uh, same tendencies. He he's had exactly. mentioned himself that he uh, pulled a lot of his characteristics from, and I haven't seen this. The man who shot Liberty Valance. Ah. So I really want to see that now. So, from like, there's not really much to add. Just like, oh, really? just no, but there's one thing you want to talk time. about at the end, right? There is one thing I'll show at the end, but in the meantime, now, um, yeah, it's like. It's just the series in general. Which one's your favorite movie? Which one would you rate? The, um, uh... I didn't think we were going to talk a lot about this. It's just it's just a great movie. Yeah, the first one puts you on pins and needles. The second one's like, wow, that's amazing. The third one's like, just smile. And they got more of the split-screen stuff with two Michael J. Foxes. Yeah, right here, yeah. From, like, from the previous couple movies when you would have right. to have them on screen. This is a little more obvious because like there's an object... Like in between them, right. so that that's more obvious. But when you get in the previous one, when he's yeah. when he's his daughter, he's the he's the older self, and he's also him. Mm-hmm. How are they it doing this right now? Because the camera. That's this is the thing. Yeah, the that's camera. That's yeah. the camera they created in the last movie. Where so it's, it's just a, it's just a data. So who's on the blue data screen? Camera. Uh, there is no blue screen. So how are there two different people? Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna point this out. Okay, same set, same uh, set, uh, same set. Well, here's what they did. This is they vented a camera for this. This is how they did Roger Rabbit. So the camera has movement, correct? Okay. That movement is created by a computer. It's on a computer and on a dolly that's on that. So the computer knows exactly when the marks begin and end. So they film with one Marty, then shoot that, and then they can come back and shoot the other Marty in that exact same set and that exact same movements because the and camera is programmed to do it. And then they they don't need a blue screen; they just put and those then they two scenes over together editing wise. But the that's that the background never changes. Exactly, that. that's the point. The camera knows exactly where to be at all times. The actors can do whatever they want as long as they're in the, the window well, of that camera. Here, here's another part of it it's it's they invented this in the last movie yeah mcu does it dc everyone does it if the person can't be there it's or standard they need now. to retake yeah, yeah it's it's Guys, so easy but i'm, I love I'm movies. honestly <laughs> i think that his ancestor was actually on the scene and marty was on a blue or green screen but it's the same exact camera movement so they could just cut him in because it's hard to that's what i was because you have people but you can't in tell the background and you have the background there it's it's hard to they pick they pick they one. have to paint him out anyway no they pick a scene they do they pick one to paint out yes but they film both of them yes. in the same day right. so that he gets the same light and he gets the same shadow and everything he's not right. in front of a blue screen but they do have to cut him out because they spent a shit ton of money on that. Yeah. That's yeah. why it looks so clumsy. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's why it's clumsier They're in the last it movie from and cleaner the same here. background. Mm-hmm. So you get stuff yeah. like that, and they just use it a lot more. And the, but then you also get stuff where... They're interacting more like face-to-face than walking alongside. Because that's way easier. Like uh, his, He hands himself 
something in the at the beginning. At the, at the dinner the table, he hands himself yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah, water. So and it and it looks a little funky if you're really looking at it, but it's it's almost seamless. It's hard. It's hard to to really yeah. well, look the, at the weird stuff. Yeah, That's it's tighter. Point. It's That's tighter here point. because they only do exactly. two scenes really. There's like only a handful of scenes with himself in it, and they had more time to do it. They had the time for Zemeckis and Bob Gale uh, to work on it together rather than the last right. movie where it was only one I, of them. <laughs> I have to share. Dude, $100 dollars said, yeah. sorry, so $100 says when they were shooting that scene with them kissing, mm-hmm. the, I'm betting you in, in the shot notes, it was just long thing of bringing the movie. They never planned for that shooting star to be there. No, they yeah, planned. Mike too. What? They planned, yeah. It's a, it's a reference to uh, Amblin. Pony up. What do you mean? It's a reference to Amblin. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, um, I have to share a funny story with this. I was gonna well, say I was betting that was bucks. just like a nat one. No, you owe him a hundred bucks now, Zach. Well, I didn't bet a hundred dollars. I said I'd bet. That's you. why. That's why I stopped you because yeah, I didn't want you and to lose hundred dollars. Wow. Um, what? Nice. I would have stolen that money. So Ooh, this shot that. right here, I thought Doc and Clara were under their sheets. <laughs> They are. Fu- they did sleep together, though. <laughs> they did. Yeah. I thought they were under those seats, and Marty was gonna wake up, and they were gonna be like, <gasps> "No, Marty, that, oh, that, that, that you're too young to see this." That bed is a little too made for that, Doc to have gotten out. Yeah, of it. that's him seeing his dad, his makeshift dad, have sex. No thanks. Oh, his mom made out with him in the first movie. You yeah, talking no. to me? You talking and then to me? Biff tried oh, to Futurama rape her. Futurama also did this. That had with nothing to do with it. Futurama that's did this with the Griff with um. Fry's grandfather. Where he became well, that's the literal grandfather paradox. Yeah. If you have sex with your grand, if you have sex with your grandmother, become your own grandfather. Would you still exist? Yeah, your grandfather paradox. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They, le- they legitimized it in a cartoon. It's hilarious. An idiot has sex with his own grandma. It's great. <laughs> oh my he god! He did. Fry. Futurama is amazing. Futurama. Guys. What's your fruit it. and vegetables Futurama and food, is amazing. man? Get on it. You so just like food shows. Futurama. But anyway, I thought fruit. Drum. I thought in that shot that like Doc and Clara were under their sheets, which I actually would. That would be at. funny. That would be pretty funny. It'd be funny, but also you just have to use your imagination. Clara doesn't man. deserve that. Clara's Clara's a nice character. I mm-hmm. thought he, I thought he would come out of the sheets like Jim Carrey, with the palm tree leaf in Ace Ventura too. I love that. <gasps> I was just practicing my mantra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doc. <laughs> Uh, you are a he is pony. a complete player. That is the smile of a man who got laid last night. Hell yeah. And this is what he says it. They notice it and he's like, this gravestone now says Clint Eastwood. And he's like, great Scott. And he's like, yeah, this is heavy, by the way. This is where the switch happens. Stuff. This is the switch. Yep. Well, it happens throughout the movie, but this is the most obvious moment. Yeah. Great so, Scott. This is heavy. By the way, I just had sex. <laughs> there's, still, there's still a bullet. Hole through his head. Oh, I know. That's the best part. He <laughs> shot out. He shot off his head. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the whole end sequence, and then Doc showing up again in that steam powered yeah, time he's travel. Him for Sick a as shit. When I saw that, I've already been time. there. Then it starts flying. I'm like, this ending is great. Blew me away. And this is how it's done. Because you, honestly, if you really wanted to, you could show the story of his kids, maybe on the train, mm-hmm. and they're going on adventures. It just wouldn't really revolve around Marty. Marty's time is done. He's going to live his I life I don't out. need a fourth one. 
No, you don't need one. But if you wanted to have like a, a spin-off show or something, it could be with I like don't need that either. or something. I don't need the, any more. The, I'm good. The show, I'm sorry you have to. The show <laughs> the show continues the idea that everyone is a family and family. family and they're all still together. And the game <laughs> influenced Fast and Furious. Come on. I'm kidding. And the and then the second the the second game uh, the game is very much focused on Doc and Marty and they don't bring Clara or Jennifer or any of that stuff really into the equation. Uh, they do go back to the Old West, though. Um, they go all over Hill Valley in the game. It's actually pretty fun. But, um, again, it's mostly about Doc and Marty. So, huh. I mean, mm. it would be interesting if they brought Clara and showed the kids and stuff like that. But um, I'm going to get into the kids. Oh, dear God. Anyway. Do you want to skip to that? I'll get to it. So We're still, we're still talking about it and, and which one's your Okay, favorite. so back to Willow. The original question was, where do I rank these? Yeah. The second movie had a bonkers twist. And we're going by favorites here, not just which one's the best. Like, which one is your favorite? Oh, God. That twist in the second movie was really good. But that first movie is such a ride. This is just like a super chill movie mm-hmm. about how Doc gets laid. Yeah. Um, you need and then time travel to do it. He gets laid and forsakes all science to pursue... Um, love. No, he forgave. He he for he left her. He left her for science. She came back for him on the train. I have uh, that's that first movie's like super tight. It's a and goddamn like, watch. It's a watch, and I'm gonna say the. Second um, movie, man. It is good. That second movie. It's a lot of fun. But that first, I think Batman, that first movie is such a classic for so many reasons. You know, like George peeping Tomming, like. <laughs> he's a peeping Tom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's a peeping Tom. It's a call of police. He's a peeping Tom. <laughs> and she's literally getting a dress like, oh my God, why? Like, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Calvin Klein. Man, the stakes that that twist in the second one created. I think I'm leaning towards the second one. Okay, second one's your favorite. It's my favorite. Because, no. like, that twist just was just, just like, wow. It just mm-hmm. turned into, like, it, like Hill Valley and then... Bad Valley, Valley, Rodney King riots. Kill Valley, like Hill Valley, Hill Valley in the Mad Max. Yeah, back in Hill, Hill Valley, Valley, smack dab in the Rodney King Fucking riots. Trump man, like, like yeah, I think the second. Is Donald Trump. I think the second. I think the second one is my favorite as of right now. I mean, that, uh, but do you understand how close this is? Well, I mean, first of all, you've seen the first one al- before, and this was also a new rewatch for you. The second movie is all brand new, and the third movie doesn't is make doesn't make the kind of ch- huge leaps and chances and big uh-huh. swings that the second one does. So I'm not surprised that that's what you're saying. I don't even care if it was sloppy in that. Yeah, I, I don't even care if that if it was sloppy and that I didn't know which movie to go with, and then decided on a direction. Yeah, like I'm still surprised at that twist. I, I, as a child, I loved the second one the most. As I'm an adult, I love the trilogy. I saw the trilogy as a whole so much that this ending 
is what I love the most, and that's the relationship with Doc and Marty. But I, I do love how films are made. So the first yeah. one, I respect the first one on an unbelievable level. Right. But for what I enjoy, the the relationship with Doc and Marty is so important. But a, as a kid, it was, yes, it was Biff Tannen's place. It was their house. It was yep. the hoverboards. Yep. All of that, the flying car. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. It really, really classic meant a Back lot to the to Future. Me. I think classic. lots of a lot of the classic iconography is from that second movie. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So that's your fa- that's your favorite. Right what's, now, I think two is my favorite. What's the second and third? I think the I think it's. Oh. Do you understand how hard this is, dude? Like, I've been doing this all my life. It's still hard. Th- these all three of these. That's movies, what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> all three, all three of these. <laughs> you okay there, Chris? Oh, he's just fine. Chris, do you Bubble need to go back to the future? Hey, I gotta be the meme board at least some part of this night. Mm. Three, I don't even know what I was talking about. You gotta, you, 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 That's what she said. <laughs> of these movies are to me at the same level of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, and there is a difference in filmmaking skill between the three of them to me. The first one was the one they spent the most time on because they like they were just trying to get that movie made. Mm-hmm. Um, the second movie they did the second movie they didn't really know which movie to go with until halfway through. No, I think they knew. I think the point was, if we did this wrong, this is what would happen, and this is what we're going to do right. And it also is amazing. I just think the way that they execute that is a little clumsy, and it makes more sense when you realize that not all hands on deck were there for post-production. But as a story, it's such a good conceit. We're going to make the sequel, and then we're going to fuck up. And then to fix it, we're going to do one of the best ideas ever. Right. Yeah, I think that's still very genius. And this movie was just so chill. It's a victory lap. Hell yeah. They had nothing left to prove. They've proven everything. Now they're just finishing up. Just charm and good filmmaking. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I I know mine. I don't think I can make this call. Then don't make the call. Just Uh, say I love them all equally. I'm going to step in and I'm going to say this. I'm going to step over you and I'm going to say this. As as you've always The first one is the best. It is the best one. It's the best made. It took forever. It's a perfect movie. But my list of favorites has got to be 312. Wow. Three one two. So this one's your so this one's your personal favorite. This is my personal favorite. Is it because you saw it on TV as a lot as a kid or is that too? It's because it's the end, but also like a big reason is when you watch this on TV the most, uh, they would air it in the morning and then I would wake up in the afternoon. Which means I caught the second and the third more than the first. But as I've grown up I've watched the first so much, I'm like, This is so goddamn good. It's great. I could watch this at any time. But what do I respond to? What's the theme that I sing the most? What are the images that stick with me? When I think of Back to the Future, I think of that picture of the clock tower. Right. When I think of the music, I'm going, squeeze, 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 squeeze. I've been listening to the soundtrack all week because you get oh, the right. soundtrack the, 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 when they're at the dance. Yeah. When, when this soundtrack is actually all on Spotify because they actually have a 
full-fledged soundtrack. There's no 50s music to play in this movie. There's no uh, f- futuristic music that they have to play. It, it is all score because it has to be. And there's a lot of those themes that stuck with me as a child. Right. And it's because you get satisfied with those first two movies of being on the edge of your seat as a kid that at that point when you're done with those two movies, you're just like, I just want to keep watching. That's why I keep watching. And then they just are having a good time. Right. And they're having a good time. And then that, that ending happens. Mm-hmm. One of the best things I love about this movie, too, is it, the way it ends. Uh-huh. I love movies that end on the morning or the afternoon. And then you watch it on a Sunday or in the morning or the afternoon. And then you the movie's over and you're like, you know what? I want to go enjoy my day. Right. The whole adventure's over. He's flying away on the train. They just got their car. It's a Sunday when this movie ends it's a fucking sunday yeah and he's like want to let's just get in the truck and go fuck by lake let's do it like i love it <laughs> wouldn't love it we're gonna go have sex on top of bumblebee absolutely yep mm-hmm. three three one two i think two is a lot of fun but it's the one i return to the least and this is what i thought uh, and this is the reason why the most Okay. Uh, in the first half of the movie, when they go to the future and they change things, we never see that world again. Right. You're only in there for 20 minutes and you leave. You never go back to 2015 exactly. again. In the second part, you see Marty's family at the house, and they talk about everything that he's going to fix when he doesn't get in the accident. That future doesn't count anymore. Then you go to Biff's world, that alternate universe doesn't exist anymore. Then you go back to the first movie, and you see everything again, and they change things. And cool, it's interesting, but that's already existed too. The third movie is all stuff that's new, never gets changed, and is all based on relationships and memories that they have. Everything mm-hmm. else will get floated away with time and never be remembered by anyone else. They have a picture from this journey that is the end of the last two weeks of their lives. And that's what that picture means to me. I Every time I think about this, I'm like, they they had their moments in the end. They right. got to say goodbye to each other rather than him just float away to the West and the old <laughs> version. There's a total possibility that the second movie could have ended with him going off to the West and living his life while the old version gets him back to the future. And then he get, he reads the letter at the end right. here. That is absolutely how the second movie could have ended. He could have gotten the letter from him the moment he came back in time and it would have explained how much fun he had in the old West. And then the train could have come in and it could have had that same ending. But I'm glad that they took the time to say, guys, we just buried our asses for the last 10 years to get this shit done. Let's have some fun. Right. And I, and I do, I feel that. I feel the fun in this movie of uh, it being over, of us nailing it Right. for me. So, yeah. As a movie, in terms of grading... Um, do we want to go into grade before... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Gentlemen, Ge- any final wanna, thoughts? You guys I'm fine with grading. I'm going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Then grade it. Okay, give it an A+. Plus. Mm. Give it an A+. Really? Yeah, fucking A plus, dude. Home home stretch, home run, western, and it's back to the future, and Doc finds love, and they're all fine at the end of the day, yeah. and they grow as people, and they live out their lives. There's a fucking steam-powered, time-traveling train that flies. Yeah. A plus. I Great that, series, though. I, mean, I bet like, that train was in the, that, the, that giant fleet in The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> It's, I, it's hard to think of these. For me, it's hard to think of these movies as different movies. They, 
it's all the same story to me. Like it's all one thing after another. Yeah, right. it's just within three movies, so it's hard to like. It, uh, that was my attempt to do it all week, and I really yeah. feel like I've gotten down with wh- what makes them separately sure, interesting. Definitely, but also uh, it did not quell the fact that it is all one story to me and never will not be. Exactly, this will always be one. Glad we're on the same story. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> this is more of a one story than Lord of the Rings to me. Yeah. I forgot about the part where he's. I love it. He's like, how many has he had? He's just been holding. He takes the one and they just face plants into a table. Doc, no. Best face plants on camera I have ever seen. He nails it. Face plants, flips a table. It's amazing. You know what? And then he wakes up and then he's like, "Ah," and then he just. Like dive so head good. first into a drinking tank. There, there are uh, there are three great moments in the bar that happen. J- that is one of them. When he face plants into the table, when he wakes up, when Marty's like, "I'm not gonna fight that asshole," and then Brown goes, "Oh, it's such a great wake up." And then the other one is my favorite, one of my favorite lines of the entire series, and one of the most underrated lines of the entire series, which is when Marty meets Griff for the first time and does the moonwalk, and then he shoots him and he misses and he runs out of bullets and he runs into that table and you have the three old men and the guy looks at him and he goes. You better run, squirrel. And then I love that line. I want to use it all my life. It's the most underrated. I love it. You better run, squirrel. You better run, squirrel. I love it. Um, A. Okay, so I think the first one's an A plus. I think the second one is an A minus. This is an A. This is an right A. Right in the not middle. Not trying too much, and the it's perfect for what it is. I mm. I would agree with you actually on those grades, Alex. Like. Mm. This movie is so much fun, but like, they're just trying to have fun. They're not. They're not trying to make like an Academy Award-winning film. They're not trying to make an impressive film. That, like, fr- from an effect standpoint, they're just trying to have a lot of fun. And if they do that along the way, great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, I just don't see any singular the point where this just isn't. Super duper fun. The level of quality between the three of these movies is so tight. Yeah. That it's almost impossible for me to grade. So I really so like. So then don't two. grade them. I really like one. You can also grade, grade it, it as a series. I'll give man. you. I was gonna say caveat. Grade it as a series. This it's is one of those series, times real. where you this can't is an A plus series, straight a plus up. Series for there sure. you go. Yeah. A plus across the board. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna cut to the crane cr- the train crash, which is miniatures, by the way. Yeah. You, the that only explains way you, it. The only way you can really tell is how big the bushes are around yeah. it. But outside of that, never knew that till this week. Well, it's a big miniature. It's a it's a decently sized one, yeah. but it is one for sure. It's still considered a miniature. Yeah. but It's a big miniature. So. Yeah, look at that. For this movie. So what are we looking at though? What the tree the bushes around oh, the okay. lamp. Too, oh, they're oh, too oh. big. The lamp? They're too big to be trees in the desert. Like the flickering lamp. <gasps> Not in my house. Not in my bunker. You have stable power grid? Yeah. And ghost free. <laughs> okay. No ghosts in this household. Mm-hmm. That still looks great, though. Well, it's yeah, because it's still big place. enough to have a really realistic fire without it looking like a little candle lit flame or something. But they also had big to have explosion. a big enough like dip, a big enough hill, yeah. which is still. And some of it's yeah. like yeah. in yeah. After Effects. Looks good, really added. 
Oh, the yeah. smoke is. No, yeah. the, the, the explosion's real. They just added smoke. Yeah, because they wanted to cover the fact that it was. A they toy. added like some kind of early nineties. So, I mean, it's like, it's it's barely noticeable. The other thing is, is like you can t- the longer you look at the land, the the more you notice that it's bigger than the bridge and the rail yeah. and the rails. But if themselves. you're not looking for that, you would have. Well, the noticed. smoke gets in the way. It does. It uh, gets in the way of that. Um. So we go to the needles thing. Um. Zach, do you want to do your grade? Okay, so this is the last thing I want to do. Okay, so he does the needles thing. It's great. They go back, and then the train shows up. I want you guys to look at two very specific things. Three kids? Okay, so when we do Teen Wolf, I'm going to tell you what happens at the end of that movie. It's something an extra does, and it's amazing if you don't already know. In this movie, two things I want you to notice. When the first, when the kids show up, the first kid pops into frame, Uh and then there's the second kid. When the younger kid pops into frame, look at his face. It's a creepy fucking face. It's a really, really creepy face. Now, here's the second thing. I want you to watch this kid, the youngest kid, the entire time he's talking to Marty. Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, I'm talking to Marty. He's getting the picture. This time, someone pointed out something to me that I... Have to, I have to definitively <laughs> try to look away for the rest of my life now. No fucking way. Watch the youngest kid as he is talking to Marty. Oh He's going to do something with his hands, and I want you guys to just watch this. No oh, just watch All his right. hands. All right. Okay. Watch so the hands like a magic The train kid. is showing up, and uh, the <laughs> it's just shown up. Again, the this train looks amazing. It's the sickest shit. It's this craziest thing. Same it's train. So it's a legit like Jules Verne. Oh yeah. Same power. It's amazing. ELB. Lot, lots of commas for this train. Uh, <laughs> I like the purple lights. So when he opens the door, just look I'm at sorry, the second. Right, look right, at the youngest. Michael J. Fox's perfect mannerisms. I don't even. I, I forget. That's just great acting, man. It it's is. just he's like a plus. Doc. All right, I'm ready. Love you, Doc. There okay, so. First kid pops up. Hi, I'm a little kid. Yeah, cute second, little kid, second kid pops up. He's like, I'm going to fuck you all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now watch this little kid for the rest of the movie. He's going to do something with his hands. I'll okay. explain what he all does, right. All right. but it's super even creepier when you've seen that face. Does he throw up the white supremacy sign? No, you're going to see something else. Boy, howdy, I will tell you. So he gives him the picture. Oh, he looked really giddy there, too. He he's looks just really... Talking. Oh, he's still a little kid. That just look is the worst look. Considering what he does here, kill your family. So he's getting the picture, and he's like, "Oh God, this is so sweet." Yeah, it's really going to sign like, it. "I'm going to murder you." Oh, it's so beautiful. That's yeah, oh, great. Look at that. You picture. can get those framed pictures. I was going to ask town. about that. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. They make them there, like hand make them. Uh, it's great. I'm not. I can't see. Uh, him. so he's sitting there. What is that face he's making? Uh, now you're gonna. He's making is a he face, pooping? almost like he's uncomfortable, right? Right. Almost oh, like there's something God. weird with him, right? Yeah. Is oh, it, is dear God. Is he a puppet? Oh my God! Look oh, at my like, hands! Look at my hands! Now look, now look at it. Point at my dick. Here's my hands. Point at my dick. He totally does it. Are you serious? I missed serious. the dick thing. Watch. He go now. Zach caught the come hither. Yeah, I saw but that. But he goes come hither. Boop. And then he points at his dick. Are you? S- I'm serious. Because you know at? why? He's looking at his parents, going, "Guys, come here. I have to go to the bathroom." Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, I wondered why he looked uncomfortable. Exactly. Sometimes he's giddy, but now he's like, mm, "Got pee, got pee, yeah. got pee, got pee." Mm. We've done this All right, twelve times. Here. Come here. What am I doing? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Look. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's still. I gotta go. Oh my God! 
at the end of every movie in a movie theater. I he, cannot yeah, hold like, it. He's like, come here. Right there. Come he's so, it's so weird. That look and then come hither. They kept that. Penis. They didn't know. They're focused on the editor. Look at his face in the shot before, too. He already looks really uncomfortable, too. Looking at the dog. Come at me, bro. Come here. Cover my penis. Oh, his mouth. He cannot. Oh, my God. I just saw him mouth like I have to. It ruins it, but also it's kind of great because there's this something. It is great. There's something that happens in Team Wolf. It's better. Peter knows, and we will get to it again. That's... I find it so interesting that in the 1980s, in two Michael J. Fox movies, penis-related shit happens at <laughs> the very end by an extra. So I don't know what the hell is happening there, but yeah, totally. Little kid points at his dick. Come at my dick. So Come here, yes. I gotta be exactly. That is amazing. I'm never gonna Same. look at this movie again. Ruined me. Way. Ruined me. <laughs> wow. And then flying train. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. Gentlemen, we have done squeeze, it. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. Is that laser beam? Oh no, no, no! He's going through chat. Going through chat. Great. Gentlemen, we have done it. We have we did gone it. through. All right, guys, get up. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez. Um, no, no, no. We, we got one more thing to do, guys. Wheel. Curiosity wheel. Last day to watch on June Day. All the edits on the end. Can you believe how crazy that is, though? We watched it on the last three weeks that it was on Netflix. I watched it on Voodoo, but still, that's nuts. Whatever, man. You're not cool anymore. I did. I watched it on Netflix. Let's watch some PBS. No. So I have to uh, make this list. Gentlemen, mm. we are spinning the curiosity wheel. We, we will be going through the cycle and of curiosity, bad and good. Our button turns the TV on. <laughs> Did you forget uh, how to turn on a TV? No, but you said slow, right? It's slow to do things? Yeah, it's not an instant anyway. gratification thing. you got to be patient for five seconds. <laughs> okay. So we'll be going through the cycle. Curiosity, bad, good, and then we'll go through another series. Sounds good okay, to me. Okay, fine. Be that way. Okay. Okay. Gentlemen, your offerings. Oh, I have my offering. For the curiosity Let wheel. Let me think about it. No, I'm just kidding. I've been thinking about this all, all right. week. I'm okay. uh, I mean, I it's called, for me, it's called Wolf Walkers. It's one word. Oh, the animated movie? Yeah. Ooh. I haven't seen it. Really want to. Last I have to do this. Last on the road. Wolf. Oh, there we go. Walkers. I just gotta figure out how to like switch profiles. Peter's offered wolf walkers. No, that's not it. Alex, you're offering. Uh, well, uh, we, I was talking about Cop Car by John Watts and how Kevin Bacon is the villain in that, and I was like, man, when Kevin Bacon's the villain, it's really fun. And I've seen uh, Hollow Man, and I've seen Trap. I think you got to go to the bottom where it says Exit Profile, Exit Netflix. Uh, technology. Anyway, okay. um, I don't think that took you out of it. I think I know how. If you want me to give me the remote, Kevin Bacon. I trust uh, you. So Kevin Bacon, yeah. Uh, there is. I've seen him in Hollow Man. I've seen him in Trapped. There is a movie that he did with Meryl Streep and David Strathairn 
in the 90s called The River Wilds, where he and John C. Riley and another guy are criminals, and they're trying to give away on rapids. And Meryl Streep and her family are there, and they kidnap them, and they <laughs> hold them hostage. And I've uh, always wanted to see it, and it looks really great, and that's the movie I'm choosing because I've never seen it. The River Wilds. Hell yeah. Zach, you're offering. So, this is a movie I've been seeing a lot of clips about on YouTube recently. And I posted on our group chat a little bit, and I, I baffled Alex. So, so Chris, I'm going to give you a shot. At, do you know what movie I'm talking about? Or do you, do you look at the pronoun game? No, I don't know. Well, what no, movie I just don't know if you read the chat. I don't know if you read the chat. I never know what movie you're talking about. Did you about. read the chat from this week, though? No. Okay, really. Good. Okay, so... I'm going to give you a couple trivia hits. I want you to guess one, and I'll tell you what it is. Oh, dear God. So, it's a movie that is from the last... Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I remembered. I actually do I actually do know this. Yes. Gladiator. Bitch. Gladiator. I just <laughs> forgot that I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This movie's great. Never fully seen it. Hans Zimmer. Uh, have you fully seen it before, Chris? No. Okay. I've seen enough to know so, it's great. So it's been a long time since I've seen Ridley this movie. Scott, All I know is that there are a lot of, like, um, production Easter eggs. You are going to fucking love this movie. Yeah, honestly, Chris, like, first off, two MCU members. There are no three. At least three in it. Um, Joaquin Bro- Phoenix is a villain in this movie. Who does he play in the MCU? Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. He oh. didn't say he was. He was just said other under MCU people. Yeah. Also, uh, at least two or three DCEU people, both Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix, have been in the DC universe. Russell Crowe was in The Mummy, too. Russell Crowe was in The Mummy, too. Well, oh, the man. One. Russell Crowe well. did play Jor-El, and Joaquin Phoenix is, in fact, Arthur. For, or what's his the name? Joker. Arthur yeah. Flang. Uh, Flack, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the lead actress, I believe, plays Queen Hippolyta in the Wonder Woman movies and Justice League. Uh, yeah. Gladiator is great, and you're going to love it. It's really good, Chris. It's 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 a, right up your alley, It's dude. action-y. It's got some dramatic um, stuff in it. Joaquin Phoenix is fucking nuts. I love He's Joaquin nuts. Phoenix. He's this crazy. is actually, honestly, one of my favorite Joaquin Phoenix it was his fr- It was his first breakthrough. For All sure. right. Yeah. It's really fun. It's a bit long, but it's super fun. I'm That's going what back. she said. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I'm going to go back to old reliable. Okay. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. It's a good one. Nice. Cause like, God, I, I had all week to think about this, and I did not even That's give okay. it. Chris, on. can you can you scratch mine and put down Three Kings? <laughs> Are you serious? I love Three Kings, and I'm going to get it on one of these fucking wheels because I know you're going to love it. City I'm trying, man. I haven't seen it in forever. It's down, a, it counts for good and curiosity. That's not that's what, I was going to say Gladiator <sighs> rolls up into that, too. I love River Wild, but I need to talk Thousand. about uh, I need to talk about George Clooney punching the director. I just need to. I also <laughs> am like kind of like, if we ever hit like Gladiator, I'm really excited to talk about like um, Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah, dude. He's... He's, he's an interesting fellow. He's amazing. His career's insane. All right, so we have Gladiator, Wolf Walkers. Oh, yeah, I got a check Hold on. So you went from the River Wild to Three Kings. I just know you're going to love Three Kings, and I really want to get you win- wins that you don't know are wins for you. 
I feel like Gladiator is like a win for him. Exactly, I agree. He's yeah. gonna love it. Gladiator's great. <laughs> All right, so we Wolf have Wolf Walkers. Walkers. So we have Wolf Walkers, Three Kings, Gladiator, and Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. The only one I don't want is Valerian. Because <laughs> I've you seen don't it. want any movie because I pick. I, well, I've seen it. I've never seen Gladiator, and I've never seen Wolf Walkers. You've never seen Gladiator? Uh, not fully. Beginning. Oh. I've seen m- chunks of it through cable, but I've never sat down gotcha. beginning to end and watched it. It's got one of the most. Seen the you, ending, the like. Huge I was gonna say the 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 ending is like so good when you've seen the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Three Kings, I love, but I know you'll love. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. For as for the offering wheel, three, two, one, spin. Spinning. It's spinning. Spinning. You spin me right round, wheel right round. Oh, it's Gladiator. Valerian in the City of a Thousand Pounds. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. That's nice. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. I have to take acid to that one again. <laughs> Suck it. I, I've seen yeah, the pro- I'm, on a roll. You know what? I'm going to say this right now. It's not that I don't like that movie. I've literally seen it too much because yeah. it's on sci-fi All the time. so much at eight, at 9 a.m. Yeah. in the morning when I go to work. I'm like, yeah, this is a beautiful mo- looking movie to put on mute. I've seen it constantly on mute. Yeah, yeah. but the story behind it, yeah, it's production's pretty interesting. Um, Larian's actually a really interesting movie. Most expensive European film ever made. Yep. Yeah. Um, by entirely a, crowdfunded. By a semi-pedophile, yeah. Isn't it really? Like, Luke Bas- Oh, my God. Have you seen The Professional? You tell me. About that? Have you seen The Professional, dude? Isn't the guy who made it? Same could you not? Could you not at least tell me that he was a fucking pedo? Look, he was dating a sixteen-year-old girl when he was making The Professional, and people were like, dealt with it, and were cool with it by then, and then like eventually, actual accounts of younger women came out, and people were like, we're oh. done with Luke Besson. He's got great movies, I agree, and we all love Fifth Element, but people are like, whether I, I don't think he abused women so much as he probably liked young girls and, yeah, French-groomed young girls. In France, you can uh, have sex, I think, younger than 16, which is, which is an entirely different whole deal. Jeez. I'm not saying it's okay, I'm just saying his whole idea and identity has been muddied, but I don't think we're going to be seeing anything from him anytime soon. I Valerian do. was his last-ditch effort, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And we'll see more, and people will forgive. But like again, he was dating a sixteen-year-old girl when he made the professional with a fourteen-year-old Natalie Portman about a g- hitman falling in love with a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah, but that story was already really lovely. The professional. Valerian is very fun, though. I and you know what? Yeah, it has its moments. That moment where the when he gets in the suit and runs through the city, it's amazing. Yeah, I I actually have come to terms. I really love the opening to that movie. Dude, there's so many things to like it. As a whole, yeah. it sucks. Oh, sure. Like, I just think, like, the writing in the movie's terrible, but, like... I miscast a little bit. A little bit. But but visually and, like, <laughs> stylistically and... Chris is still... A, from a, a general concept, it's fantastic. Mm. I mean, dude, that's the, that's the deal, man. Like, a lot of the people who make things we like... I just think beautiful. his better movie is Fifth Element. Oh God, yeah, but that he's, <laughs> he wants to see it, and I have look, I have the Koran here on the Curiosity Wheel, so we have shit that we're gonna hit. Yeah. That's shit. Yeah. So I, we are curious. That's the whole point. True. Yeah. It's okay. I'll get glad. I'll get Gladiator on eventually. I'm not concerned with that. Uh, yeah, Chris. I, honest to God, Gladiator is a legit treat for you. It's, All right. It's a really good movie. Curiosity Wheel, Chris. Did he spin it already? Where are we spinning? 
What? Why are we respinning? Come on, man. For We're not doing X-Men for the exact same reason. What? No, we <laughs> didn't do X-Men because we gave up on X-Men. No. We just stopped that was not the it. reason I figured. What? what? No, dude. I had no... Dude, my problem is not talking about people that are bad. What? Like, if you want to put the usual suspects on here... Dude, how many movies in the... Like, first of all, if we ever do something from being Crosby, that guy beat his kids mercilessly. Like, everyone who's made crap from the old days from, like, the 70s on is not great. Jack, like, uh, you gotta draw the line dude, if we dude, ever do a Sean Connery movie, we did The Rock. That guy beat his wife and then said it's okay to beat women on national. That television. dude is also the dude that. That dude that is shit. also the dude that that says if a woman says no to you three times, it's equal to a yes. Luke Besson, the dude literally like hated women. The point is to talk about the elements. You have to sit there and go, look, this guy is known for the stuff. Now, here's the best thing about Valerian. None of that shit is in here. There's no guy falling in love with a younger girl. Both of the main cast members are like 21. It's fucking Something, weird. Yeah. Like Cara Delving and uh, and, uh Dane Dehan. And I I and the um Rihanna has a relationship with Ethan Hawke, but it's like she's old enough to be under the thumb of an Ethan Hawke in that movie. There's no grossness in that film. Yeah. It's just that's why Luke Besson probably isn't going to make a Hollywood movie again for a long time. Nope. So, that's all. Like there are worse people than Luke Besson, dude. There are worse. Luke Besson is a yeah. Dick. It's still, he's still Plus a we, shitty yeah, person. We, <laughs> we have Where do you draw the line, dude? You can't cut out all these movies yeah. with all these horrible. It's fucking Hollywood. Plus, we already have Fifth Element too. So when are we doing Hacksaw Ridge? Uh, if you want to put Hacksaw Ridge on there, man, fine. I've never seen it, and I will I've go seen to. If you want me to actually have an argument with you about Mel Gibson? I'll fucking do it, man. <laughs> and if you think I'm not going to argue the way I argue everything else, I will. But the art, like, I'm not here to argue. We want to talk about drawing lines, Peter. Well, let me, let me ask you this. You're actually sitting here talking about how Mel Gibson is a good filmmaker, and I'm sitting here saying how the things I don't like about him are in his filmmaking. No one's sitting here saying that we're supporting Luc Besson for his uh, uh, girly stuff in his films. And it's not even in no. this film. It's it's more so I would say in Fifth Element than it is in this. Oh, it's way more in Fifth Element. Nah, it's, it's even not even that much in Fifth Element. She's still an adult and she's still kicking ass, but she's much younger than uh, Bruce Willis. But I, I, I mean, it's most it's most clear in the one you mentioned. Exactly. Like I don't. Yeah. I would rather have Hacksaw Ridge on here to actually have a conversation about Mel Gibson as a filmmaker than I would Passion of the Christ. I'd rather have Apocalypto or Braveheart. I would I would I put would Braveheart in Braveheart. a second, dude. My mom loves Braveheart. I've seen that countless times. I would love to talk about Braveheart. But I would but like having a, a problematic director on here is not a problem if we're willing to talk about the things that make him problematic. And it's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. We talked about Baby Driver. Dude, Baby Driver. That has a lot of bad people in it. And I love that. Was that movie. before or after we knew? Before, after that was before, no. But that was after Kevin Spacey, but before um, Ansel Elgort and Jamie Foxx. So like, it, it, and here's the thing: Ansel Elgort and Jamie Foxx are not really even that canceled. They just have bad, shitty past that they other people would be canceled for. Chris, it happens a lot. The point is to just talk about those things when it happens. Luckily, in you Back to the Future, nobody did anything awful really on that scale. Just Bob Gale fucked um, the guy who played uh, Crispin Glover. He fucked that guy. That's pretty much it. That, that's like I I'm fine with you having Valerian as an option for that. I'm not fine with it because I've seen it so much. And but outside of that, if, if you put it on there for a very good reason, and I haven't at one point in any of this argued for that fact. It isn't until now when we landed on it that I was like Lupuson is a creep. 
and that's it. It is until now, so I have no problem with it being on. I would have liked to have known. That's all. Dude, there's so many. P- like, look at all these films. I guarantee you, each one of these films has someone connected to it. That's a creep. I can guarantee you, you there's that's Hollywood, dude. I guarantee yeah. you, there's a dude. There's someone terrible so associated with like Gladiator. I, I, uh, dude, I, I'm not the kind of person who sits there and says, "Don't tell me the things that horrible people do. It'll ruin the things I love." Just accept that there's a difference between the art and the artist and make your choices as they come as they may. Yep. I've made my choice about how I view Mel Gibson as a director. Now, as an actor, dude, I watch Drag Across Concrete. That movie looks violent as shit. I'll watch that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to watch Daddy's Home 2. It just doesn't look like a good movie. I, um, as far as Mel Gibson's concerned, I, I, I have distinct issues mostly with his hyper-religious political yeah. stuff. But, but I will say this. Fuck do I love Braveheart and Fuck is Apocalypto interesting to watch. And like even like Hacksaw Ridge, which I have seen, has like an interesting story and interesting art to it and that guy gets ripped apart by bullets, it's insane. Yeah, it's a cool movie. Like like do like are the heavy Christian themes like kind of annoying? Yeah, but like I don't I don't let it we get we would beat with that's the kind of stuff we would be talking about if yeah. we hit into it. I mean but but Chris, at the end of the day, it's still a good movie. Those like, themes are in there, whether they're heavy-handed or not. I don't know. I haven't seen them. They're pretty heavy-handed. I don't mind his heavy-handed Christian thematics. I mind. I mind the way he uses violence as people overcoming their problems. Yes. Or that people need violence to to um, uh, repent. I think violence violence equals repent is um, in his work. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of that. But that doesn't mean, Chris, if you wanted to put it on there, I'd be like, ah, oh, shit. But also. It's your, it's your fucking show, man. Yep. It's why I don't oh, choose shit. it. It's why I don't want it on there. Like, well, I'm making, I would I'm the, a, a, right a great example is one I wouldn't push for would be the movie Kevin Spacey directed. Oh. Probably wouldn't want to go into that shit. And I don't like to talk about the movies that Kevin Spacey acted in, except the classics. And there are classics, dude. Seven, uh, Usual Suspects, American Beauty. There are some Baby classics driver. out there that you can't Baby Driver that you can't ignore the fact that how good he was in. And then there are other films you can't absolutely do that. Beyond the Sea, fuck it, K-Pax, screw that shit. Don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Mm-mm. So what are we spinning, Chris? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm about to finish the list here. Hold on. Hold on. We're out in to each other <laughs> in the night sky as the moon hangs and the <sighs> wind blows and the clouds form boobies and I'm wondering if the boobies got some milk in them. I feel em. like I'm spinning. Oh, are you done? And those boobies have no milk because they're really clouds, and I go for them. But not going to lie, guys. I'm really down right now. I'm that really just killed oh, me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, guys. That really killed my mood. Oh, dude, Chris, come on. You know what? I, that really killed my mood. Oh, Chris, I'm sorry. Dude, it happens a you lot, You talked man. about a guy who raped a 13-year-old girl and forced her into her... That wasn't into put into the best light. That wasn't like... <laughs> what are you talking about? That was a documentary. Yeah. About a guy. I'm yeah. not saying that. Like, yes, uh, look, I, uh, all what am I saying? He's still the point, a horrible My point dude. is, is that you, we talked about I'm not fascinated by that. I am. The point is you, you, you understand, Chris, that that wasn't a good person, and you talked about those actions as abhorrent. 
We can we don't have to talk about him as a creep. The only way, the only thing I want to talk about him as a creep is that the moment he made this film and put all of his money into it and it failed, and then people were like, "You're also a creep." Like he's done. I just find that funny. I find that funny. But dude, they people have been thinking Poisson is a creep since the nineties. Dude, Chaplin, Chaplin had sex with a sixteen year old girl. He loved teenagers, man. And I love Chaplin. You have to talk about the problems. That's all. Just like when they I come up. I never want to watch a movie ever again. <laughs> oh my God! Get it. Come on. Charlie man. Chaplin is like one of the like greatest filmmakers of all time, and he was kind dude. of a shitty dude. Bing Crosby beat his kids. People love R. Kelly. I love the songs in you Space can't Jam. Avoid all these people. Yeah, trapped in the closet. They suck, man. That doesn't mean I gotta like it, Peter. I never said you had to. But you don't have to get mad at me for pointing that stuff I'm out. I'm not like. mad at you. I'm just mad. Okay. Mad that people are shitty. <laughs> Aren't we all? I mean, yeah. Dude. Just don't be a shitty person. I just watched a little kid point at his dick and Can't be avoided, Peter. It can't no, be avoided, no, apparently. So oh, yeah. About, Absolutely. Yeah. Jesus, God. Yeah, dude. I just watched a little kid bo- spoil Back to the Future free for me because he pointed at his penis. It's ruined forever. It's ruined forever. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Let's spin the wheel. On the Curiosity Wheel as it stands right now, Titan AE. Oh, so nice. fun. Wanted. Okay. Heart and Souls. Yes. I don't know that one. Ravenous. You know it. Pride yes. and Prejudice. I know I'm going to love Ravenous. And Zombies. And zombies. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh. Booksmart. I picked that. Bridge on the River Kwai. I picked that. Surf's Up. Yeah, that is a classic, and I can't wait. I think that's Chris one too. That's me. That's a me one, and then Alex said, "Dude, curiosity." I'm like, "Okay, fine. That's no, you. That's sw- on you, dude." I switched it. You did good because I wanted Night of the Hunter on there. But it cost you a pick on the in the on the curiosity wheel. But it wheel. showed you Night of the Hunter now, didn't I? It did. Damn right. Night of the Hunter is a fucking amazing movie. Gojira. Gojira. That's me. The core. I can't. I've never. I know it's shit, but I've never seen it. I can't wait. Singham. Your choose. Indian, yeah, Bollywood. Bollywood, Indian Maverick Cop. Can't wait. Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, Peter. Moi. Milk Money. Oh, my God, you guys. You son of a bitch. I can't wait. Drink. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. You guys, I can't wait for a bunch of middle schoolers to buy a prostitute. I can't wait. And good and then time. She goes to live in their tree. Good time. That was me too. Honestly, wow. I, wow. wow. I, honestly, yeah, I only, you're you're putting, you're getting your fuck. footprint into the. Wind, I only have dude. two movies on this list. It's gonna fuck you up, dude. Good time, Alex. I only have two movies on this list. Um, Godzilla so and uh, and um, what was Titan? It? you're Titan too. No, no, I'm no, not. Titan, Titan A was me. That's oh. Chris. It's um. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah. You have just as much as I do. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's a mostly Chris and I heavy one. Yeah. Let's hey, do it, dude. Let's do it. Easy. I'm excited. Sh- wait, are you spinning it right now? Uh, it doesn't matter what we land on. It was made by an asshole. Um, yep. Or a woman. Should I take my There's pants one off? woman in there. <laughs> if you want to, man. Woman. It's your birthday in your house. Actually, it's not your birthday anymore, it's but it is your house. It's my fucking birthday. It's still my birthday. No, I'm still not. awake. No, it's did not. you steal my time? Did you steal my time machine? Yes, he did. I'll be... Right back. Oh, no. Guys, he's going to go in a room and close his fists. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know. Um, yep. He actually oh took God. off his pants. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> if oh you God. think that's a bit. No, he actually took off his pants. I 
we've said this before. Yeah, yeah Chris, you make this sound like he hasn't you have done legs? it. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Three. Two. Two. One. 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 Spin. We can't see it, so it's not like. Why are you closing your eyes, Alex? You can't see it. Why is it still spinning? No, he's staring at it. Tell me, my pants are off. I can see it's not <laughs> spinning. Like I, poop I can see now. that the reflection of colors is not spinning <laughs> on his face, so it's not. He's spinning. also like <laughs> angry. Did you respin it? <laughs> I, I'm gonna guess Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. Is Eddie Murphy laugh? Uh, it's something he likes. Then. <laughs> what is it, dude? <laughs> the ladies and gentlemen. Surfs up. <laughs> I think it surfs up. It serves up. All the wrestling talk? That means you get to watch the second one. <laughs> Dude, it's definitely serves up. Oh my god. Come on, spit it out, Chris. The next movie we'll be reviewing on the Mice Movie Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Good time. Yes! 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 Oh, my fucking birthday! <laughs> on my birthday! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna be crazy. <laughs> yes! Dude, that means we get to go on Criterion and watch all the Safety stuff. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god! A Safety week, baby! Safety week! Chris, get ready to be on pins and fucking needles, baby. You're gonna see why this guy's gonna be a good Batman. Holy shit. Oh my god. Holy shit, dude. Dude, good. I get to watch Good Time on. Oh my god. Thank you, Wheel. Thank you. It was a good birthday treat. Hell yes. Hell yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie already. I have not seen it fully all the way. I'm missing about 15 minutes from this movie, and so oh. I can't wait to stand and watch it again. But also, all the Safdie's short films are on Criterion, so I'm going to watch oh those Oh, my two. God. Chris, how do you feel? Uh, What's good time again? I feel oh, great. Robert Pattinson's movie that got him Batman. Okay, so Chris, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I put my pants okay. back on. I forgot, no, so I legit forgot what Robert it was. Robert Pattinson plays a low-level whatever street dude. Kay. His brother ha- is not all there and accidentally needs help to get out of prison. So his brother, Rob Pattinson, has to go around the city to find the means to save his brother. And it is one of the most hair-raising, nail-biting yep. movies I've... It is anxiety-ridden. It's also it's beautiful. Pat- Pattinson yep. is great. It's one of the best New York movies around. But it, like uncut gems, you are constantly like, non- how do you live? How do you live your life it's like non-stop. this? It's nonstop. How do you live your life like this? How do you live your life like this? I don't know how you do this. Uh, you know, movies have breaks sometimes. No with, break. Like, good moments. You know, it's like you know, a little, little, little slower. They're like eating out. There's a kissing. There is absolutely but, none of that. But Chris, it I is s- dialed to eleven the entire time you're watching. But it's so good. You know it's that so you know good. that feeling you're on the also edge the of the sappy, One of the Safdie brothers is doing an Obi Wan. You better bring episode. your inhaler, That's right. dude. That's, the Safties are going to be doing a new uh, Star Wars stuff. The Safties are getting into the Star Wars. They're doing Obi Wan. Believe it, Chris. They were Charles doing Obi Wan. They're directing an episode of Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
feels so good right now. I mean, after the after the Back to the Future series was one of the most pleasant, fun experiences. <laughs> we are going to be challenged. Yeah, we are going to be challenged. I'm gonna watch this movie almost. But also, every day. this is gonna show you what happens when your choices get to Chris. <laughs> hey, man, I don't care. <laughs> 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 He's the one who can take it. See, unfortunately, not my problem. I'm not gonna be available to go watch this with you. Ah, uh, that's true. But we did end at least the trilogy with you, Zach. Yeah. So. You can still watch it if you want. Yeah, I mean, I'll be around too. Like, I'll it. definitely be, be sending. I will de- talk to you about Dandy. I'm still nursing Dandy like a mope. Yeah. The other thing is, I'll be like sending like list suggestions and shit too. Still, so okay. even Some if I'm not news. physically available. All right. So that was a terrible ending for Chris. That could not have gone worse, and uh, I really feel sorry for him. We could have gotten Valerian. Uh, <laughs> that would have been. We did. We landed on it. Yeah, but like. We can't again. It's the replacement. Yeah. <laughs> we can't but land on it if? twice in one. What if the, what if the wheel <laughs> what if put we it on? allowed that to happen? No, what if the wheel put it on? Oh, my God. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, in the meantime, I love you guys. And I think you're great, and we're going to have a good, good time. time. Yeah. Look at him. He's so broken. He's so broken. Good time, about time. They're not all great. Good. Chris, it's a good movie. It's just intense. That's all. It's not a, like a nihilistic movie. It's I don't know what, what part of whatever we said in the last 30 minutes he's putting his hand to his face to so it's just an intense movie. i mean this it's isn't as really this isn't as much of him the thriller this isn't is. him it's freaking out as much as like to be the holiday picture, special honestly. deserved a best picture nomination in it's my the, it's one of the best thrillers i've ever seen of the last i will have you know i did not freak out for the holiday special i freaked Excuse out me? i freaked out on us on landing reaction. on it you freaked out on the landing on it no i know that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about that's that. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about landing. Well, no. Well, how Wait, about this? What, what are you about freaking this? out about? Did I scream? Do? Did I scream no in the into the freaking microphone? No, no I didn't. I'm not mad. What do you? What would you be mad about though? I don't understand what's happening right no, now. No, I'm still. I'm, he's he's I'm mad still about real. the last thing. I don't real. know how. Oh, feels Valerian. Yeah. The whole yeah. Thing. That's mad. It's understandable, man. You have every right to feel what you're feeling. No one likes that guy. <laughs> so. He's a dick. Um, He's a robo dick. He doesn't deserve one. Next thing you know, you're gonna you're gonna find out the Russo brothers are like running like some kind of like pedophile sex cult. Honestly, uh, I geez. wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I mean, maybe that there is a list of the celebrities that have been to Epstein's island. So, and it wasn't them. So, Sorry, from what I saw, island. I need to go to bed and cry. Um, <laughs> so there you go, everybody. Uh, thank you okay. <laughs> for being with us. And, um, Zach, we will see you when we see you again. Till I see you again. Maybe. We might see each other. I might come Whoa. see Fast Night with you guys or something, depending on how work rolls out. Whoa. 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 It's the Fast and Furious song from Seven when Paul Walker drops away from He hasn't seen season. Seven. I haven't I know. seen Seven. We have. He doesn't know Paul Walker's you. dead. Whoa. Yeah, you don't, you don't know He's dead? I've also seen this oh, scene that you're talking about. Uh-oh. We need to. We need to get. Oh out my here. God! Now the next thing you're gonna tell me, Santa is not real. Wait, okay. I heard, Santa I'm hearing a beeping real. now. You're Why Jewish. You don't believe in him anyway. He just activated a bunker. Oh, you're damn oh. right. Did you activate the bunker door? No, it's not bunker, the bunker door. door. Is it shutting? I hardly know. Her. God, okay, the door is shutting as you're um, making jokes. So yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> if I keep talking, if I keep talking, it will keep shutting. Good one, Zach. So if I don't talk, then it, oh, it shut. Guys, we're running out of air.
That's oh, what she said. Sorry, I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Ran air in here. I didn't mean to. Oh, God. You farted? It was a wet fart. Sorry. And you didn't put the <laughs> mic to it? I, of course I didn't. I did it out, I did it out, God damn it, I did now. I only have one question. <laughs> How much shit just came <laughs> out of your ass? Enough. <laughs> a spoonful? It's a good time. Oh, Lord God. Okay. All right. <laughs> good night, everybody. We'll see you later. Good night. Uh, say goodbye, guys. Good night, oh, guys. God. Do you guys smell... Uh, uh, thanks. thanks. Hashtag release to Eric Stoltzcott. Oh!